It's my fault that we're uh, late, so uh, honestly, we'll just uh, get right to it. Uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show. Let me mute this uh, in just a second. Uh, Smash, uh, why don't you introduce yourself while I mute myself? What's up, everyone? Smash Cannabis. Uh, what is it? 420 Smash on Instagram. Um, follow me on Instagram. Other than that, just chilling, hanging out. Hope everyone had a good mm-hmm. new year. Yeah, man. Uh, I guess a uh, long time no see. We were here last night, but uh, uh, anyone who wasn't here last night or whatever, uh, happy new year. And actually, happy new year to the people who were here uh, tonight or last night, too. Man, I swear my brain is actually working. I don't know why my uh, brain is not working right now. But uh, anyway, Introvert Genetics, Caleb's Chronicles. Cheers, guys. Uh, again, sorry for being late. Southern VT Grower. What's up, buddy? Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to the show. If you guys are uh, over the age of 21, sit back, relax, chill out, you know, happy new year, all that kind of stuff. Check your cold beverage situation, check your warm beverage situation, check your munchy situation. Perhaps you need some chicks, chips, or well, maybe you do need some chicks. <laughs> maybe you need some chips and chicks and crackers. It's a weird combination, but we'll make it work, uh, especially if you share. Bring enough to share, and that, that'll be great. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, sit back, relax for a second. On the other hand, if you are boys and girls, if you are under the age of 21, if you're children, you know, if you are six years old, 10 years old, 15 years old, whatever, some of those ages in between those ages up to the age of 21, what do we like to say, ladies and gentlemen? I was just about to say, hey, but then I realized, you know what? Sometimes no, we like to be polite. Good, do it. What do you think? You think? You know what? It's just not the show for you. I was going to be all impolite, but then I went, oh man, it's Happy New Year. You know, start the year off right. Happy New Year. But get the fuck out. If you are boys and girls that are under the age of twenty-one, so I guess I wasn't quite uh, polite. Happy New Year. All the best. Wonderful New Year's to you. Blah blah. blah but also get the fuck out. Uh, this is a show just strictly yeah. for adults. Yeah. Uh, no children allowed. No babies. No half babies, no three quarters babies, uh, only adults, right? So if you're babies, if you're basically half or partly bebe, get the fuck out. If you are with bebe, you should probably honestly get out just in case. Uh, uh, if you are adjacent to bebe, get the fuck out just because I don't even know. I'm just pissed off now. I'm just like, I'm actually I'm enjoying saying bebe. So if you are in some way adjacent, related to, with, or really, you know, I don't, whatever holding maybe you're holding maybe you're juggling maybe you're juggling bebes maybe you're like one of those unicycling circus people that basically juggles things instead of plates you have bebes get the fuck out this is weird this is this is not the show for you we might distract you may drop all those bebes or something get the fuck out on the other hand ladies and gentlemen if you are like shen or uh, richard d cheers richard d what's up my friend if you are like ginger dirty indica southern bt grower uh kills chronicles anthony all these folks are over the age of 21 if you are like them kind of like be like mike be like Richard D. Be like uh, Shinva for uh, five for, uh, forty. That's an easy name. I don't know why I just butchered name. Shen Shen oh, again. Shen VA five forty. It's not that hard. Okay, I swear I'm not drunk. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to the show where we will apparently get drunk, but we're already evidently drunk too. So it's going to be one of those things where uh, uh, we were, but we still are. No, fuck, that's not the joke. We still are, but we were too. That's eh, not very funny. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome. If you guys would like to listen to us on a podcasting platform, you are absolutely welcome to do so. Please join everybody that's listening over there already. Uh, we've had really a delightful spike in listeners over there. So uh, if you guys are listening in, if I'm podcasting this episode later on, uh, thank you, by the way, for listening in. If you guys wouldn't mind leaving a positive review or, or uh, telling your friends, well, actually, both would be better. Uh, tell your favorite bud t- tender, tell your second favorite bud tender. Maybe your second favorite bud tender could be your favorite bud tender after listening to us babble about weed for hours and hours. You never know. Maybe maybe through osmosis they will learn. Anyway, 
Ladies and gentlemen, uh, tell your favorite friends uh, to uh, come listen to our show. Chronic Table on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, cheers, martial artists. This is uh, catching you all early for a change. That's true. You usually come uh, quite late in the show. Uh, welcome, my friend. Welcome to Happy New Year. And uh, it's the, exactly the drunker show. Spartan grown in the house. Look at that. Long time to see Spartan. Happy New Year, buddy. If, uh, what was I going to say? If you guys would like to listen to people like uh, uh, Spartan, sometimes pops on, uh, certainly D and, and Smash. If you guys would like to listen to us babble or listen to Potent Ponics or Clackamas Coot or all these uh, cool folks that come on here, uh, Mr. Marduber, listen to us over at Chronic Table on your favorite podcasting platform, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, you name it, all those uh, different sources. If uh, you have a podcasting platform that you really like and you search for us or whatever and you can't find us, please let me know. Maybe there's a way that I can uh, uh, click another button that will basically uh, uh, go over there. So, ladies and gentlemen, chronic table on uh, – thank you, Richard. I appreciate it very much. Uh, Richard D says, we're doing some great shows. If you guys would like to listen to some of those great shows, uh, I guess I'm patting myself on the back. Well, no, he's patting us on the back. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, come join us uh, over at Chronic Table on uh, your podcasting platform of choice. And of course, if you are listening in, uh, this is kind of meta, I realize, for you guys that are watching. But if you are listening into this podcast, please go join us live one of these days over at my YouTube channel. Uh, we actually have uh, cool folks here at D and Smash. You get to see the, the shenanigans Smash. A lot of times it shows off his gardens. Actually, almost every show, uh, you get to uh, uh, interact with the chat. Look at that. And it was in the house what's up Anna? cheers my friend happy new year rancho costa plenty uh, all these folks uh, uh you might wonder oh who's who, what are these names he's talking about i'm talking about the youtube chat basically this show is uh wes engine who's not here right now he's probably off with family doing new year's things uh imagine that right uh, but he likes to call this the most interactive show in cannabis and i like to think that's true uh, because we invite pretty much or i invite because it's my show i invite basically everybody who will be civilized polite at least halfway civilized, halfway polite, right? D, like half civilized at least, right? Like we, you don't have to be all, no bow ties or anything needed, but like, I don't know, like your house broken, right? Like take your muddy shoes off at the door, maybe stuff like that. Actually, since I can't see them because you're like in a Zoom room, you could totally have muddy shoes on for all I care. Seems rude, but I probably wouldn't know, right? Like D, if you had muddy shoes on, I wouldn't really know that. Like you can just totally hide unless you like lifted your shoes. And then of course I know, but generally I don't think that happens. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I think you get the drift. Uh, if you're halfway civilized, uh, you're welcome to join us uh, uh, on the live show. Join us on the panel. Uh, 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 goof off with us. Charlie's farm 420. Happy new year, my friend. Welcome. Uh, uh, all these folks that are, that are uh, soul shine growing. What's up, my friend. Uh, he's uh, feeling pretty ill, man. This is a common freaking thing. Like, uh, Five or six people that I know right now are feeling pretty ill. I just felt pretty ill a couple, three weeks ago. So ladies and gentlemen, this is not a fucking joke. Take care of yourselves. Sit back, relax. I honestly didn't give myself enough sleep. And I think that's one of the reasons why it did last like three fucking weeks. Uh, I normally don't sleep very much. And then so that when I am actually sick, I'm like, I try to wake up kind of the same kind of amount of time. And it doesn't work out because, you know, normally I don't sleep very much. It's not, it's not enough. Like when you're uh, sick, you guys need to honestly uh, get some rest. Drink some juice. Honestly, better eat some fruits because, you know, juice is like filled with sugar and stuff. But uh, whatever. Do, do stuff that'll make you guys feel better. I'm not a fucking doctor, so I'm not going to pretend to be one on TV. <coughs> Thank you, D, for showing that off, by the way. Uh, what's that, Smash? Pedialyte. Pedialyte? I have heard that, actually. What's good about it? Uh, I've never it used it. It helps you rehydrate. That's for serious, like, mountain climbers and stuff, too. You use that, right? Yes. Uh, interesting. We'll have to look that up later in the show. That's a, a good idea. I bet these days, I mean, I hate to say it with freaking Amazon, but these days you can probably get it delivered to your goddamn door. Anyway, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, you know what you can get delivered to? Uh, what did I say? Your goddamn door. 
I deliver this myself. I don't actually. I'm not going to deliver this myself, but it would be funny if I did. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know why I'm doing something like a freaking fake cowboy accent. But anyway, <clears throat> it'd be funny if I uh, delivered with like six shooters on. Here's your fucking seeds. Anyway, right. uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Fumadora.com. I swear no cowboys were harmed in the making of this website. Uh, I know because I made the, the website. Uh, Fumidoro.com, fumesofgold.com, uh, or also fumidoroseedco.com. They all redirect the same place, ladies and gentlemen. The ma- main website is fumidoro.com. I actually often forget to uh, uh, plug the Portland Cannabis Tasting Society website, partially because I haven't updated it in like a year and a half. I realize that's basically why I don't update it. Uh, long story short, the, the parent organization of this show, before all the pandemic stuff and whatever, we used, we used to actually meet in person and have like these fun meetings. And uh, those ages were long gone, right? Portland Cannabis Tasting Society right there. It's literally right there. If you guys are seeing the, the webpage right at the bottom there, feel free to click it. And there's some like nostalgic pictures from literally like, I don't know, a couple of years ago. Hopefully we'll do that again. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, join our Discord. Uh, that actually is happy times. Not like, oh, nostalgic. This is actually happy times. Uh, Smash is in there doing the dabs uh, uh, pretty much uh, uh, throughout the day. What are you playing? Video games. I try not to, to hop into their rooms because everyone like freezes. Like, oh, shit. What the fuck? Oh, my God. We got to be quiet now. So I basically don't know what even, what's even going on in this goddamn room. So I don't know. They could be playing ballet, freaking chess or something for all I know. Uh, a lot of talk about growing. Is it a lot of talk about growing? Go figure. Go freaking figure on the Fumidora Discord, ladies and gentlemen. Questions, comments, concerns, Fumidora at chronictable.com right there. And by the way, if you don't know what I'm talking about, again, I'm looking at the contact Fumidoro page on Fumidoro Seedco website. Uh, throw down in our monthly photo contest over at Portland Cannabis Tasting Society. There's a link right there. And join me, honestly, my main uh, uh, Instagram, whatever, at Fumador underscore Chibador over at Instagram. I like to say, see the pretty photos over at Fumador underscore Chibador. There we go. I managed to say it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the point for uh, showing this website in the first place. Uh, I'd be honored if you went and take a look at the Seeds and uh, genetic preservation. Okay, I really am stumbling today. Genetic preservation kits on offer over at my website. I bred them. I took the photos. I selected the plants. Uh, especially this first generation, pretty much all came from my garden. Uh, I don't think I took any. In fact, I didn't. I didn't take any clones from anybody for this one. So this is basically all my work, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I'd be honored if you uh, took a look at it. I think it's uh, uh, very different from a lot of folks uh, from what a lot of folks are offering uh, these days. I think it's a little bit. Uh, I mean, it's unique. It's its own lane. I really am very fond of uh, uh, the whole Ruby Jack line. A lot of you folks, Richard D, and some of you folks have heard me talking about it literally for. I don't even know how many years now, but anyway, however long I was on the EO show and so and so forth doing this show, I've been talking about my friend uh, Stevie's uh, Ruby Jack. So I guess I'm highlighting Ruby Jack by Ruby Jack F2 right there. Uh, Ruby Jack uh, number eight was this plant, actually is this plant right here. Uh, this was from my friend Stevie's breeding. This was a, a three-way cross of, uh, first of all, Ruby Slipper by uh, Son of Jack. And the Ruby Slipper was a three-way cross of Alaskan Thunderfuck, Shishkaberry, and NL5. The son of Jack was uh, literally Jack Herrera and uh, 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 mystery, but black finishing Afghan, uh, literally their son, essentially. So a son of theirs, son of Jack. 
uh, I loved that cross. I love the, the, I still to this day love the uh, Ruby Jack cross. I would love to honestly have a lot more Ruby Jack growing in my garden, but I've frankly uh, uh, distilled it into other things. So for example, in this case, chairs on a thousand one nights, I'm getting lots and lots of the grapefruit iterations of uh, the Ruby Jack basically grapefruit and chewing gum, which I'm a little bit surprised by not bubble gum. So I don't want you to think that it's like a bubble gum. It's more like trident, like, 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 uh, uh, this is, I, I realize this is a little, a little bit specific. Not everyone chews that gum because it's like good for your teeth or whatever. But anyway, uh, it's like fruity trident chewing gum. Basically, I'm getting a bunch of those on this and spicy, interesting, like seriously, horseradish grapefruit. That's something I haven't tasted before, and it's nice and strong, so I'm really enjoying the Thousand One Nights, honestly. Uh, I haven't gotten nearly as much color as I thought I would get from this strain, but a few other folks actually have. Uh, the one that I have gotten a lot of color from, uh, if the website will please cooperate, come on, let's go, uh, is this one right here, Black Prince Ruby, another in-cross of the, the Ruby Jack. This one, uh, uh, lots and lots of uh, pinks, purples, reds, some green phenotypes. Uh, a few other of my uh, testers and customers have honestly gotten uh, more green phenotypes. So it's it's very interesting to see the, the the mix and match. Maybe environmental conditions are very important for uh, uh, color expression. Come on, website. Come on, come on, come on. You don't have to lag quite this much. By the way, we're looking at a macro. There we go. Now it's coming. So quite a bit of uh, a purpling. Kind of, this is the purpling that I like, honestly, because this is, uh, how do I say this? This is, um, okay, I shouldn't say that. I was going to say the stuff that's always, pur like all purple isn't as flavorful. That's not true. There's some stuff that's super, super nice. But the stuff that has some green showing, like on this, I think is always more flavorful, frankly. That maybe is debatable. We could even get the, into that on the show. But I'm really fond of the the, the colors, the, the terps, the expressions on this uh, Black Prince Ruby. Hope you guys will, I don't know, it's difficult not to sound like you're just patting yourself on the back the whole time. I'm trying not to do that. I'm trying to just say how, how much I enjoy the strain, but I'm really pleased with how it's turned out. I hope you guys will uh, uh, check it out as well. Fuck, this website is lagging. There we go. There we go. Now we're looking at it. Uh, this is uh, uh, very, very similar to the mom. This, this phenotype right here was very much strawberry candy. Looked like the mom. Same kind of pink. Not so much purple, but pink. Uh, 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 um what do you even call that? Because it's not like the pink wasn't in the nug meat itself. It was kind of finishing pink on the edges. Ah, we don't have enough vocabulary for this stuff. Not just the leaves. I'm talking about also in the, in the nug meat, but the nug meat would go green to pink modeled. I don't know. I don't know what that's called. And stop babbling. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, check out my website, uh, coupon code brains for 14% off. Hope you guys will, uh, take a look we have five packs available we have 10 packs available and uh fuck i finally got to get uh what the smash packs available I gotta throw those down uh, there'll be three packs of five packs so it'll be like 15 seeds wouldn't that be fun we'll do that we'll have to figure that out what's going on gentlemen uh d what's what's new my friend welcome brains how's the fresh brains happy new year my friend do the happy new year brains taste different no they just say the same right on yeah. man Fresh frozen, just like the hash. So yeah, nice coupon code right here. You get a discount on Superwars website. That's the one. Brains, yeah, that's it, dude. Brains. Here's buddy. Happy so, New Year. Gonna, cheers. Happy New Year to everybody. Hello, chat and panel. I'm smoking on some Justin Trudeau, also known as Justin Trudeau. Yeah. Same old Bella Gas, and then. 
nighttime. It is. Oh, that's the reason I got so many on the go. Oh, yeah, Pink Star. This is good for nighttime. Gardens are about the same. Um, I'm going to post a. Uh, I'll show my picture of my one of my Morganas. It's starting to get nice and big. It's pretty dope. And that's about it for me. Oh, thank you to mm -hmm. all the boosters, by the way. On the, on the Discord? Discord? Yeah, man. Right yeah. on. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, let's see here. Who are they all? Freaking a lot of people. Dirty Indica. Who else? Uh, uh, this guy. Gamer AR70. Right on. Cheers, dude. Uh, I think he's been boosting for a couple of months, honestly. Who else here? Poor Pizza Dave. Cheers, buddy. Uh, Son. Or Son. Son. Yeah, we're not, we're, I think I never pronounced it correctly. And I think somebody else is in here uh, boosting as well. Cheers, my friends. Thank you very much for uh, doing yeah, so. Our peerless leader, Humidor. Yeah, man. Cheers, buddy. Uh, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of the Discord, I hope you guys would join uh, that. We're having lots of fun. Uh, in fact, in the yeah. Smash Dab bar, a couple of folks are hanging out right now, honestly. So it looks like it's a popular place, even when Smash is not uh, in there. We have the Zombie Wastelands. We have Valhalla's uh, room. Uh, you name it, ladies and gentlemen. We have a bunch of different uh, uh, different text rooms. And, and uh, the main one is Morgana's Lounge, of course, because uh, you got to go in there and... Uh, I don't know what, cast a spell? Is that what you got to do? No, that's not true. You don't actually have to do anything. You just come and join us. Uh, welcome, noob. Cheers, buddy. Uh, happy New Year. Uh, Guerrero Grows. Mike, what's up, my friend? Uh, Green Table. Welcome, everybody. Detroit River Rat. Cheers, buddy. Hillbilly Herb. What's up? Uh, uh, happy New Year. Uh, what's going on, everybody? Uh, Coffee Pot was just saying hello. Cheers, buddy. Welcome, my friend. Uh, Atomic Spoon. Josiah. Happy New Year, my friend. Happy New Year, Tommy. What's going on, dude? Welcome. Cheers. Happy New Year. Cheers, buddy. How's everyone doing? All right, man. Just yeah. about to, uh, I'm just about to crack open some pub beer. It's even in capitalized marks. Get a pub beer. I think I'm about to follow this campaign. <laughs> I got a lot of campaign from last night, so. Dang it. I wish I, I think I dropped this can. I don't remember really doing it, but I think, oh, I kind of do. I thought it was another can, but it was this one. I freaking wailed on this can a couple days ago. You guys can't see it, but it's, it's pretty well dented up. So I'm going to have to be careful when I open it here. But. Uh, 10 barrels is, is uh, pretty famous around right here in Portland. Uh, I guess so. Yeah. What is this? Uh, one point, uh, one pint, nine fluid ounces or 25 yeah, fluid ounces. Dog. Right. <laughs> Who let the dogs out? Right. Woof. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, join us. Come join, uh, Tommy and the, the goofballs here at the show. Uh, come bullshit with us. Come talk about genetics and freaking, uh, weed growing and I don't know, beer drinking and whatever else, man, you know, food, come talk about freaking food. Drink, right. being merry, all that kind of stuff. How was your New Year's Eve? I'm being asked. Fine. That was more than fine. It was actually nice. Uh, we had a nice show, man. We had a fun show. Coot was on here. Pote was on here. We had a good time, honestly. Uh, what about you guys? What about you, Tommy? What about, uh, how was yours? Here comes Charlie's Farm. Good. Just, uh, oh, I was just hanging out with the kids and stuff. I made it just past midnight and then fell right asleep. No, you know, nothing crazy. No, no, no uh, New Year's or what's it called? Times Square or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, that's probably good with the amount of freaking sickness going on right now. Like just about everyone I know either freaking is about to get the freaking Rona or has it already. It's a little bit crazy. But yeah, I've seen uh, yeah. one, one of the uh, <clears throat> whatever, one of the live countdown things was in Puerto Rico and they had 
not one, you know, they had like this big performance no going people. on. There were, oh. Yeah, no people. <laughs> they were going so hard, you know what I mean? They were dancing like so hard, and then there's no, <laughs> no audience. Like, uh, it is what it is, man. I feel like my, I'm kind of <laughs> squishing this out. This is basically like 10 pounds of shit in a 20 pound sack, or what is it? 10 pounds of shit in a five pound sack. <laughs> but I've just got, I got my bioag cozy. Right on. All right, now don't, don't blow up. Uh, Zoom user, I think this is going to be low cut again, but we'll see. Maybe it's going to be uh, high cut. You never know. Charlie's Farm 420, what's going on, my friend? Welcome. Hey, hey everybody. Hey. Doing better than I deserve, as always. Feeling better today. Really? I definitely had it. I tested positive today. Did you really? So, Holy shit. Yeah. How do you feel? I got lucky. I feel good today compared to yesterday. Yesterday, man, yeah. you see me during the show, I was I had a headache that just wouldn't quit. You were a little rough, yeah. Yeah, man. I just uh so um I, I got lucky. I went out to uh CVS and you're know, only allowed to get a couple of tests, but the, the kit was nice and he let me get ten of them mm. so I can test myself and my family over the next few days. My daughter got tested actually at the hospital. I don't know if I said this last night, but she came up a definite positive. Sure. They don't oh. tell you they don't tell you the variant though. I was kind of curious if she, you know, that probably takes a lot longer. Yeah, you'd have to do a whole freaking genetic test. Yeah, most plus our country is our country's so behind on that stuff. That's why we always have the result. You know, like other countries come up with it first, like Africa, UK with the freaking Delta and all that crap, whatever the one was before that. You know, with a we're usually the last ones because we don't track them like they do. Hmm. We don't track the exact variants. It's like bizarre because we used to have the best uh, uh, freaking yeah. virology programs that there were. I guess a lot of those got shut down. So I guess that's why we're freaking paying, yeah. for, paying for this. Yeah. But I hope everybody else is feeling good, no matter if it's COVID or whatever the case. How are you feeling, right. by the way, Jimmy? I'm better, better, finally, I think, honestly. Yeah, uh, it takes a while, but evidently uh, it fucking finally goes away, sort of. Uh, but, um, yeah, I've, I've had a little awakening. I don't know for sure that I had COVID. I have to be honest. This is speculation and everything else. But I've been sick for, like, three weeks. I still a little bit have the sniffles and stuff uh, and yeah. uh, just all kinds of weird stuff. I've been super fucking tired and everything else. And uh, I did have really, really uh, uh, straight up, like, cold or flu symptoms for, like, Know, five or 10 days, honestly, like kind of a long time. So it's pretty safe to imagine that it was probably COVID. So like, how do I say this? Like having that long COVID is like more tangibly real. I mean, thank goodness I didn't lose my sense of taste or smell or anything else. That would have been a really, really big deal for me. <clears throat> but even just being like constantly tired or, or uh, irregularly tired, you know, one day will be fine. The next day will be better. But thankfully, I'm finally fucking getting better. But that's no joke. Like I know a few people who still can't smell after like six months. I'm blown yeah. away about how blase everybody is about this, you know, and I, I know. How still to this day, people are like, well, it's fucking fake. And dude, I know people who can't smell six months later. Do you yeah. assume that they're all fucking faking it? I mean, I don't, I don't know yeah. where this, this, I don't know where that apeshit logic goes, but whatever, we're living in, in parallel realities. It looks like at yeah. the moment. But I had my, uh, my sister-in-law, she, she's uh, just mentally, she's like, she doesn't feel as sharp as she used to be. And wow. she's a, uh, you know, she's got her, um, uh, you know, she went through the whole gamut to become uh, whatever the highest for a physical therapist is. And now she's a bio teacher in high school and stuff. But she said she just does not feel sharp. And she's never, never drank, never smoked anything in her life or anything like that. I and mean, she is a real whip. And uh, she, and it's been over a year. She's still not feeling right. So, yeah, it's not, it's nothing to play with. I mean, just the fact that my daughter and my, my wife came up positive the other day just put me in a, I don't show it. But puts me in a oh, panic. I, yeah. I was like, "Wow, man!" It's, you know, I got to be the freaking steady hand in the family. But right. and uh, but anyway, yeah. And it just it just that because you know, 
who knows what's going to happen? Who knows what the outcome is? I mean, that's why they call it a novel. Brand new. We don't really, we're just starting to get to know it. You know, so thank God for mRNA. That's all I can say for that technology. Yeah, I wasn't boosted. I didn't get my boost. I, yeah, I was I was trying so hard to get it. And, uh, you know, just by chance, couldn't find an appointment open. And, uh, you know, and even my daughter, she got, she came up positive at the house at a, at a home test the same night that she got her second shot hmm. and uh yeah we weren't sure if that was going to be a complication because you know they always say you know if you're feeling this or have this or even if you have it you can't go get vaccinated hmm. so um even our own doctor didn't know you know children's hospital one of the best hospitals in children's hospitals in america or in the world hmm. for that matter and uh, even her doctor didn't know she's been seeing the same doctor for about five six years now so you know we have a history hmm. and uh she's like uh you know I don't know. She outright said it. I don't know. So thank God there were no complications or anything like that. She's, you know, my daughter's fine. She only had it for a couple of days too. So, you know, my wife's feeling a lot better. She only had two days of it. Just more like a cold, scratchy throat, runny nose, headache, slight fever. I had a slight fever, I think, one day, but I didn't have it. I, yesterday, actually, is when I think I had it. I had these waves yesterday. Of no energy. Then I have energy. And I, I have an appetite, but then I take two bites and it's like, you know, I don't feel sick or nauseous, but I just like, you know, this food just, just said, I don't want to eat right now. It's hard. To, I was trying to explain it to my older brother too. He does, you know, because he thinks he might have it now. Cause he's got this weird burning sensation. Today's the first day. And I saw him on Thursday, but I wore a mask and I kept it real tight to my face because he lives with a roommate that <clears throat> his roommate for 30 years now, 25 anyway, that. He's an old Vietnam vet. He, uh, you know, he's already had part of his lung taken out. He's got other cancers just riddled all over his body. And, you know, the guy's literally walking skeleton jack. Real super, super nice guy. I've known him for years, a couple of decades anyway. And uh, and then they live across the street from his sister. Now, he's he's 75 or something now, but his sister's right across the street. She's got COPD so bad that <clears throat> she's on oxygen. And uh, my brother was over there bringing a meal today, talking to her, you know, and thank God she had her oxygen mask on. But my brother's like, I wasn't, I was in the foyer in the front and we were talking for about five minutes. I hope I didn't give her anything. And, you know, so I'm going to try and run over there tomorrow, maybe give him a couple of the tests that I got today. See if he can test himself too. Just nothing worse than not knowing, you know, it's like being in front of the judge, you know, Hey, give me that 10 years, man. Just let me know I'm going to do it. You know, all the way up until the judge slams that friggin' gavel down. It's anxiety until at least you get sentenced. Tommy, how you doing, man? It's good to see you. I meant to say hi to you the other night, too, man. It's always good to see you. I can't wait to crack your beans, brother, as soon as I get this shit organized behind me. Right on. Right on. I'm doing good. Maintaining. We're, we just, my, my whole household got over the whole, uh, whatever. One of, one of us had COVID, the rest of us didn't, but uh, we were all sick, so. I don't know if the test, you know what I mean, bogus tests or, you know, whatever it was, but, uh, no, a lot of, a lot of the same symptoms, but, uh, yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah. It's it was rough December, I guess. Yeah. 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 It's going to be a rough one. Thank God it's, you know, the, if it was the Omicron or whatever, it's not as bad or, you know, I don't know if it's 
because I got vaccinated. I don't think it's, they say it's not as bad. It's just that a lot of folks are vaccinated now. So a lot of the folks that right. aren't vaccinated, weirdly enough, I think they say that the, the new variant is very uh, potent. We'll be freaking thrilled by this. Uh, the new variant is very stable as to um, whether people are vaccinated or not. It apparently infects them at about the same rate. So that's kind of interesting, I guess, maybe because uh, even vaccinated people have lost so much resistance because the vaccines are so much less effective. I don't know. I'm freaking babbling about it. but. Um, I've heard over and over again that it's not actually less mild, but that a lot of us already have some built-in immunity. So like, I'm actually kind of hopeful at this point that now pretty much everybody finally catching this, this is going to finally lead to that herd immunity that all the sociopaths thought we were going to get like two, three years ago by culling through 10% of our freaking population to do so. But anyway, you know, I guess some of us are just run by sociopaths. What are you going to do? But whatever, two years later now, after fucking half the businesses in the country are dead, now maybe we'll finally all be immune because we're all freaking got the sniffles. I don't even know, man. I'm looking for a positive side. I know what you mean. You know what I, mean? I, I, I always say this. If you reflect back to what, you know, the, the, the flu epidemic back of uh, 1918, uh, you know, the, the states that closed down the soonest and stayed closed down the longest had the quickest rebound mm-hmm. with the with the virus itself, economically and medically. They had the, they had the, the, the best economic rebound and the best uh, medical rebound, the ones that closed down. There was a huge parade back then in, in, in Philly, and the politicians were told, don't have it. Don't have this huge veterans parade. And they did, over a quarter million people. Right after that, and people from all over the country came, right after that is when it really started to take off in the United States. So history repeats itself. That's a fact. You know, that's why, you know, history is a huge telltale sign of what sometimes you should do, you know? And even the guidance we're using now is, you know, the six feet distance and wearing a mask. That's all from back then, you know, that's all from a hundred years ago. That, that guy, six feet separation You're and all that, you know? Yeah. you know? So <laughs> just, screw it. just screw it up. Considering we had the playbook all set for this, you know, potentially we could have cut it off before we even hit our shores, but you know, know. we had a power. <laughs> Yeah, yes. yeah, now people are wondering what the fucking uh, the, the five five day CDC guideline is. They're like, dude, people are symptomatic for like 12 days. Are you fucking high? But uh, yeah, they're like, yeah, yeah they got to let's yeah, all just open up. It's going to be great. Society's telling them to do something else, though. You know, it's, it's, it's just it's just jacked. You know, I mean, we got to live with this thing now because the way we played it the last two years. Now, now we absolutely have to live with it for the rest of our lives. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know. It, it I mean, it's it possible is. it would have been inevitable because, of course, there is an entire goddamn world out there. Yeah. A lot of those countries don't even have a vaccine available and so, and so forth. It's one of the big yeah. deals with the unrefrigerated variants of the vaccines or versions of that vaccine that uh, a lot of those, you know, Africa and so on, they need that. You know, you're not going <clears> to <throat> distribute in Congo and so on. Right. Or even Bangladesh, whatever else. So it's possible we would have never really gotten out of this, but we will never know because we didn't take right. the measures that we could have. You know, it's funny that. Your scenario you just said is what I just told my brother earlier. Mm. Was you know what? Maybe we might have a better control on it, but we're still dealing with the third world countries, having mm. to help them out, which yeah. you know would would have been a better situation, obviously. But that's funny. You just pretty much almost verbatim just said what I said to my brother about half hour ago. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But it's good to you know listen. Thank God we do have what we have. We, you know, modern technology is an amazing thing. I wouldn't have a fake hip, full fake hip, titanium hip if it wasn't. But even when I was a kid, there, there weren't any of these operations going on. You know, 
my shoulder's going now. I'm probably going to have to get a, 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 a replacement. My, my mother-in-law's had both her knees done. 50 years ago, you couldn't have that done. You know what I mean? So it's just, you know, we're just fortunate to live in the times that we do. And I try to instill that in my, my daughter. You know? Like, you know, one of the reasons why vaccines were such a huge thing was because they, you, most of these diseases hit young kids. I mean, you had literally a 50-50 chance of making it to like the age of five or 10 or whatever the hell it was 100 years ago, which is nothing like my grandfather's generation. So, you know, they were begging for these things. But now that because, you know, we become so complacent, <clears throat> whatever the word you want to use, you know, ignorant, complacent, arrogant, you know, um, there's so many different, you know, egotistical almost. I don't know. but. You know, people are very uh, intellectually yeah. arrogant. I don't know if they've all been always been begging that way, but they are now. For, you know, like yeah, even seventy years ago, begging for that polio freaking vaccine. Are you kidding me? Talking right. up with that. The line. Oh, I think I just, uh, I saved something I want to say from Reddit. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I said no, save no, something please. about Salk and the freaking uh, yeah. uh, the the, no. the vaccine being released and people like basically. Oh, and it was only like. 85 or 90 percent effective and people to their right. well, but it's not 100 percent effective therefore i'm never going to use it like, Dude, are you fucking dumb and yes. i don't want to say that out loud i don't mean it I that know. way i guess i kind of do mean it that way i have to be honest i'm so fucking over the the the, yeah. the arrogance the intellectual arrogance where people are like well i just fucking know better than doctors do you yeah. do you know better yeah. than like yeah. no. aircraft mechanics i mean there was that comic strip. i wonder if i can find this com- i've been sending this out to people this was a great comic now that i'm thinking about it uh there's this one dude with the smug airline but oh, i can just probably google it uh yeah i talked to my you know i talked to my family sort of full mps you know and they've been full mps for you know 35 40 years you know listen i, I worked in the medical field in the 90s it's completely changed over the last 25 years there's no question about there it, it. You know anything about modern medicine and how they work the numbers and then how the specialists specialists for a reason you know, you get Dr. Reiner. I mean, he's, you know, how many times did he have to say friggin', you know, Cheney there? Friggin now, now the guy's got a friggin' fake heart. You know, he's, he's got his third now. Transplant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the dude's I mean? got his third. Have, like, the guy's unholy dead. You know, he's yeah. like a fucking vampire. They'll never you know die. What I mean? They'll just keep I mean, replacing him like the ship of Theseus. Yeah. <laughs> Before long, they'll, special, they'll replace him with pieces reason. from Kate Moss. Yeah. <laughs> These people Christy dedicated Brinkley. their lives, <laughs> Yeah. Oh <laughs> shit! There's no, there's no subtitle for this. Oh man, here I gotta find you the subtitle because that's the fucking the classic part of it. It's uh, these smug pilots have lost touch with regular passengers like us. Who thinks I should fly the plane? <laughs> and this guy's basically <laughs> holding his fucking hand up. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? You know what? These you know smug the pilots now? have lost touch. Listen, you know what I, love? I love the commercials now for uh, for Sling TV when they when you know they got the the planes going down. And they're gonna, there's, a, there's two people sitting in the chair, and one of them's a pilot, and the other one's just a normal person. But the normal person jumps up and goes, I got it. <laughs> you know, like, who can fly a plane? And he goes, I got it. Because I watch Sling TV, and I've watched a lot of movies that are, right. people are flying planes, you know, or the, the girl that's in the restaurant. <laughs> there's a doctor right there, and the, the waitress has a heart attack or something. The normal person gets up. I don't know. I watch a lot of medical shows on right. Sling. <laughs> I got so, it. <laughs> you know, well, like, come on. Man. That used to be the, I'm not a doctor, but I, I stayed in Holiday Inn Express. Remember, that's a kind of an old reference yeah, for people. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, come on, man. Talk about I mean, that was supposed to be a joke, right? That was yes. the whole thing. It was a fucking life joke. Life imitating yeah. art, man. That's a true depiction of life imitating art. 
And so look at this, man. Life imitating art is in 1955, April 12th, 1955. Look at those kids in crutches. I mean, I, 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 uh, I don't think I know anyone right now anymore that still uses like the polio crutches, but I used to, I grew up knowing a bunch of people, uh, yeah. the conductor of the Oregon symphony, like pretty famous guy. He would basically like limp up to the stage with his freaking crutches. He was messed up. I knew a few yeah. other people uh, to the end of their life, basically. And they were yeah. the lucky ones that didn't have like the iron lung. They're still dude, to this day living in a yeah. fucking iron lung. Like I saw an article about him the other day. Yeah. yeah. So this story from uh, April 12th, 1955 says polio terror, defeated vaccine is successful they call it the salk serum 80 to 90 percent effective again 80 to 90 percent effective not 100 percent 80 to 90 percent effective and the article continues by alton l blakesley in arbor michigan april 20 uh, 12th uh, the salk polio vaccine works safely uh, potently and can virtually end the icy fear that long has gripped the hearts of parents the vaccine was officially declared today to have proved to be 80 to 90 percent effective in pre uh, preventing paralytic polio. In Washington, it was announced that Secretary of Welfare Hobby, uh, <laughs> what a funny name, will formally license the Salk vaccine for general use uh, later today. And young Dr. Jonas E. Salk, who developed it, declared he is certain it could be potentially made almost 100 percent potent to smash polio's terror and tragedy, tragedies on and on and on. It's almost all that it shows. But uh, man, what a freaking difference. Today, it's like political to bring up the vaccine. Yeah. We probably just got like 47 downvotes. After the last show, like half a dozen people said, oh, you can't argue with a fucking idiot. And I'm like, <laughs> if you think I'm a fucking idiot, go watch something else, man. I don't know why you're watching my show. Like, just go yeah, watch something right. else. Go watch Casey Neistat. Go watch literally anything else on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, We're not yeah, fucking holding a gun to your head. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, man. That hey, was fun. Show. Whatever. Oh, man. Right? You know, anyway. come on. If you can't, even though it's it really is a mute debate, but you know, even if you want to just debate it, just like, you know, like, like uh, Poet does, that's, that's fine. You can have a civil discussion, man. Mm. You can't get uncivil. You can't start insulting and taking it personal because an opinion is like an asshole. Everybody's got one. And, you know, shit, man, just, you know, debate shit. You don't have to lose a, you know, I keep saying it, Jefferson said it, don't ever lose a friggin' friend or a family member over politics. You just can't. But you know what? When it gets this bad in the fabric of society and the health of our freaking world, you know, it gets a little heated. You know, it's so complicated. It's just, you know, there's no cut and dry. There's so many layers to it. But, you know, science is science. It plays on numbers. You know, you get some scientists that want to make a name for themselves, but they get kind of called out at the end of it. You know, all their bullshit. You know, like you were saying before, you know, some of these quacks that were coming out that were really true MPs, but, you know, um, you know, even about vaccines, they get debunked right away. But you're always going to, especially with social media, some of that bullshit just spreads like friggin' wildfire. That and, and you get so many people that just don't know. You know, they're just ignorant. I mean, it's a true form of ignorance, and they just keep following and listening to them because it's on a feeling. You know, that's what science is is and laws are trying to get away from. It's feelings and what you mm. think. It's not about what you think. You want what you can prove what it's all about. It's not about how you feel. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yeah, feelings yeah. go into it really when you're just kind of uh, at best, uh, when you're just coming up with an idea. And then even right. when you're like formulating the hypothesis, maybe getting like grant right. funding or whatever else, like you can't have your opinion be super, you know, uh, out front on that. And you have to actually be presenting like right. real science and a, a way to prove your idea, a way to, re way to reproduce it. And then when you're running like a study or something, you actually have to do like real science, not just, well, in my opinion, everybody got better. 
uh, right. I don't know, like, how do I say this? Uh, um, too much of our society works on this kind of religious basis. I don't know what it is, really. Maybe it's like lack of education. Maybe it's the fact that so many of our workplaces and stuff are really hierarchical instead of de- democratic. You know, like we only really are democratic as a society some of the time, right? Like when we vote, right. whatever else. But most people have an iron boss that is basically their God uh, or they right. are an iron boss. They can hire and fire at will. Uh, at school, the teachers rule is law on and on and on. So how do I say this? I don't know. We don't really have these really fruitful give and take discussions. And there's never really a time, especially on TV, there used to be some discussion shows and uh, uh, news and stuff used to be widely watched. But these days, I don't think news is really that widely watched anymore, at least not as much as it used to be. And and the news is much more balkanized too, where you have these channels that only really cater to their choir. And, you know, how do I say this? Uh, They basically just preach to their choir all the time. Uh, And how do I say this? I don't know. Maybe that's not even necessarily all bad, I guess. But I mean, it definitely means that we don't have a discussion across the table. You know what I mean? So how do I say this? Um, Yeah, I guess that's it, really. I don't know. I don't know. what. I I, I I don't really know what the answer is. I'm kind of talking out loud. Go ahead. Because news wasn't even monetized until 1988, but around then. You know, Walter Cronkite. It was considered like a lost leader for the stations. Yeah, Yeah, they weren't doing it. They weren't doing it for profit. National news and local news, they didn't do it for profit. And then when the, you know, you get the big corps that came in, like, you know, um, you know, Sony came in and, um, you know, and then, um, now, you know, you get Disney that owns you know, a bunch of channels, ABC mm-hmm. and all that, you know, they're doing it for profit period. You know what I mean? That's when sensationalism came in. That's when, you know, and then, you know, um, what was it? Inside edition, one of the very first real friggin', you know, um, uh, tabloid shows that came on all the human interest stuff and all that, you know, um, you know, they saw the clicks that they were, they were seeing the views that they did, that he started getting, um, and, and, or, you know, the show started getting and all that. And it started to formulate more towards what inside edition and shows like that were doing because they saw they would get more views, you know? So, um, that's one of, one of the biggest problems they have. And that's one, you know, they say that, you know, a lot of, a lot of uh, news stations have agendas. Yeah, they're trying to make a profit. That's their agenda. But if you go in and you start looking, yeah. Yeah, you look at a journalist. Now, my 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 father-in-law, God rest his soul, he ran all the. Uh, you know, he was a pretty heavy hitter in Massachusetts. He ran the Patriot Ledger, which was one of the big mm. sub papers. It wasn't like the Globe and the Herald. It was the third largest paper in Massachusetts at one time. In fact, it was mm. the first paper group that I ever had. And um, but they, he also ran all the social papers. And, his big thing was, you know, if you really want to, if you if you want to get as close to the truth as possible through journalism, you have to look for the ones that are are looking for the, to to win awards. I mean, they're 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 getting the accolades for the truth that they're telling, or the lies they're exposing, or the corruption, et cetera, et cetera. You know, those are the people. A true journalist isn't just out there writing bullshit. They're out there trying to tell the truth because. That's what gives them credibility, and that's what gives them the awards. Awards aren't giving out to the to the people that figured, you know, are sitting just uh, doing a tabloid. News, that's for sure. You know, when you, you say know? that, there's so many misunderstandings. You, I don't mean to interrupt you. We should go back to that because it's really interesting. But when you say that, there are so many parts of our society where uh, one group of people assumes another group of people are somehow all in cahoots to to. Fuck, I don't even know, honestly. Like, there's this whole, it's it'll be this conspiratorial thing where, oh, bro, the journalists are trying to get rich or something. And you're like, do you know how journalists make money? Do you know how, do you know how their jobs work? Or they'll say, oh, the doctors are just trying to get rich. And I'm like, 
well, okay, let's, let's, let's freaking work with that idea. Like, are they, are they making money from this or whatever? And it'll be like some nonprofit doctor that they're talking about, or just, how do I say this? I guess this is too broad of a point maybe that I'm making right now, but like too often we have these circumstances where people are like, I know that those people are trying to do this on purpose. And you're like, no, man, they're not. They're, they're, they're actually doing the opposite. They're trying to win awards from like exposing. I don't know. This is way too broad of a fucking point that I'm trying to make back to you. Charlie's farm. I literally just opened up freaking a dumb can no, of words. Like I don't even know how to express I, it properly. Go ahead. Right. It, it, it's, it is tough to express what you're trying to say because I, I get the same way. I mean, you look at Hannity and Tucker and all those people. They're not journalists. They're opinion right. people. They're not journalists. Yeah, and, and for example, there's no one certifying them either as a journalist or not a journalist. And the only time right. that we know which one they really are is when someone sues Fox News for some of the crazy fucking bullshit that comes out of their right. shows. Right. And they'll actually literally defend this. Charlie wasn't making this up the other day. They literally do this. They say that, uh, and they do this for all their shows. They did it for Bill O'Reilly. They did it for Tucker. They did it for fucking uh, Sean Hannity. All those freaking weirdos that are super loud that everyone says, oh, did you hear what so-and-so said? They call themselves entertainment. And they literally, in the lawsuits, the lawyers will actually claim no reasonable person would take this as like news or information. This is obviously right. entertainment, basically. Yeah. So that's yeah. how they see themselves professionally. But then, of course, they put on like an acting face and pretend to be like a journalist on TV. It's really a perverse and bizarre situation. Yeah. It's like if you went to a doctor and you, you could go to either a regular doctor that was licensed. And on the other side of the street, there's basically a doctor's pretend doctor who stayed at a freaking Holiday Inn Express one time. And like... Somehow the country recognizes both the same way. It's a really strange situation that we're in. So again, I, I don't know. How, how do you get out of this kind of weird crap? You know what I mean? Because there are some legit journalists who are literally not making millions of dollars a year who are trying to expose, you know, oligarchs in Europe or whatever, right. or, you know, the, right. the crazy shit and that happens in our country. Risking their lives. Risking their lives in many cases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're Very not making so. even $100,000 in most cases, right? right. Uh, yeah. Most like New York Times journalists don't even, I don't think, make over $100,000, except for when you get like high up there. So like right. they're not making a ton of money, I have to be honest. But the assumption is always, oh my God, if they write this story, they'll be rich. That's not how yeah. it works. So no. I don't know, like it's it so often in our society, that kind of stuff yeah. comes up. Go ahead. You know, it's, it's the old, you know, I always look at, you know, uh, those, those guys like, uh, you know, Hannity and Ingram and all those people. They, you know, it's... Uh, they almost follow the adage of what, what they teach in law school, that is, if you don't have the facts, bang the table and right. get loud. Because you don't have the facts behind it. So it's just make, make up whatever it is that will get you the attention and deflect from whatever the hell is really going on. And, you know, that's, that's literally taught in law school. So I know I How do they say, uh, <laughs> if the uh, facts are behind you, Pound the facts. If the law is behind you, pound the law. If neither the law nor the facts are behind you, pound the table. Pound the table. That's exactly right. And right. That's what they do. Yeah. I mean, the, just look at the look at the guidelines. At, if the system Fox. don't work for you, make your own system. That's right. But look at it, Fox. They just came up with the you know what was it when when Omicron hit? I mean, every time there was you know you had to be vaccinated a year ago. As soon as the vaccine came out, you couldn't go into the Fox building if it worked there as an employee unless you got vaccinated. Uh, you, you had to wear a mask. Now you have to wear a mask around the building the whole time. You have to you have to be vaccinated. You have to follow all the guidelines. And uh, you know, it, it, but you know, on the flip side of that, they got their people out there. You know, Mr. Murdoch, who I, I really hope dies soon, and his son. But because uh, they're really fucking that Australian <laughs> little prick, fucking with our country, you little prick. They're just the there's everyone so well. You UK, come across you know, somebody who's just awful. They, yeah, they're ready to shut him down in UK. You know. Because, you know, UK in the, in the law, they, you know, politicians cannot knowingly lie to you. Hmm. 
if it's going to be any anything uh, in a huge negative impact to society, they can get sued. They can't just, you know, not like our politicians that can say whatever the fuck they want. They can't do that over in England, man. So Murdoch's on the chopping block. I can't remember the details of it. This was like six months ago, but yeah, he's got a huge controversy over there now too. And, you know, he's got one son that's like him and he's got the other son that's completely, you know, 180 from him. Too bad he couldn't run the station. Now I'm no bleeding out liberal. Fact. I haven't seen the show, but apparently uh, uh, Succession on HBO is just yeah. excellent. And I've heard multiple times that it's basically like essentially the Fox News story. Because uh, on the, right. um, the the channel, there's like an old, uh, well, his ex not that old. So Rupert Murdoch is like fucking 150. Well, he looks 150 years old. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, there's an aging, uh, let's call it that way, patriarch of the family. Uh, they own, uh, I think, among other things, they own a uh, uh, conservative news station, basically. That it rhymes with schmucks, probably, right? Anyway, uh, there's like two or three kids, basically, and they're all fighting for the succession of the family. They want to both run the network. They want to get the money, blah, blah, blah. And evidently, the show is just fucking hilarious. I just can't stand to watch it because I don't want to watch, like, stories about fucking billionaires and shit. I'm just like, we see enough of that yeah. shit every day. You know what I mean? I'm just like, yeah. enough. It's too close yeah. to real life. It's one of the reasons why I get annoyed when I take mushrooms. Like, I'll take a big old dose of mushrooms, like... Dude, I fucking see all this shit all the time anyway. Like, you're freaking, yeah. <laughs> the way that people, I don't know, I don't want to get into it, but anyway. Hey, 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 uh, hey, hey. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I want something to make me feel differently about the world, not more of the same shit. Yeah. Don't, don't go down that rabbit hole in my head uh, while I'm on shrooms. That's why yeah, I got to yeah. wait until I trip because I got to be in the right mindset. It just hasn't been there in the last couple of years. I got some shrooms waiting for me. Whenever no I doubt, want them in a couple, couple good tabs of fucking pickle rick and fucking some gels too. But, uh, you know, I got to be in the right mindset. It's just not it. <laughs> not right now. Yeah. I got to go up into the mountains, get away from fucking society. <laughs> and trip hard. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Charlie, you, uh, yeah, you hanging out in that grow room to keep warm during the winter? <laughs> That's what yeah, I Yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I man. I'll yeah. be out in my garage like, man, I got to go in my room for a second. Yeah, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sometimes just I'll turn the lights up and down just to, right, just to regulate yeah. the heat in the bedroom, like man. In the bedroom. Yeah. You know, yeah. I got to turn them off in a, in a little bit because I got I to gotta spray these fuckers again tonight. Make sure I get all the fucking eggs from those mites. Oh, man. Yeah, nothing. No, I never had a bad outbreak. They were bad. They were, you know, I stay on top of my inspections, but I had a little outbreak in the back back right hand corner there and uh i didn't see it anywhere else i went through every fucking plant took me about eight hours just scoping everything but uh you know i don't take i don't take that for granted i always say that if there's one on one leaf then they're all over this fucking thing as far as i'm concerned so i gotta spray yeah, it down. that's where it starts in the back right corner yeah yeah, you know? yeah that's why i don't understand how people get straight. wet I really don't understand how people get wet from spider mites because you really aren't. You aren't looking at. You're not on your garden at all, <laughs> like you're, at all. You, yeah, I've you never had a fucking you wet. When you're doing too many, too many mites. Yeah, you know, I, right. I just, uh, I mean, I got, a, I got a few other rooms, man, and I, they don't. You know, I'm, I'm on it. I'm usually on it anyway, with uh, keeping, keep my IPM up. You know what I mean? I just do uh, back and forth. Uh, I do the uh, uh, trifecta. And then I have my own little mix with uh, coriander, garlic, cinnamon, you know, um, peppermint. What else? I, I don't know. I, what's, I got the fucking recipe in my wallet, but I had a few years. But I alternate between the trifecta and that just because trifecta is so fucking expensive. But it works. It works really, really well. I mean, it's 100 bucks mm-hmm. for fucking quart, but it works really well. Mm-hmm. And it smells 
smell it smell is pleasant, I gotta say. I've used some shit over the years. It's just fucking I don't mind the garlic smell or coming out of my own shit, but it doesn't bother me. But some of the smells over the years and some of these fucking sprays yep. are horrible, man. So you can also oh, just yeah, uh, for sure. You can also hit them just with like a foliar or even just wa- you know some nice clean water, uh, like in between days or using those oils and it gets oily. You know what I mean? Even even the yeah. water like does help knock them down. You know what I mean? Like I tried to sure does. I can use the uh, paint spray, you know, an airless. Hmm. Yeah, those yeah. things were pissa. Yeah, uh, so if you got enough space, you know, you can't really get one of those inside like yeah. a tent without soaking everything. But uh, I got a fog at the other two places. I right, like I'll hit them. You know, uh, the, yeah. you know, the one thing, like if you get the, if you get like right now, I got a bunch of plants in one gals and they're all, they all need transplanted and stuff. So they're just, uh, like top heavy, you know what I mean? Even if you just yeah. water them, it's like the ones behind me, like, bro. That's going to blow them over. But I just, yeah. I just kind of let them blow over. One a little one gallon. Yeah, them dude. Pick yeah. Them up, that way I'm rotating them. You know what I mean? And just, I just yeah. told them like in, when they're this is six months, this is like six months of this fucking one gallon here. Talk about top heavy. I just that's why I just cut them off. You know, if you see last week, last week they were about six feet tall, and I cut them off. Well, surface I didn't want to get. I, I wanted to cut down the surface area. I had to spray anyway, so I chop them all in half, put everything in a fucking plastic bag, trash bag, and I keep the plastic trash bag in the room because I'm not trying to spread those fucking things anywhere. And I'll spray the inside and outside of that fucking trash bag too, and uh, before I even take it out of the fucking room. And uh, yeah. You're, I do that with the water. You're absolutely right, Tom. Water yeah. knocks them down. Just anything, anything like that. Yeah, if you're just trying to get it like every day, you got the time. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's yeah what I, I, I'll do that just to for sale. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just I'll like Coot says, anything you you're fighting against insect-wise, yeah. you want to figure out the reproductive cycle and hit them within that period. And you're right. Yeah, I use water days. outdoors sometimes. Like I'll walk yeah. up with a hose and I'll straight spray the plants off. Obviously yep. not in flower. Yeah, outside that works real good. I mean, outside, uh, you know, like think about all your vegetables and shit. You can basically spray yeah. off aphids. You know what I mean? They just they'll you can actually spray them off, and they don't, you know, they don't do too well with just water. But yeah, just inside. You know what I mean? If you try, if you're trying to just be real diligent about it, you know what I mean? It's like, well, uh, you know, because if you do spray, like say you're spraying full strength, which you should always, you know. Use what's yep. recommended because you, you know you can get it, the bugs can get tolerant if you're using like too light of a first uh, time in ten years in this place that. I've had mites though that's not bad first time in ten years right so I got a thrip I got a I got a constant thrip stitch now I haven't seen them in a year cool temps and all that I'm probably keeping them at bay plus the trifecta definitely helps them it helps keep them down but um you know it's been about a month and a half since I had sprayed just getting lazy here at this place yeah, I got to spend so much time at the other place but uh. Yeah, I'm constantly fighting the thrips here too. Well, I have been for the last three years. You know, when the heat, springtime comes around, I start seeing a little bit of the damage. You know, but I haven't seen them in uh, about six months now. But I mean, they're still here. Listen, thrips is one of the hardest things you can fucking get rid of, man. One of the hardest things because they're so fucking small. Just you know, they get in every crevice. So, but uh, mites. Yeah. yeah, first time I've had fucking mites in ten years, man. I couldn't believe it when I saw them. I, I actually thought it was cocoa. I thought it was just uh, a little cocoa residue on the leaves i was like nah that might i said no nah, i'm gonna check it out in a while and i put it under the scope sure enough sure enough brown mites yeah. no damage though i only saw a couple of leaves with some damage so 
But either way, I'll take care of it. It's not the end of the world. You know, Coot, I was listening to Coot's fucking, uh, his thing with uh, Bill DeSoy. What's his name? Jerry? Terry? What's the, what's the gentleman? Uh, Jeremy. Jeremy, Jeremy, that's it. Jeremy. I was, I was listening to that too. I was thinking, you know, he sums it up. He started just a few years before me. I can't believe he said he had his first, first grow around 76 or something like that. Mine was like 78, 79. But, um, you get some good ones, and you know this, Tommy. Everybody knows it's been doing a lot enough. You get some good ones, you get some bad ones, man. You get some good crops, you get some bad crops. You know, yeah. it's agriculture. Nothing's ever going to be fucking perfect. It is what it is, you know? Yeah. You know, it's just, uh, you learn that over time. I'm not expecting every crop to be perfect. In this place, anyway, I do, you know, my other places are more uniform. They're monocrops. They're, mono, they're, mono they're not like I have fucking the other three rooms. I got, I got a strain in each one, you know? They're only, they're only 20. Well, one of them's 22, one of them's 12, the other one's 32 light. Big egg. Big egg and shit accounts for loss. So, yeah, like, always, always. Yeah, if you're running a bunch of facilities and shit, there, there's always something you got to account for the loss of whatever happens that year. You know what I mean? Yeah, not on the weekend. <laughs> right. I mean, the whole the whole game is crazy right now. I mean, it's, it's, I'm about to. Uh, <laughs> think I'm gonna go on vacation soon. <laughs> yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm about to take a little break. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I'm never gonna be able to take a break all the way because uh, mm. got to keep the library up. But right. um, I'm kind of trying to plan out my schedule here where. When was the last time you had a day I, off? I always have I always have something going, so it's just like, you know, I can never take that yeah. long of a how long you, how long has it been? Since you had a good like, you know, could take a week and say see or three days even. Since I took a week off, I mean I don't know. I can't remember a week. The last yeah, time right. I took any days off, it was for it was like four, I went to Vegas and it was basically it was just to go to MJ BizCon and uh it was when I was trying to get my this license and all this shit and you know, I was—I didn't even like go to Vegas and get to like do Vegas. You know, I was just yeah, walking around that goddamn conference. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Absolutely. honestly, the, like a week. I, I always just—you know—I take a lot of uh, two days, two days here and yeah. there, but that's about it. That's what yeah. I get. Yeah, and that's been—it's been eight years, eight years since I've had a friggin'. Uh, I took a week. Yeah. I got. We have a house down the Cape, and we took, uh, you know, my wife stayed down, but I, I was bouncing back and forth. But I actually, I think, got a, got a, like, four or five days straight that I didn't have to do anything. But since then, I haven't had more than two days. Right. Not complaining. Wouldn't want it any other way. Wouldn't want to boss over my ass, man. I, you know, I had my own masonry and general contracting company back in the 90s. There's an old yeah. saying, I didn't want to work in nine to five, so now I do 24 hours. Right. Yeah, man. But I don't have a buzz over my head. And I wouldn't want to do anything else. Period. Period. Yeah. Yeah. If I, I have just have my to. main setup, if I have my main setup going, I could, I could, I could leave. Oh, geez, everyone. Probably a week. But I always have a bunch of little cups and pheno hunts and, uh, you know, right. clones. I don't know if I'm keeping or not. So I don't go through, you know, they're not in like a set, like uh, automated watering or any type or anything. So it's just like, you know what I mean? You got, <laughs> yeah. If I just had my really, if I just had my flower room, you know what I mean, and my 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 mother plants, you know, what I, mean? I could I could set that up to be for. Yeah, I could yeah. probably make it a week. I wouldn't like to, but you know. Yeah, yeah. You know what you mean. This is the only place that's hand watered. Thank God. 
I got flood and drain. It's the other one. I got one. Yeah, ways. I do flood and drain too. I was just thinking about it. I'm like, man, I'm never, I'm never changing because of, yeah, I'm not, I got all the equipment. You know what I mean? I, I was looking at all the shit. I got all, I have like pump goes bad. I got a pump, you know, because I just, I, right. I just took down a big grow. This I'm not replay. I'm not putting it back up anywhere. So I have all, like double equipment for all this shit. Now that's a good thing. Redundancy is a good thing. I have a backup. Thing. Well, yeah, no, you got to You got to, especially with pumps. You know, pumps are yeah, be, uh, yeah. If you buy the, the good ones, they still go. I got five or six um, going every year, at least. Man, I was I broke this. I got these nice. Uh, what are the, I think it's called the water bug, and it's a really nice bot. You know, bottom drill pump. I usually use them for like. Uh, yeah, I mean, they'll take the bottom of a 50 gallon drum, you know what I mean, down to nothing, like the last drop yep. without having to shake it out. I know what you mean. Anyway, yeah. I dropped I dropped one right on the uh, on the top, and it busted. It's like a hundred dollar pump today, like, yeah. Man, my favorite, favorite yeah. pump, like, you know, I know right the at the top, like the whole class. I'm like, ah, oh. yep, I got the same, I, I probably have the same ones. They're called uh, oh, I can't even remember the fucking name of them, they're like 110 bucks a pot, man. They ain't cheap. You know, it's it's yeah. you know, it's got the two inch two inch connector, you know, it's just like a regular sub pump almost, you know. But I've taken down to a quarter of an inch right. out of my reservoirs. So yeah. that's what you want. <laughs> I got a brand new friggin' uh yep. what is it, ever built? I think it is. I got a brand new ever built two inch, but it's uh I haven't even taken it out of the box. I've had it, thank God, for at this place anyway, for I don't know, about two or three years. It cost me 125 bucks, but but I, can, I wish yeah. I could remember the name of it. The ones that I get Man, if you get if you use like Home Depot or you know a uh, big big box store kind of uh you know dehumidifiers always just get you know for, if you're using them for the grow I definitely recommend getting the uh what you know like the ten dollar or six dollar extended warranty you know what I mean yeah yeah and, like, I, I have I have like four or five dehumidifiers they're all the same like I I've you know what I mean like I've used what you know, whatever. I've used a different uh warranty. You know what I mean? So I have one warranty. I know what you mean. I always go extended. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, I'll just take this old one back on this new warranty yeah. as well. As long as you get the yep. I'm yeah, sure, as soon as they I'm started sure that all my equipment I've done that. I learned that a lot of go, go. Yeah, it's it's hard so I don't buy the cheap pots. I don't buy anything that's you know, listen, I'll buy a brand name just because it'll come with that five or six or seven year warranty. You know what I mean? Or even, you know, with the ballast three year, you know, when it comes to uh, some of the digis now, digis is going to be one year, but now they're, you know, some of them are three years. But the, the, and even the old uh, hydro pump fucking uh, magnetic ballast, I used to, I skipped because they had a five year warranty. You know, I mean, that was 10 years ago, but but still, I'd yeah. get those and pay the extra because I knew I was getting five, and it was no questions asked. Five years, they replace it. So, oh, yeah, the gross, usually the gross star hat, you know, if you give them, even if you give them like a fake name, like, you have like a uh, an account or whatever associated with yeah. the name. So they can keep your records. You know what yeah. I mean? At least if they're cool, not trying to hustle you. Yeah, you know what I mean? we had that at uh, the stores I used to run. We, we started that. I can't remember what it was, but you spent over 15000 You were in the Platinum Club and you got 20% off. It was the highest it went. I still get, uh, I'm fortunate, just through the, the store I used to work with and then the store that I, I, I buy from that's close to my house. I'm really good friends. I know the owner and friends with, so I get the, I get the employee discount. So, which is good, you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. they don't need my name, but we used to give out numbers at the other play, at the other the stores that I used to run. We used to just give out numbers. So you never use your name. Just give me a number. Yeah, number. So I'm like, everyone's yeah. got you know, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, the stuff yeah. they call me dog, dude. <laughs> just, yeah. like, right that's on, my man. name. That fits. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. I don't even, I only, it's I right. rarely my, go to the store anymore. My nickname is Maya. And I'm not talking a Jewish last name. I'm talking about when I was in seventh grade, there used to be a, used to be a Jewish kid. We used to call him Bud, really close friend of mine, uh, Ricky Weinstein. But I love him. He's dead now. But uh, he was really short. And uh, so he picked up the nickname Bud. I don't know. I just knew him. I knew him after his nickname, you know. And so he goes uh, to me and my brother. He goes, you know what? You're going to call me that, man? He goes, I'm going to call you guys with our last name first, Meyer. <laughs> and, he, and, he, and I'm like, yeah, so I don't care. I don't care. You're going to make me Jewish. I don't care. And he goes, no, he goes, no time to wallow in the mire. He started singing the Doors, you know, the Doors song. <laughs> Light my fire. No time to wallow in that mire. <laughs> like, all right, buddy. Yeah. Good shit. Yeah, good man, I, yeah, I man. remember... I remember back I've been, in uh, at, uh I've been called worse, Tommy. <laughs> I've been called worse. <laughs> look, man, I remember the uh back in Ohio at the grocery store, they there was these the like a sheriff that would sit there in his parking lot like right across from the store. And you know how everyone's all you know, paranoid is you know, I mean, obviously, like I, I would keep rolling then back then too. But I guarantee the guy was just like sitting there eating lunch. You know what I mean? It was like always like yeah. <laughs> he's probably just sitting in there like talking to his wife on his cell phone or something. But uh, yeah, yeah, I remember, I remember that. It was always like, damn, the sheriff's sitting out here. You'd have to drive up and I'm like, yeah, you couldn't risk it if they were in the eighties, like these plates and shit. Right? Yeah, in the eighties they they would. You know? That's one one way I got popped when I was really young. Yeah. Then they started in the 90s with the adult bookstores. I couldn't believe that when they started opening the They started doing that, laying off the freaking hardware stores, and all the adult bookstores just screwed the crazy. Damn, you got the road clip going? That is yeah. Yeah. I've had these since the 90s, man. I was uh, I was in an advanced life, life support YouTube unit back in the 90s. Nothing like paramedics learned today. Not even half the shit they learned. I mean, you could almost consider myself just an EMT, but I got I got fully licensed back then, and I uh, yeah I got a lot of equipment. From that. I still use uh, specimen bottles that I, I to some of my higher end clients. Uh, I so they don't you know you can't smell them in the office. Some of the high rises, obviously in Boston, uh, I I still have specimen bottles, and I that's what they get their you know nice the grade A bud in. They love it because it, it doesn't you know it seals tear tight, you can't smell it plastic so they can take it wherever they want if they're flying on business whatever whatever the case so yeah i got i, I got a bunch of shit actually still what can go on i get special pipe cleaners and shit like that who just put that up smash was that you who just put that up it's all you just you watch that show? Chat. Uh, you ever watch that show um no jumper yeah i know they could he's from new hampshire Adam 22 is oh, from New know, Hampshire. You know that dude? Yeah, I met him a couple of times at a rock concert. Right. Yeah, they. I mean, uh, I just, uh, what the hell was I watching? Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen Drink Champs? That's good. I was watching some Drink Champs, some old ones. Uh, I watched Theo Hager. Vaughn. Theo Vaughn's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, that Drink Champs shit, they get drunk as hell on there, like doing the interview. Uh, 
that's just funny to see all these rappers, you know what I'm saying, get all blitz like <laughs> by the end of the interview, like, oh shit, dude, <laughs> I need some water. <laughs> it's funny as hell. It was what, yeah. He I just think that's funny. He I don't know how he blew up, but he blew up uh Crip Mac. Whatever. People want to watch yeah. it, people want to watch it. Yeah, it's crazy. You gotta get some tattoos on your face to make it viral now. I'm gonna get tattoos. Well, I've always wanted head tattoos and shit. Like there's nothing some? Yeah, there's nothing that's changed about that. Like I have designs already drawn to the side of my head. Like from like seven years ago. Yeah, it's, it's a thing now. It's fine. I have them now. Back when I was telling, I was telling my kids, I was like, face tattoos. I don't know about that, man. Yeah. I was tattoos like, are way more accepted. Yeah, but still, time, face you know, tattoos. Yeah. I feel like are not that accepted. No, like unless man, you're a tattoo and, artist so, or something. That's a little bit. It's I don't know. Anything, People are pretty judgmental still. Anything past the hairline still can be covered up. That's kind of why, like, your hairline goes back. You know, whatever. <laughs> I'll be old by then. It's a clip. You know what I'm saying? You got to, like, it'll slowly reveal. It's going to be a, my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite bands. Accountant that says, fuck the police right there. <laughs> I almost got, someone was going to pay me a good amount of money because I didn't, I wanted to get my knuckles done. And I was like, what should I get? They're like, fuck cops. I'm like, no, they're like, I'll pay you. Probably not a great idea. No, 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 no. (laughs) Sounds like a great idea. Until you're face-to-face in a police station. And the guy's like, so tell me about what happened this evening. I had an anonymous sticker on my car and my phone once. And they were like, oh, so you're part of that anonymous, aren't you? Right. (laughs) I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, Beaver Vendetta guy. They don't even know what it is, right? Um, oh man! I was like, yeah, "What's no, anonymous?" He's like, "Oh, they hate it. cops and shit." I'm like, "What?" Yeah, yeah I wanted to get a bunch of tattoos when I was younger, but uh, I mean, I got a couple, and then I just and, I, and then I just didn't, you know, what I'm saying, get them, and then I don't know. It was mainly it was always just you had to keep them where you couldn't see them. You know what I'm saying? We mm-hmm. I used to when I'd be hustling, I'd wear You know, I'd wear the I had a pair of non-subscription glasses. You know what I mean? You had to keep it. I would look way different. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't look like a like a stoner or anything. You know, I would be like in a disguise yeah. back in the day when you roll around with pounds and shit. But uh, yeah, yeah, you can't have that. I was, that's top top saying, I was telling, telling my kids like, man, it's like back when I was a kid. If you had tattoos, yeah, you were either like a hard biker or like a gang member or like a prisoner. You know, an ex-con. Like you just know, or like a like I said, tattoo thing. artist, or you know, these days in Portland, of course, a lot of uh, uh, strippers, ex strippers, stuff like that. And it's 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 relatively normal here. I mean, honestly, yeah, ex stripper is not a great position to be, not like a great profession to be. Like, oh, you're ex stripper, people are like, yay, but it's relatively accepted. So you know, people will have like you know, obviously, women mostly will have you know the tattoos and stuff. Uh, and then you know what, like all kinds of blue collar dudes, because you know there's a lot of shipping here. So there are actually, honestly, a lot of people who have arm tattoos, sleeves, and stuff. And it's dude, these days, of course, nurses and shit have them too. But um, I noticed what was it when I started to feel like it was normalized, and I feel like Portland is on the outlier of weirdness of of, of America, honestly. So if like if it's not normal in Portland, I feel like it's probably not normal in other places like 
Wyoming or whatever. So I want to say like about four years ago is when at Costco, the employees started to have like short sleeves in the summer and you could see a yeah, whole sleeve tattoo. Yeah. And so clearly someone at Costco made a decision. You know what? It's chill. And so now you'll even see like at the manager's desk or whatever. The store, they're totally be like some dude or a chick or whatever that has like a leg sleeve or whatever, you know, it's normal so, now. Yeah. hundred percent target, stuff like that. A lot of I want places, to say Costco was first though. Probably a lot of places when I was younger, I used to have plugs like gauges in my ears. I was almost at an inch. Well, I, yeah, I got up to an inch and I closed them. But when I had them, a lot of jobs that you would go into would be like, you got to take those out or because mm. I was like, why? They're like, oh, old people like, yep, yep. I'm like, yeah. what? Excuse I don't give a fuck with the customer. What do you mean? It's my ear. But look, I mean. You know, if I owned a business and shit, I wouldn't be taking all this back talk from all these fucking smart ass people, you know, like whatever. If you're working for somebody, you follow their rules. That's basically how it goes. The way I see it, you know. I got magic tricks for days. (laughs) Fuck everyone crying about all this shit. Yeah. Well, you know, people don't want to sign. Uh, that's that's their way of becoming uh, uh, unique on some level, right? And they don't want to have somebody tell them uh, what to do, how to yeah. live, how to be, and so on. Rings, you used to have to flip them up. My nose ring, I always had to take out or put a mm. clear plug in. Nowadays, it's all right. Yeah, mm. now it is. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm I'm I agree with it. I'm I'm not. I don't. I'm just saying, like, if you are an employer, you know, especially back in the day, it was like, oh, fuck you. It doesn't matter what you think, you know, when you're working for someone. Chronic Wonders is right, too. That's kind of why I got into the restaurant industry. I didn't know. They don't give a fuck in the back of the kitchen what you look like. Oh, they don't care. But in the front, they they do still, right? Like in the servers, they do actually quite care because they they would always say that, you know, like Tommy is saying, the the servers are the representation of the business and blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, they don't really care what the cooks look like necessarily. Uh, But for sure, the waitresses, waiters, the freaking maitre d', whatever, can't have, you know, sleep tattoos or flames or whatever. Um, You know, and that's not necessarily fair unless, for example, nowadays, I feel like a lot of places actually have embraced that, right? Like a lot of places are super bohemian and, 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 uh, uh, just kind of culturally accepting. They even put like the, how do I say this? They, 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 they make it part of their business where they'll put like the black, which I honestly kind of disagree with. I have to be honest. Like if I'm just saying this, like uh, I agree with black lives matter, of course, but I, I find it strange that businesses put them in their window. Cause it seems like it commercializes the idea. I have to be honest. But again, I, I realized if you didn't put it in the window, people wouldn't think, I don't know. I'm fucking talking out loud, but anyway, uh, they, how do I say this? They, they, they make inclusivity a part of their business in these places like Portland, actually it's, 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 kind of a feature not a bug i guess i don't know i'm freaking talking out loud i guess but i don't know hey, I, 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 I probably shouldn't have brought this up because now i realize i'm talking myself into weird corners i probably should shut the fuck up but <laughs> like why did i bring up any of this literally like the first half of the show everyone was like delete delete unsubscribe <laughs> downvote quick happy new year how not to have fans uh no what was i fucking saying um man i don't know on this show we fucking speak our mind whatever the mind is even if you can change your mind from time to time go ahead charlie's I, I was reading an article today that uh, New Zealand has the, I mean, it's cultural tattoo, obviously, and, uh, you know, traditional. But in New Zealand, they have the first uh, uh, primetime uh, woman that has the chin tattoo. Right. And it's a moku. Moment, you know, is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's called moku. Uh, I was reading it. It's I, called moku. Malawi or something. I'm a, Malawa. No. I, I so I was, I watched something on it today. So it's, it's a, a group or a tribe 
in New Zealand itself. So if you were born in New Zealand and you're not Boku or, or, or the, the yeah. tribe, then you're just a New Zealander. But if you were, you're... Yeah, yeah I know the history of the island. Yeah, just because I, I, I know the tribes and their dances and, and the it's warriors and how they body tattoos. And, yeah, absolutely. It's great. I would love... It, it's on my bucket list to visit. Maori well, are one of the only uh, indigenous tribes that never were conquered around the world. Yeah. Uh, they had to actually make peace, or the, the English had to make peace with the them. nice people. The Moa? I always call I don't know, what are they called officially? I guess we have some New Zealanders in the chat, most likely right now. Well, I guess I know we do. Uh, I always would call them Maori. What are they called? Uh, in fact, that's how funny, uh, as soon as I typed up Maori, the first fucking result is for this uh, New Zealand journalist that brings up her, here we go. Oh, go ahead, Smash. I was just showing the tattoos real quick. It, it right. is Moko. With the dudes, a lot of times it was actually scarified. Now they do the, the actual tattoos, but it used to be like actual scarification, which is fucking hard. Like, holy shit. Uh, so there, there she is. So Maori people, it comes up. But see, like, as soon as you, you type in Maori, like the first shit that comes up basically is pictures of, well, of course, I guess now both them, but then with uh, her. Uh, what were they saying? It's uh, an expression of their womanhood. I guess I didn't really read more deeply than that, but the specific chin tattoo has to do with their idealized self. I don't know. We can read about that, honestly. So the Maori people are, according to Wikipedia, they're the indigenous Polynesian uh, people of mainland New Zealand. Uh, Maori originated with settlers from East Polynesia who arrived in New Zealand in several waves of canoe voyages from between uh, 1320 to 1350. Over centuries, uh, uh, several centuries in isolation, these settlers developed their own distinctive culture whose language, pathology, crafts, and performing arts evolved independently from those of other Eastern Polynesian cultures. Some early Maori moved to the Chatham Islands where, they were where their descendants became New Zealand's other Polynesian ethnic group, the Moriori. And don't the the Maori kind of uh, uh, bully the Moriori? I think that's the whole story, but I'm not 100% sure right there. <clears throat> their, their war dances are kind of crazy. Oh, they're nuts. Yeah, 100%. Look at this dude. Yeah, they're enthusiastic. Can you imagine being like a... a I don't know, like three, four hundred years ago. Can you imagine being like an explorer from, I don't know, Holland or whatever and seeing these people do their crazy ass dances? Like I would run the other way. I'd be like, no, you're right. This is your island. You're you're 100 percent right. That doesn't sound like a welcoming uh, dance. Look at that. What about that? Uh, what they about sailed that, that shit. Got, what about that tiger that, that got shot, man? That that uh, had that tiger, I, I can't stand shit like that. Dude. What was it a pet tiger? I can't stand people that have the exotic pets, dude. Honestly, like no, those animals decide no, to belong in the wild, or yeah, it was out of rescue or something. He was like a third party cleaner, and they hired him to go in and clean. And he jumped the fence, and he wanted to pet a tiger, and he put his hand in there, and the tiger bit the fucker. Um, and the cops had to come in and shoot him, which I don't understand because they watched the encounter and they're like, you got a tranquilizer, but they didn't say, do you have a taser? Do the cops, yeah, no, they're, they're, uh, I mean, first of all, cops, we've been well acquainted these days that the cops in this country have essentially one tactic, which is, uh, seems excessive for a lot of people. <laughs> and they definitely don't know how to deal with a tiger. Don't forget those cops are just fucking people. And uh, they're taught, actually, this is literally true, that they're taught to be basically paranoid all the time. Uh, this is a whole thing that I was just reading about the other day. I'm just, I'm marveling about how far these people sailed in 2000 BCE 
1500 BCE, like 3,500 fucking years ago. Uh, by the way, Australia, I was just reading the other day that the, the uh, uh, Aborigines, I guess there's a better name for it than that. But anyway, the, uh, whatever they call them right now, uh, the, the, the natives of Australia, it's the oldest uh, contiguous human culture outside of Africa. They've been basically the same uh, uh, cultural people since about 50,000 years. And it's uh, really super interesting, too, because they have many of the same stories about the constellations. They have the bear, they have the crabs, they have all kinds of different uh, constellations, just like we do. They might not all be the same constellations, but they have very much the same stories about those constellations, kind of indicating that human history is older than 50,000 years. You know, at least the primitive parts of human history, these little... Uh, like the word mama, for example, it's probably one of the very oldest words that that exist in humankind. Like almost every single language basically uses that same expression, basically, both mama, papa, some version of that. And those are literally not like five, six, seven thousand, but potentially 50 or 100,000 years old. People have been saying those fucking words. Anyway, it's marvelous that people are talking about that stuff. Uh, what else was I just going to look up? I already forget. I think these are my favorite. Like, obviously, when you look up, you get right the rock and shit but if you smell <laughs> a lot of work traditional yeah uh the traditional way too is mm. the fucking painful i can imagine so the traditional way is uh, with the scarification right pretty much uh. <laughs> don't they, they like cut away pieces of flesh i want to say and like actually die like fucking remain oh, it sounds horrible it's like an old school like within said without a gun right the shoulder right, right. yeah and that's mm-hmm. that's what a gun but no, that's traditional mm-hmm. i gotta go down a little bit oh, never mind. smash what are you gonna get a big five on your forehead <laughs> For no. mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god don't get a big five, please. Why would I get a five? I'm not a blood. I think he's a crib. I ain't no crib either. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, that shit's scary. I almost got. Yeah, no blood feeds on this show. Blood, man. <laughs> I ain't none of that. Dude, I almost got rolled. Man, over. I remember when I was a kid. Like I'd visit my dad uh, in California, and uh, people would say, "Man, don't wear any red. Don't wear any blue. Just basically, don't wear those two colors." Don't wear both of them even. I was like, can you wear both? They're like, no, I just don't even bother. I mean, most of the 99 times out of 10, I'm sure they knew that some little pudgy white kid is not in their fucking gang fight. But they were like, dude, just don't even bother. Yeah. When I lived in San Diego, I was up, I went up to, I rode my skateboard up to the little beer store and I lived in like a, uh, uh, like a rough part of San Diego. It was like gang kind of uh, area or whatever. (laughs) And I just had a, I had this, uh, you know, San Diego Padres, uh, like shirt on, you know, and their team colors are blue. It's like blue. Yeah. There's certain yeah. team, team hats you can't wear either. Right. So I'm in San Diego and I got the SD on my shirt and it's blue. Yeah. You're fucked. Look, they, they knew they were like, look, bro. They're like, we're about to fuck you up. Like, don't ever wear that shirt and all this shit. I'm like, Oh damn. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, Holy, let me get out of here. Yes. You know what I mean? like I, they could tell, but. They basically some hoods like really take that shit serious and like, some don't. And then they look, they have this truck. This is like the most amusing thing. There's so much tagging, like uh, gra- gang graffiti going on that uh, they had this truck, you know what I'm saying, that just rolled around my neighborhood. I, like, I would like wave to the guy, like he, 
And they would roll, and they had like six colors of paint. You know, they had like a brown. <laughs> it's it's like an industrial paint. Like whatever. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. So oh, go I got you. And, down these and like paint over. Oh, get off the brown, and then yeah, like. <laughs> I, was, I thought the graffiti like artists were driving around in their own like construction car with like paint oh, and shit. Oh no, 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 no! This is the city. You know what I'm saying? Like I think it was. Like, yeah, <laughs> so like every week, you know, like oh there he goes, like, and I don't know, like where I lived, it was just like you see, like you know what I'm saying, like real rough neighborhoods with the little alleys and shit in Southern California. Yo, when I was down in so- Southern Florida, so. There's a lot of uh, Haitian culture down there, and they have their own little clique called Zopound. Oh. And when you're living in like Pompano Beach, th- this one ice cream man would come by, and he was the like the weed dealer too. <laughs> so yeah. he'd just be rolling by in this ghetto van, dude. It was the ghettoest ice cream truck you've ever seen. And he just stop, and you just see grown ass men going out there getting a popsicle. <laughs> I- I used to live across the street from the ice cream lady when I was growing up. It was crazy. But she wasn't allowed to deliver in our neighborhood, so she would we would just get free stuff. But uh yeah, it was a it was a hookup. You know what I'm saying? The old lady across the street was the ice cream lady, like growing up. It was, it was all good. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, shout out to Marcy. You had to play that music twenty four hours a day though. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. She would get in there. She would get in. They have districts or whatever. You know what I'm saying? She couldn't be on that turf. <laughs> she had to go I think they from- fight over it. I've heard about it. Yeah, they, they fight over those districts and stuff. Yeah. Like, that's weird. why you see the same ice cream man for like 50 years. You know, it's like the mafia with the trash, the trash turf. Oh, <laughs> dude, that right? was a good one. Did you watch it? What? The documentary, The Trashers. No, I haven't seen that. Was it on Netflix? Oh. Yeah, it's about the Danbury Oilers. Um, it's about the whole fucking Connecticut scene and mobsters yeah. buying his son like a, a minor league hockey team. Oh, wow. So good. Oh, I'll have to look to for that. That's on Netflix, right? Yeah. Man, I got good. signed in the other day to like all the accounts. Uh, all my, my baby's mom has like all the... She has all the fat fucking... Hulu's and all that shit. I got signed into them all here, so as long as she don't cut me off there. <laughs> get caught up now. <laughs> I mean, you know, she did it for the kids to watch shit, but I can go on there now. Netflix <laughs> documentary. Uh, yeah, I, I had to cut I had to cut some bills. I, I was paying a bunch of money to Arbico, man. Dude, I know. A lot of people do. A lot of people pay no. for like Disney and Hulu and Netflix and this and that. Before you know it, it's like a hundred dollars and just fucking cable again. Can well, you guys see my mouse? Insect, for the beneficial yeah. insect, bro. Okay. So that's I'll the dad it. that that owned like the garbage company. And it was the type of garbage company where if like you started another one, the trucks would light on fire. So that's his <laughs> that's his son right here that yeah pretty much this is his son that didn't really do anything um and his dad bought him a minor league hockey team in danbury connecticut he was a big fan of like wwe and wrestling so he like would promote fighting and stuff it was it's it's a good documentary hmm. it's funny yeah. You know, the trash, the trash business is a big business, man. You know, sure. get, a, get a monopoly going and stuff. You know, at least I, mean, I don't know, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but 
that's the way they, they portray it, you know, when they talk about the mafia and all that. The mob. Yeah, the, lo- the local level for sure. My hometown, there used to be Reading, Reading Disposal. It was a family that lived in the town and they literally had, you know, pretty, pretty affluent towns all around it too. It kind of boxed out the big guys like BFI was around back then. So they boxed them out. You know what I mean? I got hit, I got actually got crushed between two trucks by waste management, uh, waste management, F350 pickup in 96. Guy backed up the wrong way down a one way street. And uh, nothing in his bed. He had the two side views, no obstructions, rear view, no obstructions. The guy still freaking back right up into me. Crushed me. I had a utility truck with the cabinets going down the side of the bed. Twisted my upper body, twisted towards his tailgate, and my leg stayed facing straight at my truck at my fucking driver's side door. And I just felt five freaking five, a bunch of discs. I didn't know how many. Like that, like dominoes. To me, like, how fast was he man. going in the garbage truck? Going he wasn't going fast, yeah. What he did was, this is a lot of weight, yeah. No, he had a no, not a garbage truck, an F350. I said, Oh, that's F3. still a oh, big I truck. You, you were in the empty truck. bed, yeah. He's got an empty oh. bed, no, but it was for waste. Man- he was with it, was a waste management F350. Oh. It was for that company, but you know, that's still a big truck, even- bro. Yeah, it was. Absolutely was. No, the guy was backing up when he was, we were in Cambridge, right at Jack Young Company. And a friend of mine I grew up with, uh, her, her mother owns one of the biggest independent busing companies. And I was just going down to get parts for the free, this is in 96, just going to get parts for the uh, mechanic down at this place, Jack Young, right on Cambridge Street, right on the Cambridge Brighton border. And um, we were both here. He parked in front of me. I, I parked behind him. But Cambridge Street is a one way. <clears throat> you got to go up to a set of lights and then do a UE and then come back. And then right behind us was this one-way street. You could take a, when you're coming back, take a left on. And he didn't want to do that. He didn't want to go all the way up to the lights to do a U-turn. So we pulled out, and then he slowly started backing up into traffic. And he was trying to stay to the side where we were parked, and then back up to, to Linden Street to take that, take a right instead of going all the way up and then coming back and taking a left. And um, all I remember, because I was putting stuff, just throwing it through the window of the driver's side of my truck, the door because the window was down and uh i saw him backing up and i'm like oh this guy he already put one he already cut it so hard that he actually went put his back left tire he went like he went like this and put his back rear tire on the uh up on the uh, medium strip you know it was a good eight inch curve you know what i mean so that is his traffic lights and sign so uh he cut it hard all the way to back up going right and uh I didn't see. He just back. He when he cut the wheel, he was just coming straight back for me. But I was paying attention to what I was putting into the friggin' window through the window. I had my, I was full with all this shit. By the time I realized I had thrown everything up, I turned around and literally I'm pissing this guy's fucking bumper's tailgate, man, the back right of his fucking truck. And I'm like, holy shit, man. Yeah, the ambulance came. I, I, I literally he, he, and then he didn't even pull the truck off me. You know, it's a little incline. Right. So, you know, it's a little hill and he's he's facing up the hill. So he takes his foot off the brake, puts it in park, but takes his foot off the brake. It rolled back another couple inches on me. Squeeze the last breath out of me. Yeah. You want to talk about really? want to talk about seeing your fucking life flash in front of your eyes. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I was watching uh, a fucking a video the other day, a clip on, I don't know, maybe TikTok. You guys know I fuck with it. But it was uh, how Worcester plows. Charlie, you would have laughed because 
they had a hill in Worcester and there's just cars that have been stuck there. They're like, oh, these cars have been here for two days. They can't get off of it. And there's just cars keep sliding into them. He's like, that car has been hit six times. I bet. But <laughs> yeah, this wasn't even, this was just January of 96, but there was no snow. There was no on the roads, man. It snowed a couple of days. We should be getting hit soon. I feel it. Like we've had a heat wave, like yeah, heat waves come in. It's 46 degrees right now. Yeah, I know. It's here. Turn now. Wait, where you are? Yeah. Yeah. How much you guys got already? I'm missing it. I I kind of like I make money plowing, so you know I plow for Boston, so uh, I I kind of miss the snow. We haven't had anything. The blood time. money? No. So we call it plowing blood money around here because you're out. As long as that storm's going, you don't take a break. <laughs> right. Yeah, Boston. You can. Uh, get, yeah. Yeah. You can, and get off the clock and you know you plow they just want you especially this year they just want want you as long as you can plow but i mean i'll go at least 48 hours man. i have no problem doing that i'll just take the truck and do whatever i gotta do and then go back on the road when i fucking have to i used to plow for the state too so that's one of the reasons why i moved to florida back in 1990 we had no snow one winter i think it was 89 90 we had no snow really and i was like fuck it we're going down to Florida. At least I'll work year-round down there. Off I went. How many watt light is that in the back? The back light? There you go, Charlie. Just a thowie in the back. I got a couple of T5, four foot. I got a six bulb, an eight bulb, and then I just got a Mars 1000. Right there, oh, TS1000. Yeah, I see it now. Yeah, you can barely see it right here. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm gonna I see how clones now. See, I got a, I got a half a clone that should be cleaned out right now, because these fucking things are so tall they should have been in already. But what I'm gonna do is I'll clean out the clone and then I'll take some cuts off of these and cut them down a little bit and then finally throw them in. Because I got like ten footers in there. Some of them ten footers, well, a ten. They're probably about eight, eight and a half feet right now. Because I just let them go apart because I didn't, I, I, I couldn't get here, especially with the holidays and all that bullshit. Man, had a lot of stuff going in October. Plus the other rooms just keep me so fucking busy. You know, I mean, I shouldn't spend so much time on the show, but what the hell, man? It's only like downtime besides the family. <laughs> you know what I mean? I it you. really is. And I don't care. That's why I don't sleep. I didn't sleep. I slept Thursday night finally. Oh, Valley. Not, He's really cool, too. I, I haven't slept since fucking Tuesday morning. You know, and I had to, you know, had to be home. Middle of the street in Compton, bro. All the time. Like three hours. Man, you got you got to sleep, Charlie. It's, it's good for you getting some rest, man. Yeah, I, I got funny. some last night, though. I, I, I fell asleep in the chair with my chin on my chest for about four hours after the show last night, like six to ten. He's probably monetized, so be careful. I don't have anything to sleep in here, so I just bring it. I lean back on the chair, and I got another chair. I put my feet up, so I'm like in a recliner, kind of. I got a pillow, <laughs> a little wooden chair. I slept for about another four hours. I woke up at like 2.30 going, holy shit, man. I haven't slept this long in forever, so. It's yeah, funny. I don't, I don't get a lot of sleep, man. It's not my thing, I guess. That's why I'm so skinny too. I fucking don't eat. Don't eat or sleep. <laughs> coffee, I was gonna coffee, say, coffee, baby, coffee. It's, it's funny because they can do all that, like, dude. That's on a regular road, bro. Like, that's on like a street with an intersection. You know what I mean? And they they take our stuff down. And it's not legal. I mean, I know what you mean. They're breaking all kinds of laws and stuff, and they don't take it down. Yeah, that's a good point. But they'll take the cannabis stuff down. Yeah. 
What are you gonna do? That's a good fucking point. Yeah, of course I take Canada. You could actually get in a car accident there. You know, how do we know that the other streets blocked off or whatever else? Like, uh, how many how many people have been hit in those sideshows in fucking California where they shut down an intersection? Right. Actually, you hear about it from time to time. Hundred percent. So that's uh, by YouTube standards, they're fucking. Uh, I don't even know. They're hypocritical. Yeah, crazy. isn't there some new show on cable about you know street racing or something that I saw a commercial for the other day? Street outlaws, it's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like middle. you're in a friggin' residential neighborhood with homes. This, you know, it's a tree-lined suburban neighborhood with friggin' homes on. It looked like on the, you know, like little. No. Right, yeah. No. So they used to be like that. So all right, the the way the show was, they started on the street in Oklahoma, back ass roads next to farms. Um. They've actually moved up to where the cities are are paying or the Discovery Channel's paying the city to shut down a road, pretty much, to street race on. There's a whole production crew there. Sometimes so there's actually yeah. you'll see it. There's they race and there's a highway right next, like not right next to them, probably like a pretty decent like median away, but you can see cars driving on the fucking freeway. They pay cities. They don't like Oklahoma and shit like that. Don't give a fuck. Yeah, I mean that street outlaw show. They're mostly at like a racetrack most of the time, anyway. Yeah, that's no prep kings. That's uh, yeah, that's uh, at the racetrack. There's different yeah, theories. Say, my my bet is that it's legal because the the TV station wouldn't be able to do it because then it would be like filming an illegal act to be like conspiracy yeah, or something. They could, They'd get totally yeah, sued. They yeah, well, yeah. Discovery's been like that though because they had the Moonshiner show. They're always pushing the boundaries of what can be on TV. Uh, that's yeah. probably bullshit. I mean, nine times out of ten, if it's a reality TV ass. thing, it's not reality. It's pre-scripted. Yeah, it's like, you know, Edit it out. They can make any editing can make it sound like any story mm. or any any plot line they want. You know, that's all they're looking for. And there's legal moonshiners. There's people that do distilling. They just have a license. You know. So and it's funny. I, I, I don't know. Watch, I'm very skeptical of that stuff these days. Moonshiners. Here, hold on. Let's <laughs> pull up an I'm sorry for saying that. Hey, listen, uh, I just watched that show Moonshiners on YouTube TV, right? They have, uh, they're going up to the mountain and it's uh, this old amusement park, like a uh, Western town. But the guy that's there, it, no child's television is not reality. Who the caretaker <laughs> is, is the guy from Deliverance that said, You got a pretty mouth. And he's like almost 90 years old now. It's pretty cool. So is Moonshiner real? Uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Yeah. They still make it in the woods and stuff, but I bet I you it's all. You can do it still. I thought you could do it now. I thought you can you can make your own liquor as long as you do something. I can't remember what it is, but and it's not a big deal. I don't know. They've definitely well, loosened the laws in some way. I mean, I was at the the Rogue Distillery the other day, or the Rogue Brewery, and they had uh, bottles of Rogue Hooch there available just to look at to buy i think to whatever and normally you have to buy liquor at a liquor store i've seen that a bunch of different places like some places if they do something again i don't know what it is but they do something they can sell liquor now i don't know what the, the what's changed yeah just like well i don't know about breweries but during the like pandemic a lot of like acts like street racing the cannonball run i've noticed a lot of breweries starting to refine their stuff some laws got more like the breweries always had like they were always open around here because they had a restaurant involved. You know what I mean? Um, it was an essential business, technically. Florida, everything been, got- uh, 
Uh, Lars, let's say, uh, Lars, you have to be honest. You do say a lot of stuff. I think that, I think Lars is even probably nodding his head. He does say a lot of stuff. But he's saying it's legal to make moonshine. He's limited to how much you make. And he says it's a small amount, like two gallons or less. Maybe. It's all about yeah, tax. Don't use that as legal advice. The Discovery Channel is not running around with those guys breaking the law. There's not, you know, yeah, obviously. That's what I was going to say. There's no way that they're freaking breaking the law because the Discovery would get in trouble. The 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 freaking people who filmed the show would get in trouble. They'd get arrested and shit. So Just, like, yeah, what? Yeah. They're going to be out there running, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. I, I watched that show a couple times. I'm like, oh, yeah, this one. Like how, but they also have those shows. Okay, so they have the shows where it's like, uh, you know, drug dealing shows or whatever. And, you know, these, I don't know if these guys are real deal, like, you know, oh, I'm selling the heroin all day and all this shit. Like, right. How, how the fuck are you on, you know, 100%, on 100%, right now? Like, yeah. with a ski mask or not? Like, how does all that show work? all about super illegal prostitutes <laughs> on the illegal prostitute corner? And we're going to show this show about illegal prostitutes doing illegal prostitute stuff for six seasons. Get my ass the way. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, but, I mean, it's TV. It's entertainment. You know, it's all. That's the thing these days. There's basically all entertainment. Charlie's and I were talking about earlier that news used to be uh, like a lost leader for the stations. And it was like this whole point of pride. You know, CBS, NBC, ABC, all of them basically had their own news bureaus. And the news bureaus were not expected to make any money. And sometime in the last, I guess, 30 years, essentially, after they broke apart the whole uh, uh, fairness doctrine, I guess that's maybe when they started to make or need to make money. I don't know. I mean, the paradox with like CBS news that they actually made tons of money because people actually really wanted to watch the show because it was legit. It was like the real deal on and on. It was hard hitting a lot of the time. Well, and so they actually made like a man. fucking mountain of money and doing it. But I think there's a difference between you have to be caught in the act for some things and other things like you can be caught on film. Like if you're like getting high, they can't take uh footage of you well, getting that high. easily they, they wouldn't be able to prove you getting high you're smoking sub substance they don't know what it is yeah i mean I, I don't that'd know. be the first the first of defense basically like oh how do you know that i was smoking weed how do you know that i wasn't smoking yeah. sugar or yeah, coffee no, when it's, or when it's some ad stuff, i could see them paying them money you know okay yeah they're you know they have a drug problem they're they're even making it worse though to film the show and make money they're giving, you know, oh, whatever, some dude, kind of drug Oh, you mean like Dr. Phil, where he literally like, gives crack addicts fucking yeah, drugs uh, before the show? How those yeah. people not know it's about to be an intervention? Like, you don't know that, you know, you know the camera, probably the guy's got a Discovery Channel shirt or wherever the yeah. channel is. I'm walking on sunshine. Like they said, that was the <laughs> best <laughs> intervention ever. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, look it up. I'm walking on sunshine. I can't watch that shit. That shit's depressing. I don't know. I can't watch it. It's like I'm some like, girl huffing like, like duster. It's like watching somebody slowly kill themselves. It's it is. It's not a health thing. Literally. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's, a good it's, it's not something to make fun of. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's, and it's, I don't know. It's not something to pity either because pity is not really a healthy emotion either, but it's, it's definitely not something to be happy about or amused by, you know, like other people's suffering. I'm just, I've never amused by it. So I'm always horrified by all these shows that are like, what's the new one? Everyone's talking about squid games and stuff. I'm just like, dude, this shit is honestly all too yeah. plausible. And I have no interest in fucking watching any of it. I'm just like, 
I do not get amused by people fucking butchering each other or yeah. doing crazy shit to each other. It just fucking it weirds me out. Honestly, Dude, there's people that were making up like dumb, like lawsuits with their friends to do like the TV, like law shows and stuff, like the the court shows, Jerry Springer, all that shit. Like, oh, for sure, <laughs> the uh, uh, Judge Judy and stuff, <laughs> right? Yeah, man, I got the shows. Gotta... Everyone wins. Basically, the decision has already been made ahead of time, and uh, everyone basically agrees. Okay, so defendant wins, fucking whoever, uh, uh, and the, everyone gets a little bit of cash to come on the show. So whoever wins, I guess, gets a little bit more, and then whoever loses gets a little bit less. But they both get paid like a an all expense paid trip to go see the judge, and then the judge goes through the whole case. It's even that is just fucking shenanigans. It's just television. Jerry it's not real, Springer's a right? judge now. Oh, he's always been. No, he was mayor of Cincinnati. Jerry Springer was kind of a big deal. He got caught with a hooker, and so his career kind of took a little bit of a a dive. But other than that, yeah. Man, shit, I was kicking it. I was kicking it with a mayor of a of a town once. He was real. He was telling me some crazy shit. Like, like, man, like just bragging, you know, bragging about bragging about being a scumbag, kind of. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Truly cutthroat. He gave me some Cuban cigars and shit. It was crazy as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to this. I've heard this before. Uh, I don't know the guy, so I'm not going to say what town or city. (laughs) Right. Yeah. yeah. Rhymes with Metroid. Uh, Ian said, I met a girl in Pensacola that had been on Jerry Springer. Uh, He says uh, it was all scripted. They flew her out with her cousin and her boyfriend, and they made up a story about cheating and had them fight. Yo, I'm down to make up a story to get paid. Who wants to? Right. I'll go on it. I don't give a fuck anymore. Uh, Your squirrel suit baby mama. You met while squirrel suiting in the Bahamas. And uh, (laughs) baby came out with a different color squirrel suit. You're like, what the fuck? Or a different brand of squirrel suit. That's it. Fuck, man. I'm trying to think. What, What story could I make up? I don't have any kids. My neck, my back, my neck and my back. Anyone want to think, anyone want to call me the baby daddy? I'm, I'm all right with it. We can go on the show. Uh, but it has to be somebody super famous and wealthy. Most likely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Otherwise, you just basically. Hey, and if it is someone super famous and wealthy, support. I might just take care of it. <laughs> How did that? Uh... Well, actually, that's not to make fun. I was going to almost make fun of Britney, and I was like, you know what, Britney's not, you don't want make fun of Britney. I have actually made fun of Britney in the past. And now I know. No, seriously, now I know that Britney was getting fucked over by her dad all these years. And apparently also her mom and shit. So dude, all those jokes. Same thing with Michael Jackson, bro. Michael Jackson's Uh, dad literally Michael Jackson is still a weird story. I still do not know where I feel about with uh, Michael Jackson. His dad was an epic piece of shit. Like an epic piece of shit. Cut his I heard he cut his balls off to keep his like high pitched voice. No, oh I don't think God. I swear yeah, to God, I, I like heard it. It was in a show. I, I'm not I lying. I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know. Because he I had like, he, he was married to Lisa Marie and stuff. And that kid, I heard he was kind of a freaking porn addict and yeah. stuff. Like, I don't know about that. He's got kids. I mean, then again, who knows? He was a freaking slave driver, the old man. But, you know, I grew What's up the name? Joe Jackson? Yeah, Yeah, they all kind of had high voices. Jackson 5, right? Yeah. Yeah, Jackson 5. ABC. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not a big yeah, Michael shit. Jackson fan, but you should I remember never, the Kai, you should never Jackson talk bad about Michael Jackson in public on a public forum because yeah. 
People yeah. come Michael at Jackson you, bro. <laughs> people, yeah. Michael Jackson. Back, 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 back. They go to town. <laughs> he was so famous, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Hey, we can blow bubbles. I remember that cartoon. What 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 even what that. fucking website is this? I don't understand. NDTV movies, okay. Um, There's a bunch of them now. The Indo-Asian um, News Service. All right, I definitely believe that. But I'm just saying, there's a bunch of them that like. Bro, it's the first one I popped up. I mean, I would take that with a huge freaking. Like, <laughs> I think it's. I think it's funny though. Salt, basically. I don't, I don't think it's sun. funny that you got chemically castrated. It's fucking horrible. But, oh, no, it's uh, horrible, if, but I think it's funny that uh, if they're making it up. They, uh, chemically, <laughs> the English, the, the, the government of the UK uh, chemically castrated the father of computing, who basically saved, by many indications, he might have saved the fucking West from the Germans, uh, Alan Turing, and they freaking chemically castrated him just because he was gay. He's not funny. Uh, Michael like Jackson sun. was chemically castrated in the, what, uh, his dad chose to maintain high-pitched voice. I mean, uh, Man, what, he was a big enough bastard to do it. That's for sure. What's up? Can we guys read out chat? What's what's everyone growing this year, including chat? What's going on? What you got? What you got for twenty twenty two? Strange. What's the new hype? Point? I got some of my shit coming. Uh, I got to name it still. So as yeah. yet to be named, but I have some That's ideas for it. What about you? Um, let's see. I'm gonna grow them. Uh, what's it? The the one time cross with the the other one. The coop seeds that he offered. I emailed. Uh, what's he called? Puff and Logic. I want to say. Hey, that's a good one. I got some of those uh, seeds already. He told me two different names. I have to be honest. He told me what the the when he gave them to me it was uh, Agnes Cut, but then I just the other day he said it was the. I'll have to double check with him. So I either have something that's crossed to the Agnes or something that is basically that uh, Puff and Logic. Both sound fun. The Puff and Logic was the Hawaiian by the To. I want to yeah, say was the, the To the mom or was the To the dad. I think the T.O. is the mom because uh, the T.O. was uh, from Coot. So uh, the Hawaiian would be the dad. So, yeah. Right. In yeah, fact, didn't no, he say that? He actually said that a couple days ago. What's that? And uh, what's the other one? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Mr. Toad, Tony, he sent me some uh, cool. of the one hit quitter uh, that was uh, named after his uh, dog, Cleveland, who oh, you know, wow. he named after the Cleveland Browns or whatever. So. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely putting some of that, you know what I'm saying? I'm putting some of those down. Probably, probably just some of my stuff. I don't know. I don't know. I'm actually just, uh, like I said, I'm trying to, I'm trying to uh, schedule a vacation for a little bit. So, I don't, you know, I, I don't know when it comes to cracking seeds. Uh, I do appreciate everyone, all the uh, testers I ended up uh, with uh, through, you know, basically uh, reaching out on this show. and um, A lot of people. Well, I, you know, a good a good amount of people that I send them out to already have them going. Have sent me pictures. Shout out to everyone. I appreciate that. So, uh, yeah, let me know. Um, I don't know. I don't know what. I got to grow some of your stuff too. Actually, I've got uh, fuck. I don't know. I've got your seeds. I think over here in the envelope. Anyway, I think I gave Coot all your ambrosias, and let me think. I want to say that I kept. I kept the one that I liked the most, and now I'm forgetting what the name of it was. It was the freaking, uh, not the Rambo cookies, the uh, shit balls. All right, I'm going to find it here in a second, but I want to grow those. That sounded really interesting. Um, I want to finally grow Ozzy's seeds, too. He sent me some of his uh, pink uh, uh, pink DB. I think that's the one he sent me more of, and then I, th- I think he also sent me the, uh, 
What was his other cross? The other cross was just the DB or the, yeah, it was the Death Bubba Feminized, I want to say. And then the other one was Death the Pink Bubba. DB. I think he sent me both of them. I want to grow that Pink DB because I've heard some nice things about it. And evidently there is a Pink Pistol Fino. I would love to get some fucking uh, Pink Pistol uh, plants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, let me know. I, like I said, I have been I have been trying to get some of my seeds going, whether it's uh, me that did them or, uh, you know, uh, some other people. I haven't been keeping the best of track of who has what. D, I'm going to I'm going to still uh, send you some as well, buddy. I uh, I didn't forget yeah. just holidays. And then, uh, you know, the post office gets a little crazy and shit. So just I was just waiting. But uh, I got you. I got cool. you. And, uh, what do you got? This is what you're bringing for the for the new well, year? Right, right here. That's some of these things. They're, they're from uh, <laughs> this wicked site called Fumanoro.com. Oh, oh, there you go. Can you? Yeah, I know that guy. Yeah, you, uh, let's see. Uh, hold on. There we go. If you uh, use the, the coupon code BRAIN, you get a discount. But nice. yeah. So I got some Black Prince Ruby. I want to try. And then some Queen's Anne Revenge. And then Morgana. I've got that going again. And selling Morgana right now. And I'm going to definitely try yeah. Thousand Nights because I heard some good things from this strain. Nice. Here's he. Oh, yeah. Fire. Love it. Can't wait to see those growing like out. had landed. Nice. That's what's up. I'm looking for Tommy's seeds right now. Apparently, I put them away. But now I'm like, fuck, it's rude. Like, oh, I really want to grow your seeds. I, I don't remember anything about them. So now he thinks I'm making it up. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's okay. Like I, I said, I, have, uh, I, I mean, honestly, I, the, the rate I've been crossing stuff or making, you know, seed making here, uh, man, it's almost like I want to send out new stuff because, I, you know, it's like some of the stuff is, I, I don't know how that, you know what I mean? It's like I'm more excited about newer stuff, I guess, that I haven't seen. But I don't know. Everything I've I made. I understand so that far, because, you know, the whole point of stuff. breeding is basically constantly improving, right? So you're constantly finding, let's say, either a new male. I mean, whatever. There's all kinds of different ways to do it. But you're constantly finding new males or creating new strains and then pulling new stuff out of that. Like, I, I get the idea that you're constantly excited about new stuff. I dig it. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So it's almost like, oh, no, don't don't grow those. Here, let me let me mail you some more. <laughs> but like I said, I don't have my stuff even, you know, I don't know how much prepackaging you do and stuff with uh having the website and whatnot, but I don't, you know what I mean? I when it comes to me getting seeds, I gotta break them out of the the seed fridge or whatever you want to call it, the seed slash beer fridge. You know what I'm saying? Go through the packs. The only organization I have basically is I have my seed, I've labeled, you know, they're labeled obviously, but you know, my seeds in one box, and then I got everyone else's seeds in another box. Is basically how it goes. What's in the box? Yeah. Oh, it always has to say that now. What's in the box? Uh, I, I can't find them right now. They're behind something in front of something else. I'm going to find them in a well, second. Just here. message me if you uh, want some advice on what to go with or something, you know. I have to be honest. Uh, so, Tommy, for people who don't remember, that was a really cool thing. Uh, when I first started my uh, uh, my business, basically, my freaking Fumadoro, uh, Fumadoro.com, ladies and gentlemen, go take a look. Yeah, uh, Tommy was out. like, dude, yeah. uh, you know, how about I help you out by sending out some, oh, I guess we're not on gallery view. I can put that back on 
gallery view. Uh, I was like, he was like, uh, I can send you some of my uh, testers and you can send it out with, you know, your first, uh, however many orders or whatever. And I was like, boom, that sounds fucking fantastic. And honestly, it was really cool. A bunch of people all over the place, uh, allegedly in, in other countries as well, got some Tommy testers along with the first, you know, Fumidora orders, whatever. And uh, I think, I think it was a good combination too. Cause I tried to always kind of, I don't know. I was looking at the package. You never know. Like how do I say this? I don't know exactly what's in your beans. You don't know exactly what's in mine, but I was like, all right, I have a good idea what's in this. I think this strain would go well. So I don't know. I'm, I'm optimistic right. that people got Fair stuff that they would like, but uh, man, a bunch of people got some cool stuff. And then you sent out a bunch of uh, testers as well. So um, yep. I'm babbling. And then I, did, my shoulder I actually did receive a message. Uh, can't remember. Can't remember the name and I can't look it up because I'm on my phone or whatever, right. but uh yeah, I did receive a message from somebody that did get one of the free packs uh, from mine, and they had sprouted them and wanted to ask a few questions. And no, it's because it's cool to just, uh, you know, what I'm saying. I've uh, seen here communicate with somebody about you know work you've done, and it's it is exciting to see. Oh it, yeah, Tommy, it go down. So what's that? These one? are getting popped. Man, Mendo, yeah, the Mendo Times Ambrosia, right there. There you go. Yeah. Um, that I is, like uh, the Mendo breath, so those are going to get popped. Right. And then I have where's Fumies? Over here. Charybdis. Yeah, I good, still got man. some Morganas. He actually yeah, gave me a decent amount of Morgana. I did the outdoor <laughs> test last year, and it did really well. I'm going to do Charybdis indoors, and I'm probably going to do a couple Morgana. Hopefully, I can get a, a female of each or two, two or you know what I mean? Yeah, I'd like to. Man, I'd like to see you get one of those really pretty uh, purple organas, like the really like the, the stretchy sour oh. cherry one. Fuck. That Charybdis is good. I can't see. I, I just said it now because I heard smashed. You like it? Really good. <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I did. I, I just did mine outside. I, I am. Uh, I am wrangling in the. You know what I mean? I got. I got to keep uh, under my number, especially mm-hmm. for a little bit here. With right. Certain certain things and certain things in life, you know. Sometimes you gotta, you gotta fucking west. <laughs> I just counted my plants here and I'm like, oh god, I gotta get the checklist out here. I took it up with some more gear. I fucking there's a ton so far right now. I yeah, I know, it's, hard, it. it's hard with what to pop. I like I said, I was gonna say. uh uh, if you those gene traders events, I don't know. I haven't been to any of the ones. I've been to almost all of them here in Michigan, just because it's like I don't know. It's like cool, like kind of low key. Uh, it's all you know. What I mean, it's not like commercialized at all. It's just for the fucking seed heads, basically. And uh, uh, you you know, what I'm saying you get to meet people that you know, whatever uh, you know, other seed makers and shit, and people are handing you shit that sounds really cool. That's not like even available, you know what I mean? Like to, to buy, you know, you have to just basically meet these people and get some cool stuff. So it's like, uh, I don't know. I got, I got a lot, I got a lot of stuff I want to start, but it's, I don't know, it's hard to say. I just got I just got a cut of the Gary Payton, which I want to check out. I want to check that shit out too. Yeah. Um, right. If you ever, yeah, we'll talk. I'll talk. I've been dying to go to one of those gene traders, man. They had, they canceled the last one in September around here or August, I think it was. Yeah, yeah Miss Joe was supposed to be I there. I missed one. Yeah, I missed one the year prior before the COVID hit or something like that. They're cool. Yeah, I want to go see like Ninja. A, yeah, they're very cool. They're not like you. With would, the low It's not like you would imagine like a cannabis event. It's yeah. Like, it's, it's a four-hour thing on a Sunday afternoon usually. Yeah. And uh, just go in and out, boom, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, some people no are in there buying, you, you know, yeah. clones and switching cuts. And it is gene trading, basically. You're just in there, yeah. like, meet up with all, everybody from the area. You know, you yeah. get, get some good clones, too, you know. Get some good clones sometimes. Yeah. yeah, no, I've met a lot of good people, uh, you know, at the at the event. And then also just... Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's not packed. Hanging out around the event. Yeah, right? yeah. You don't even get the event freaking thing until what the day before or the, the morning of or something, right? Yep. The event, you know, locale. So, cheers, but, everybody. Uh, low key. Is it twenty? I'm gonna have to go put my phone on the charger here in a minute. I gotta keep an eye on that. Sucks. This harvest. This harvest is. I don't know. Well, it's today the second already. No, it's the first still. No, it's the second now. Um, so it's 32 days minus like 68. So whatever that's left to have to harvest. Yeah. I got, uh, I'm, about, I'm probably going to switch up. I'm, I'll, ta- I'll take out to the garden. I'll show you guys what I'm doing. I'm, uh, before you do, Tommy, I finally found those seeds. Uh, I have two of your skunk cookies, uh, three of your Rambo by Gorilla cookies. So I'm happy I kept Wait, like a couple of those. Seeds? And then I have like yeah, literally two each and three each. But I do have like, uh, what is this, 15, 16, maybe 17 of your garlic punch by G13. I thought that sounded kind of fun. Yeah, that would get the sour fun. melon G13. Yeah, that garlic punch is, uh, uh, how do I want to say it? Okay, well, so the female that I, so the female I had was like a uh, very, I don't run it anymore, but it, it was super banana turp. So you might be able to get something out of that. It's a, uh, it's garlic, and there's two garlic punches, which is just kind of a, uh, uh, you know, whatever up for. Just be, I, I think I kind of believe Seattle Chronic on this one, but uh, <laughs> there's he has one which it's not from Seattle Chronic. This one is from Med Grower One uh, in Michigan, but I think they both have the same name, so. Uh, I don't know who's actually first. Like I said, I think maybe Seattle was first, but anyway, uh, that one is like a, like a banana, like a, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's cool. Like definitely like on the plant, you know, fresh turps, like, like almost like a ripe banana kind of smell, like really good. Okay. Uh, I think that's why I picked it because I'm really into that. I really want to get something again that I have uh, banana terps. I had this beautiful uh, banana jack from Subcool and I actually gave it up myself because uh, I thought I'd give my plant. I was stupid. I got russet mites and I thought that was the plant that gave it to me, whatever. But uh, I, and since then, I've been really craving banana terps and I haven't found anything. It was really, really strong. So I think when you said that, I was like, what? Tell me fucking more. Sounded like a really fun cross. And that G13 has a great freaking high. So I was like, that's going to be fun. Yeah, and then the G13 skunk, so that's from Dominion. That's that would be the uh you know, the the male side of that cross. And that, uh, what did I so I ran that to the to my Rambo breath, and that made skunk bow, and skunk bow is like super orange. That's the only cross I've done out of it, but you know what I mean? It's like that like so you basically like that strain kind of like an orange banana, you know what I'm saying? I don't know how much into you know, but they're both like kind of real distinct, like, oh, smell this one. Like not just not just me smelling it, like, oh, my mom could probably smell it. like, oh, it does smell like oranges kind of thing. You know what I mean? And the, the other one was definite banana. It's got like that ashy kind of ashy banana. You get the strain name right there. Yeah. Go ahead and jot that one down. 
has she been? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I would go with those. I would go with those and check that out because uh, this. I mean, I don't know. I, I I'm not positive, but it seems like that orange flavor is definitely dominant. Because when I cross it to the Rambo, mm-hmm. the Rambo is nothing like that. The Rambo is really like uh, more like a kind of like an OG Kush with some onion or something is the best way I can, you know, describe it. The Rambo breath. Very frosty. What's up, Christoph? Good evening. Good evening, la team. Très bien. Thank you. Oh, deadly parts here too. Cheers, guys. Hello, Christoph. Happy New Year. Maybe I should say bonjour, Christoph. Bonsoir, Christoph. Bonne année. Merci. Hey, evil deadly fart. Uh, you snuck in there like an evil deadly fart. I, I, I forgot yeah. to say hello to you this whole time. Well, welcome, my friend. Hello, man. Uh, yeah, I was uh, talking with the steel bird uh, on a, on Discord, and then he went to sleep, so I had to get back to the <laughs> He fell asleep on the Discord, and he's just like, no, no, no. No, no, he was just like, I'm sorry, man. I think I don't follow anything we talk together. I think I go to sleep. That's pretty funny. Uh, so, yeah, I had a beer and I was like, yeah, let's go with you guys. It's been a while. I, I just saw yesterday that you were watching on the, the all the photo, well, the, the older picture of uh, the, the Discord the contest and you you pass it through that. I've I've not listened to all the things that you said, but I've just I was I've just oh, heard yeah, he people on one. Discord saying, "Hey, they talk of you." And when I watch on the screen, you I the see first the picture poster. of the picture of the Chernobyl. I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, it's the picture of my garden." But I don't know what you say. <laughs> anyway, happy to have a lot of people contributing. After that, it was a. Uh, I think you remember. I just asked you if that picture was good enough to start that. Uh, that contest and other people seem to it have is. A, other good picture. I'm sorry, I don't have a lot of good picture, but that one was good. It counts. <laughs> I was yeah, happy man. to count the vote on my picture. <laughs> I just re- thank you for reminding me. I guess we've all been uh, frazzled or whatever, and I'm apparently not. I'm, I'm going to use the freaking Rona. I get the Rona. That's going to be my excuse. Uh, so uh, it's made me all frazzle headed. Uh, and I've got the, uh, we'll call it the long Rona. Uh, it sounds weird. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the photo contest is wrapping up. Uh, Evil Deadly Fart is mentioning the Discord photo contest, which I admit I have honestly kind of hashed up the end of because I couldn't figure out how to count the votes in a way that didn't take me like three hours at a time. So honestly, I just kind of gave up. And so we picked Christoph as one winner. Evil Deadly Fart is another winner. Christoph has probably the most photos possible. Christoph is like, wait, what? Uh, I haven't, I haven't had time to actually create another uh, post for this. And we all come on at different times. So I forget not everybody has heard the announcements. So Christoph, congratulations. Uh, you are the winner of the Discord photo contest. Evil Deadly Fart, you are like a runner up. And then I have to pick somebody else who has uh, also participated. I think I have a pretty good idea. Uh, uh, who I think I even said it yesterday, but I guess I don't want to say it wrong right now. There's like two, two, three people that posted a ton of stuff this next month. Hopefully we'll figure out a better way to, uh, uh, you know, count the votes or whatever else, or I don't even know. Maybe we'll just pick it random. I don't know. Maybe that's an idea. Maybe a random number picker or something. We're going to have to figure it out. If anybody has any, any ideas for the discord photo contest, post the, post the picture and try to put a number that's not been used yet or something like that. And we, that, that's, that that's, never that's gets an idea. Picked. That's an idea, and I could randomize them. That's an idea. Uh, the, uh, the only idea I had 
for like how to counter vote that could be more easy for you is I, I, it's true that Christoph got a lot of good picture to put out, but mm. maybe just take one of them each month for the contest and having only one emoticon yeah. to, to, to comment. Yeah. Not having many of them and we cannot vote on our own picture. So it's going to be easy for you because at one point you cannot see everyone that have voted. But at least if you guys are honest and don't vote own. for your own picture, you just have one emoticon or one stuff yeah. that you press on not have four or five because otherwise it can I, I was i was battling myself to try to count the vote mm -hmm. on everyone or for a right. while and i've lost the count right that's it yeah i basically always lose count because i'm like how many squids and freaking curly cues and dog shit emoticons is that again and then there's like freaking eight of the other one but it looks like a seven it's, it, it, it's a little ridiculous on the one hand i do not mind or, uh, on a different note i don't mind people voting for their own uh posts because i think it's honestly uh, natural on some level so i always say on like the uh, the portland cannabis tasting society uh, uh contest that we're going to announce the winner of maybe in the next uh, hour let's let's do the next 420 let's say uh that one i actually encourage people just vote for everyone that you like vote for your own vote for others vote for all your friends because the idea is to uh, uh spend as much time as you can looking at your own photos looking at other people's photos engage with it if at all possible uh that's i think the 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 most rewarding part of it honestly not just submitting your own photos but also looking at the other people's photos learning from them learning who the winners are like for example to has won a couple times uh, four plants a have won a couple times so you know folks could look at their photos and say oh my gosh What's so good about these photos? What do people like about it? Again, it's not just me picking it, right? I only have one vote. It's everybody picking the votes. What does everybody like about these uh, photos so much? What does everybody, let's say, not like about my photos so much? And when you start to think about that kind of stuff, everybody fucking improves. So I really don't mind, honestly, if people vote on their own posts. But I dig what you say, one emoticon. I, I feel like that's actually possible. I was fucking around with the room rules one time. I don't know, Dee, do you know anything about this? I think you can actually set one emoticon for a room. I'm not 100% sure about that, but I think in Discord you can actually set like emoticons for the room and then you could actually limit it to just one. That might be wrong. We can just make that a, a rule on the top of the room and just pin it. Like only use the emoticon weed sign or something. And then basically it'll just be super easy to count the, the numbers. Um, I like that. Yeah, that's a good idea. That actually solves most of the problem because you can just scroll down like, okay, 11, 12, that's 13, whatever. Good idea. I was going right? to tell but you will beat me to it. Cheers, dudes. Good job, Great minds think alike. Uh, many yeah. hands make the work light, right, uh, Charlie's Farm? Yeah. That's it. That's it. Many hands make the light work. I love it. And I always uh, feel dumber when I'm alone. <laughs> uh, Evil, good to see what's you, the expression man. I'm the smartest man in the room when I'm alone something like that um, what was I going to say ladies and gentlemen speaking of the Portland Cannabis Tasting Society uh, contest uh, no entries are allowed right now uh, at least for this uh, current I realize it's already January but we're just announcing the, the contest for December uh, the contest is actually live so I realize that's confusing but just pretend that it's live as of tomorrow uh, and you guys are welcome to uh, uh, throw down entries uh, at Portland Cannabis Tasting Society follow Portland Cannabis Tasting Society create a new post uh, if you guys have ideas to kind of shake up the contest a little bit maybe some new rules or new subjects or 
maybe we'll have a, a theme every month or whatever you guys would like. Let me know. I'd be happy to kind of shake it up a little bit, uh, uh, bring some, I don't know, variety to it or something. Uh, but uh, in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, uh, please go vote for your favorites. Go over to Instagram, Portland Cannabis Tasting Society. Vote for all your favorite photos from last month. Uh, literally just all of them. You can vote for every single one. You don't have to vote for just one. And uh, we'll announce the winner in uh, just a little bit under an hour, hopefully the next uh, 420. So good luck to whoever wins. What's that, Tommy? Are you muted, bud? This is uh, this is that uh, gorilla cookies times the Rambo, or oh, that's cool. Yeah, gorilla cookies. I said it right. That's the mail. I did those outside uh, two years ago, or whatever. The seeds I made, but uh, yes, I mean, your pretty- eyes are really strange if, uh, with that light. We see them really. Mark, it, it, it's, it's not that your eyes are strange, but we, we see the reflection of your eyes way better with that light. <laughs> Sorry, I was just like, whoa. <laughs> Cheers, man. Yeah, this stuff's good. Uh, I will say, if you do, if you got a... Uh, if you're a tester and you got a question, one with a question mark on it, that's this right here, so... Oh, that's cool. Right on. But I'll, t- I'll tell you another thing. I did find a couple uh, of like the little, maybe like the stress nanners. Mm. They come out late, you know, almost like it went too long. They don't, they don't seem like they opened up, but I'm just, I'm just being transparent. You know what I mean? I did mm. find a couple when I was trimming some of the dug up that, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like the little nanners that come out the bottom of like maybe yeah. some of the bottom bud, but they don't I look like they worried about those. Yeah. You know? Talk I feel about like it. There's a lot of folks who say their their bud never gets that. I feel like they're either not taking their bud to nine or ten weeks, or they're just kind of lying. Because I feel like all cannabis will release a few of those little nanners uh, when it's ripe. But the thing is, when it's ripe at like nine, ten weeks, we're literally talking about the little the ones that actually look like bananas that come out of a bud. Yeah, practically they have no pollen in the first place, even if they were to pollinate your shit. But most of the time they don't, or they're sterile uh, pollen. Trainwreck, for example, a lot of times uh, any crosses will have those little uh, 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 pollen sacks on it. It doesn't do anything. You don't ever have any seeds in your freaking garden. And also, you're usually harvesting like a couple of days later. So the seed couldn't physically develop even if it wanted to. So I'm not too worried about it. Did you know, you if you're in like, a super perpetual a, garden or something, maybe. But go ahead. Did you guys have tried the, the same plant that do that indoor, really late uh, nanner? Like that. That's what we're talking uh, tonight. Uh, it's like when I've put the plant outdoor, I I don't see it. Most of the time, the plant that do those late nanner inside, I don't see that outside. So when I was only running some strain outside, uh, I figured out that holy shit, I run that that plant inside, and then I see late nanner in the stuff, but nothing oh, yeah. to worry. But I never saw it before I grew it indoor. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised yeah, if it's because of the, the, the timing. You know, and so many people uh, uh, do 12-12. Uh, I've started to do 11-13 because I thought it mimicked the outdoors a little bit more. Um, I think I was actually doing that. I was looking at, I don't remember who said this at first, but some breeder was talking about how they did it. And then I started to look up, you know, kind of like, uh, I guess before I met Coot, but Coot likes to talk about, look at the region where your seeds came from and don't just make assumptions. Like, oh, you think, oh, Nepal is super dry or something. And then you look at the map. Oh, fuck no. Nepal is super goddamn moist and wet and whatever. So how do I say this? I ended up looking up the the hours for 
whatever I was growing at the time. And honestly, it wasn't that sativa at the time, but honestly, uh, most of the stuff that we grow comes from places in the world that never really get more than like 11 hours of sunlight, maybe a little bit more than that, but they rarely ever get to 12 hours of sunlight, but everyone's doing their uh, uh, grow rooms at 12, sometimes even 13 hours because plants will trigger a lot of times at 13 hours. But I feel like they're barely flowering. There's just like barely, barely flowering. And somehow that, I don't know, I, I feel like it does a lot of weird stuff. It makes the plants well, a little bit more stretchy. It makes them a little bit less uh, uh, cannabisy, like a little bit less flavorful and everything else. Uh, they look less good, on and on and on. But you'll get a little bit more yield, I guess is the trade off. Yeah. Uh, what I was going to say is so I think some of those nanners, I mean, especially for the way I grow, because I try to kind of do the stress test uh, when I'm doing like uh, testing seeds or whatnot. So I do them in one gals. I also do that for logistics of their testers. You know what I mean? So I'm going to call the males or call the females or, you know, vice versa, yada, yada, yada. So these were, you know, all, and I always end up, they always end up doing pretty good and being fairly decent sized plants in a one gal where, you know, they're requiring at least like a soaking once a day. So, you know what I mean? That when they, when they get pop out, I've heard about things like that happening where you will get some nanners or, you know, uh, triggering flowering earlier, uh, even in beds and stuff like that. So, I mean, I kind of, I'm, I attribute it to that. And the only reason I'm saying that I, I'm not a hundred percent if they are sterile or not is because I did breed. I had a breeding tent right next door, basically. And I don't think I filtered out all the pollen because my whole, my whole pheno hunt tent, like right now I'm breaking everything up by hand, which I usually use a, like a fucking coffee grinder, honestly. Uh, or at least like a grinder, <clears throat> but I, you got, I got to get the seeds out of here. So, which I am finding seeds, but I'm, a, I'm, I'm saving all these seeds and I'm attributing that to bad filter. You know, I didn't, I was just lazy. I was basically, I was almost trying to see, you know what I mean? Like, uh, just, oh, like how, 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 how serious you have to be about pollen transfer. You know what I mean? Like, I, I know it travels. Sometimes it would be very serious, but sometimes it's not very, and it depends okay, on your okay, humidity, are, I've found too. You know, I'm finding a couple seeds in this bud right now. The bud is really mm. good, though. It's like, it's, the bud doesn't seem very compromised. I don't know. Mm. Uh, it's not like fully seeded. And, uh, it does seem it does, and this is one thing I'm I'm thinking that it is pollen from the breeding tent is because it's more the strains I had on the side where the intake was, if that makes sense. You see what I'm saying? So my fresh air coming into the pheno hunt tent was basically it got some pollen contamination from the the breeding tent, and it's there's more seeds like right where the plants were where the air intake was so uh, is that making sense i'm sorry i'm almost straight the whole bottle no, of first of all for anyone listening in if there's more seeds right next to the air intake that that means that the pollen came from outside the tent so that's right. a, a question people right. might think that's oh where did the fucking pollen come from and a new grower might not have any idea where the pollen came from where their their problems come from you know as you learn growing 
you learn these little tricks and we always forget often uh, many of us uh, forget how many little pieces of information we've picked up for sure there's a time when everyone started growing where uh okay not for sure maybe you started with the highest possible quality uh uh, uh equipment you had the best tents and you've never had a light leak in your entire life but a lot of us started with fairly low quality gear trying to kind of get ourselves into the game maybe we even built our freaking grow rooms or whatever and everything was fine for a little while but then maybe as we start to expand or grow more plants or whatever the case, you'll start to notice, or maybe as you get more picky, you start to notice there's seeds and you're like, wait a second, that's not right. I don't want to have seeds. Uh, or at least most of the time you don't want to have seeds or you don't want to have nanners or whatever else you want to have good flower. So you'll start to investigate light leaks and freaking infiltrations. And maybe you'll even have bug problems. And maybe you'll be like, where the fuck is this bug problem coming? Like it keeps coming back, keeps coming back, keeps coming back. Then you'll start to look for ceiling cracks and everything else. And how do I put this? We just, I don't know. We develop as growers. One of the indications of an accidental pollination, everyone is going to have an accidental pollination, pollination at some point. Some will be catastrophic. I had one. I've, I've said this, you know, it, it turned into a joke for me in, in, in retrospect, but at the time it wasn't very funny where I took like a bag of flour to my tasting society and all the fucking flour I had in this earthly world was basically the seeded goddamn platinum Yeti. And it smelled great, but every single nug was basically filled with like 40 seeds. So I basically distributed it to everybody, including people like J.R. Token, who everybody knows from the Dude Grows show. He used to come to all my meetings. I'm like, well, just imagine this doesn't have seeds. And we all fucking laughed, you know, because they basically all have had problems. Uh, they were sympathetic because they've had seeded bud too, right? Like growers usually will be sympathetic and won't fucking, uh -huh, you know, like they know what it's like to have that problem. But anyway, uh, you'll occasionally have those kinds of problems. But for example, you will figure out how to avoid those problems in the future, hopefully. So for example, in that case, I knew what the problem was. I investigated it. And I also knew that basically everything in the tent was seated and it was seated from this one plant that visibly, once I started to investigate it, showed balls. It was this incredible plant that I was just really myopically blind about. I was literally Instagramming this plant from the top and I was never looking at the plant from the bottom. Stupid fucking mistake, honestly. But I was so wowed by how beautiful this plant looked and smelled and everything else that I never looked at the balls developing underneath these incredibly frosty, beautiful, purpley nugs. That fucking plant pollinated the entire tent, basically, that it was in. Whereas you might have a circumstance where however many plants you have in a tent, let's say, or in a room, you maybe have 12 plants in a room. One of those plants right next to the air intake has a fuckload of seeds. And then the rest of the plants have very few seeds, or maybe the first three plants that are right next to the air intake, wherever the air comes in your room, they have a bunch of seeds and the ones near the exit have almost no seeds. In fact, maybe they're sensimia and maybe no seeds. That's a freaking sure guarantee that the seeds came from the outside. And then you can basically start to wonder, okay, is that an accident? Maybe there's nothing outside. Maybe your outside is literally other people's houses. That means that you've gotten pollinated by somebody else's shit. This is a newly common thing with all the grower uh, growers that basically grow these days. A lot of people don't know what they're doing or just leave the mails out or whatever. So if that's the case, you're going to have to filter your air next year so you don't get freaking seeds again, right? But maybe it's from somewhere in your bedroom. Maybe you weren't paying attention and maybe you already have a flowering male. And so a lot of people don't realize, dude, sometimes the males can flower in early veg, like the plant could be two, three weeks old and it's already throwing pollen. It's rare, but it does happen. And so that's like a thing. I've had seeds from that before, but again, just right next to the air intake. And so I had to look like, what the fuck's going on? Sure enough, as I look, it was this one little male at the back that I was kind of, I can't remember. It was from like some famous breeder or something. So I was kind of keeping an eye on it for, to wait for a little while. And it was already flowering what looked like green ball sacks, but at the bottom, there was enough 
open ball sacks that sure enough, that's probably what fucking seeded my stuff. So I started to pay attention to that kind of stuff more, you know, like you, as a grower, you just have to pay attention to all these different things and kind of take mental note, take the best is written notes. Cause you forget everything. Like people don't realize how much shit you forget. You'll think that you'll remember, but then you'll forget basically. Right. But at the very least take a mental note of it and, and say, okay, this, this one time that I had seeds, it looks like the pollen came from the outside. Like do a Sherlock Holmes thing with it. You know, like, Freaking uh, analyze the situation so that you can try to prevent it in the future. And you learn from that kind of shit. Did, you, know, did you had that whole, thing? In whole light leak, it just happens to get a couple of branches. I've got a few years. Pinpoint, just a couple of branches, though. Just the next one that pinhole light leak was. And the rest of the guy was fine. Yeah. And another thing with those those late nanners, uh, if, you let any, if you let any strain go for, like, just... Say it's eight week strain, you let it go for fifteen weeks or so. I bet it throws something. You know what I mean? Eventually, it will start throwing. That's the old way they used to feminize stuff. Yeah. Right. So, uh, when it came to this this tent, I'm just uh, I do want to just be real transparent because I would I I I got screwed. I'd probably still be living in Southern California if it weren't for a hermed out clone that I bought from a, you know, what I'm saying a collective was what they used to call them back when I would live there. In a, you know, a dispo or whatever, but. Mm. Uh, it was a Romulan cross. I'm, I'm scarred from Romulan for life. <laughs> I'm like, fuck Romulan. I don't care how good it is. <laughs> and I smoked a ton of good Romulan when I lived up there. Shit, I know it's strong, right? But yeah, yeah. It's good if something hermed on you 50 times, you'd be probably be. Dude, and it ruined all once. my shit. And I fucking, it just made me look like an idiot. It was like right when I was getting connected with like some, uh, some of the clubs and like starting to sell packs and all that shit. So I was like, I don't know. It was just like, man. Yeah, and I cool. honestly, I just uh, some real cool, good, some real cool cats there in San Diego. They were like, "We got, we got you, man. We're just good, you know." Saying they, they basically stole it off me, or but it was full of seeds. But they were like, "We'll buy it off you, and then we'll we'll just make it into pre rolls." Like, All right, fuck it. Like you know what I'm saying? Like because it was some good ass. It was like this OG. It was like this really. I was growing this really good OG. It was just called OG Kush. That's what it was known as, or whatever. And that's what I, the one I was talking about before. Like we used to change the name all the time, <laughs> just like you hear like scumbag city. <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, like who's been yeah. talking about? Like, yeah. I did it too. You know, saying a lot. Yeah, Fumidori. When you say that pollen sack on the the male, uh, like I, I like to test some seeds under the. Well, I use eleven thirteen minutes just to be fancy i guess uh, <laughs> but yeah i like to put seed under there uh, right uh, in, in there because it doesn't get tall so you can plant a lot of seeds and see what kind of things you got mm. but the la last time i just forget to watch the plant because i had another run like that so at least i know what it is but it just like i was cutting the early mail And at one shot, I was like, I'm not sure if that one is a male or not. And then I saw a pollen sack one day, and I forget to watch the other day. And there was like two or three pollen sacks open. So I had maybe two, 300 seeds at least from there. But it's okay. It was a, it was at least from a no male, from a no generation. But yes, <laughs> it always happens when you play with seeds. It happened more to me that I forget to watch the male than... Than having army, but uh, when I had loan of everyone, like what's the best stuff, those late nano stuff, I always had it because I think I let the plant mature a bit more than some people, and 
I was seeing it a bit more. Some stuff will never, ever, ever throw a nanner, but most things will. If you take yeah. it long enough, most things will eventually harm. Uh, first, they'll throw the nanners, but eventually, I want to say, if they're still alive. And then some stuff won't even stay alive for 10 or 12 or 13 or 14 weeks. Like some stuff's just synthesizing and it's fucking dead when it's, you know, nine weeks old. But uh, every once in a while, I've seen with Morgana, I was able to take her, you know, quite late, uh, a black prince fruit. Then again, a couple of phenotypes finished and basically dried on the vine. But uh, many of the phenotypes I was able to take pretty much as long as I wanted to. Uh, Black Prince Ruby, what else? Uh, Dread Persephone, not as much. She wanted to finish a little bit earlier, but Thousand One Nights, I want to say uh, later. Uh, what else? Can you remember right now? But um, yeah, but then again, some stuff, like I say, some stuff will never, ever, 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 ever throw nanners. Like uh, a Black Prince Ruby, I took it to 12 weeks and I found one nanner on one plant of like one of the different varieties. Ruby Jack, I don't think I have ever once seen a nanner on it. Or that's not true, because I think I saw in these pictures that I show on my website, I saw like a couple of nanners in the pink one, but that was literally like 12 and a half weeks I think I took that plant. So- Yeah, I um, bewitched on my PH9. Uh, did you? BX2. Yeah, the BX2 tested and I took it. I took one of them. It was making just literally Louisville slugging. I let it go like a and a half. Didn't throw anything, not a problem, but still spitting white hairs. You know, right. even though I had really nice swollen bracts and they were awesome. Oh, what a great thing. I really like Bewitched. Uh, Bewitched yeah. was uh, a weird one, too. too. I run a bunch of shit. All his EGYOG buses. I wish he would come back. I don't know. I guess he's taking a break from uh, breeding, but I really enjoyed his uh, strains. Pardon? I've seen, him a couple. I've seen him here and there, but you know, he's gaming. He games, yeah. I don't know. Is he releasing more street strains at all, or is he breeding no, at all? Or he said he was getting back into it. That's what he said. That was one of the reasons why he started, you know, streaming his gaming again, trying mm -hmm. to get back in it. But I, you know, that was like a month and a half, two months ago. I haven't heard anything. But he said he was. He was working on stuff. If anyone's so, in touch with him, uh, tell him to come and join us on the show. We'd love to talk to him. I'd love to talk yeah. to him. I thought he was a, a super chill dude. I got to fairly well. I mean, just enough over Instagram and everything. But we used to work on a lot. Oh, he seems so legit. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll reach out to you with them. Right. I, I I still have a lot of his gear. I'm actually in fact one of the I think it was his um BTY by his uh spot OG, I think spot OG in the BTY. And um I practically I didn't really like that one, but I think awesome a lot of people female. did. Yeah, I got an awesome you know, it was but yeah, it was just awesome. I didn't keep it, I didn't take on to it. So I'm thinking I might just um I think I you know, I got a handful left and see what I get. He's gone by a couple different names. He used to be PH Nerd, and he is still technically, I think, PH Nerd on Instagram. But uh, his new name or newer name is uh, uh, Spartan Spartan OG. Uh, oh, fuck, what okay. is it? Is it Spartan OG? Okay, and the yeah. breeding company, I, I, I want to say, is Spartan yeah, Breeding Spartan. Co. Yeah. Oh, not, Spartan, not Spartan Grown. Mm -mm. Not Spartan. And that's confusing, I realize, yeah. No, not the no, uh, Did they yeah, both have beards? No, PH Nerd didn't have a beard. Although he did for a while. Spartan's, no. <laughs> Spartan's got a hell of a uh, beard. PH Nerd was with uh, Ocean Grown for a bunch of time. He was their yeah. head breeder for like three, four years. And then when Ocean Grown kind of fell apart, yeah, he basically took off. Yeah. Yeah, shout out is to Spartan. He's a, he's a cool ass dude. I've actually hung out with right. Spartan. He's a cool dude. I mean, yeah, he's a class yeah, he's cool, man. Yeah, yeah, he knows his breeding and stuff. I really liked his, his uh, genetics. And he was a rare breeder that actually had two styles of, of uh, seeds, two styles of breeding. You know, most people will be either heavy OG or, let's say, 
basically everything else, you know, the uplifting sativa, whatever else. But he had the bewitched stuff that was the uplifting. In fact, a couple of the lines of the bewitched actually were a little bit paranoia inducing for some folks, but it was very cupcakey, sweet, desserty, like very just uplifting, happy weed. Yeah. Really, really flavorful, potion. beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. And then the Spartan, it was heavy, heavy, heavy OG. Uh, and he has, you know, some, uh, uh, I want to say medical pain issues, I, I want to say, from uh, uh, serving the military. So he needs sleep and relaxation, whatever. So he had this heavy-hitting shit and this light conversational weed. It was a very interesting dichotomy. I, I think still to this day pretty rare. Most of 10, I run. Hmm. Yeah, I had his LP99. I had his, uh, what's his potion? That was the cupcake. I got the cupcake, you know, today, and I got a couple, actually. One that really stood out. And then uh, when I did his, um, when he crossed the, uh, the Bewitch for the first time, Oh man, I got I got like ten out of thirteen females, and I, and I uh, every one of them was different. I think actually that's the one where I got the yeah, that's the BX cross. I had every expression you could see, literally, out of all ten of those. It was awesome. I mean, I, the only reason why I kept the the Louis Bill was it was still as good as the others. The productive uh, producer. Hey, you know, it's funny, you know, talking about that was awesome, by the way. I love those close up. Talking about uh throwing pollen, man. Oh, know? we haven't even said hello to low. Cheers, buddy. Fuck, <laughs> he's just hello. sitting here the whole time. Like, you guys gonna talk to me or what? <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Oh, I'm just I, sorry. I don't know. Oh, dude, happy new year. I like that name, bud. Happy New Year. Cheers, man. We got the cutting board at action. Uh, I know. Can you put that? What was that nug you just showed him a second ago? That looked like some good stuff. What was that? Uh, it's supposed to be like a gelato, but I don't know. You're not feeling it? You, saw, you didn't uh, sound no, that excited? I like it. No, I like it. <laughs> you uh, grow it or buy it? No, yeah, I grew it. No, oh, right on. This one's pretty nice too i feel like this one's a little bit more chunkier though low cuts an undercover nerd he's got a meal will farm a meal worm farm oh yeah yeah we got a little no worm farm Man, nice little, uh, we were just uh, the chat was just talking about uh kevin jodry in the chat and he was saying uh, just the other day i want to say on his ganji or something channel that uh and I've heard people say this before, that if you spray frass, foliar, look at that, Tommy, killing that whole bottle of champagne. If you hey, foliar spray, <laughs> right, baller. Uh, if you uh, foliar spray frass on the plants, uh, supposedly it has a, uh, uh, a melting effect on the cannabis eggs. It evidently doesn't have that much of an effect on the adults, he said. But this is like the very end of the video, basically. He was saying uh, it'll melt uh, 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 the eggs. Do you know that that's true at all? Do you think that that's true, or what, what's your opinion on that, Lo? But what's going to kill the eggs? Uh, basically, what's uh, well, he was talking about. I think mealworm frass, but let's say the black soldier fly, fly frass probably be fine too. I don't know. I can't say that black soldier fly frass. Uh, evidently, if you foliar spray it onto plants, it has a, a melting effect on the like mite eggs. So, for example, thrip oh. eggs or spider mite eggs, or whatever else. Uh, I have foliar sprayed uh, frass before. 
I kind of don't do it that often because it's so messy. Like the plants look what super gross, obviously it? not in flower. That'd be fucking horrible. But uh, if you can visualize sprinkling sand, but it's not sand, it's actually bug poop onto your plants. That's essentially what I'm describing. And I've done that before, but to like inoculate the plants with, you know, positive microbes and whatever else. And then like the next day I would spray it off. But uh, this was something that Kevin Joder just the other day on the Gangier uh, uh, YouTube channel, he was saying you can spray that on there to, to kill or to destroy mite eggs. You think that that's true at all? I mean, you're asking or me. Or does anyone think it's true? Low cut, right? Well, I don't know. Smash was saying that low cut is a mealworm farmer. I don't know. Did you grow a mealworm uh, frass or? What did he grow? No, I'm not, really, no, I'm not really farming. I just got like a little. Oh, I guess you just grow them right on. The the frass is actually really useful for plant growing. Like a lot of people don't know that. Like the the bug frass is super. Uh, uh, it's been super hypey for a couple of years. The zombie taking off. Cheers, buddy. Uh, yeah, look, that's Cheers, he's taking off. Cheers, buddy. Uh, year, buddy. Brains. Have a good one. Happy New Year, buddy. I was talking about it's just like. Yeah. Oh, right on. Farming. Gotcha. That's the farm. More like mealworm composting, whatever. I got you. I got you. Okay. Uh, hey, guys, I just just made me think of something. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't have a good time. Uh, remember in Dumb and Dumber when he when they had a worm farm? He's like, right. Oh, was it? It was an ant farm. I want to say, wasn't it? Or, no, really? fuck. Was it an ant farm? A worm farmer. Look, it was a worm farmer. Point. You might be right. Yep. Yeah. They and then they had the uh, the dog <laughs> business, and they, they, uh, uh, uh fuck Lloyd and uh, oh shit. Shout out to that worm compost company, and Floyd. I got worms. Other... <laughs> I got worms. dot com. Cool. You better get on that. <laughs> when we get one of them uh big cookers, it looks like a grill. You seen those? Like six grand. <laughs> you seen those compost? Uh, those worm ones. It's like right, now I'm just obsessed with it. I need to know what the, the name of uh, not Floyd was. Adam. Adam. <laughs> Adam. Dude, I'm embarrassed for not knowing. You guys want to see what's coming up? No, we don't like interesting shit. Yeah. yeah go, go, fuck here. go fuck yourself. We don't want to see it, man. No. That's, uh, that's Larry Chimes. So that's from mm-hmm. Dutch Blue. Uh, oh, cool. Right, right. I actually got the, I got the, I, I forget which auction it was, but uh, I donated for these to get them in the auction. So I got two phenos he selected off his farm, you know what I mean? Uh, out there in Washington. So they're supposed to be very good for uh, obviously wet conditions, you know what I mean? Hmm. Which is kind of the same here where I live. All right, so we got. Here, let me spotlight you. And that's yeah, what yeah. she said. Right. Yeah, let me spotlight the camera. Turn around. Yeah. All right, cool. So yeah, these are the Larry Chimes. I got two. See, I'm just trying to. Uh, well, <coughs> I got pot and pot right there, so you can see. This is all cocoa. Uh, and you know, I know, I know. For you know, you guys can say what you want. These are all grown in the salts, <laughs> cocoa and salts. But yes, this is uh, the Larry Chimes right here. And then over here, this is a classic of mine. This is called... There is nobody Stimmel. made vampire hissing noises just then. Is it too what? loud? Salts? Salts. Smoking <laughs> hey, this cookies and cream, it's pretty good. It looks really nice. 
Right. Can you see the two lights out on the LEDs up above? Yeah, the, uh, the, the, where okay, are those so influences? Those are non-dimmable, right? So gotcha. I have to go up there manually and oh, that's a pain in the ass. unplug those to, because if you put these right in here, you'll blast them. You know what I mean? With too much LED. And uh, you'll nice they'll look way underfed, way nutrient deficient. You know what I mean? Which does happen. Some strains are crazy heavy. Look at this one. This guy got busted. Oh, wow. coming in coming in hot and uh another trick i use uh i know people use I've, I've used duct tape i've used electrical tape but uh my favorite is the uh medical you know the medical yeah. claw tape that you would use to like wrap your fingers uh yeah. if you're like uh into you know I beating love, people up and shit or uh <laughs> <laughs> hockey tape <laughs> If, uh, you know what I mean? If you're like Hockey a MMA tape. guy or like if you cut yourself, it's it's that medical stuff, you know, yeah. very Lovely cheap, but it's kind of breathable and it's really easy to like, uh, almost, it almost deteriorate, deteriorates. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, with some, yeah. Right, right. So then we got, that's the two scoops. And over here we have, uh, this is all cherry pie. So now, if you notice, we have two. What's that? Plus three, that's five. Six, seven, eight, nine. So we're at nine. We're at nine total plants, right? I think we have uh, zero uh, fungus gnats, by the way. Uh, anyway, <laughs> then these are all cherry pie, oh right? The straight cherry pie. From, I got fungus uh, nets right now. You see them? What no, you I have that? a couple. Uh -oh. well, you I mean, no fungus, I'm just, uh, I'm just talking shit, dude. Then yeah. here's the living soil bed that I have. This is uh apple fritter right here. So I got one. And then what do I have? Uh, that's gelato 33. So that would be two plants. And then I have the, uh, what? oh yeah, I have the G13 skunk. Shout out to Duke Diamond. Uh, you know, he's awesome, dude. You should get him on the show. I bet he'd come on here. He seems cool. Anyway, uh, seems like a really cool dude. So yeah. that's basically, if you counted all those, if you're from the Michigan Department of Counting Plants, that's 12, motherfuckers. There you go. We'll just leave it at that, right? Love it. Yeah, that's my right. rec room. We call this the rec room. <laughs> right. I tell me I have not finished my high school, so I can at least claim that I cannot count. Oh, I think that's well. That's well. Yeah. I got to get a beer or something, bro. Well, there's like 2011. I'm not sure. Maybe that's not a good joke. In fact, I need to get another beer too. We just finished the pub beer from Ten Barrel Brewing. There we go. Tommy, uh, can I just ask you uh, uh, if it's your favorite size to use salt for the spot I was seeing the big plant in? <laughs> I'm sorry, you gotta say it again. Uh, the the size of pot that you, you've shown your, your plant yet that what you size with salt the in it? Yeah, is it your favorite size of pot to 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 do your run in it, or do normally you do bigger or in smaller um, plant, or I don't know. No, so 
I mean, okay, so those, yeah. I just, <laughs> I've done it before. And I, honestly, I don't think that might, I don't think that's the best practice. I think actually cutting the bags off. And uh, if, you're, if you're talking about those pot in pots, but honestly, I was just like, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to do it. It, it. it technically doesn't matter. Plus, you can reuse the pot doing it that way, if that's what you were asking. But no, my favorite size of pot, uh, if I had to do it for like, you know, like especially if I had like a licensed facility, I would probably do six three-gallon pots in cocoa under uh, one of those, you know, four-by-four four squares is basically what I work off of. So, yeah, like one light would be, you know, it used to be a 1,000 watt. Now it's like 600 or, you know. Roughly 600 watts, 630, something like that. Uh, yeah, I tried to play around with veg time in cocoa and how how big I want the container. And at one point, I've just been like, okay, just for the ease of uh, managing, I like to put it in the bigger pots possible because if I'm I'm not able to water for a week, my plant won't die. <laughs> right, right, exactly. I mean, uh, so. So right now, the way I had those set up is uh, those those cherry pie were in there. They were uh, in five gallon pots, right? Not not never up potted, and those are all basically about the same age. But those cherry pies were not uptaking as much water. But they were they were. Uh, I don't know if anyone else has experienced growing cherry pie, but they were very like uh, uh, hungry in. Late veg, it was uh like phos like phosphorus hungry in late veg, and I just uh I mean you know how it, it with salts you can tune it right up. You can also find problems like that, and the same problem I would say would probably occur. You know I know well balanced soils, Maybe you don't have to you don't have to come come running down, <laughs> but uh you see what I'm saying? Like if you can correct it like that, like, at least you know. I'm not saying for the final product. Or this or that. But I'm just. Uh... And has anyone noticed like that a lot of people uh, are out here just, you know what I mean? They just look at the bag, the bag and the. Uh, the bag and the tag, I guess we could call it. <laughs> like the shiny, if it's shining and it's cheap, you know what I'm saying? It moves. It's almost harder to move like good ass herb I, I smoke all my good herbs I'm just going yeah like, that, that, that's I'll that like kind it. of problem when you got good herb then people don't want it's kind of a good they problem to pay. smoke it but they don't want to pay for yeah. it <laughs> yeah smoke yeah, it. that's it they don't want to pay for it you just said it man you didn't want to oh, say they it they want it for that it. cheaper they, they want it for the you know I mean yeah. it's a classic story it's a classic yeah. story Big cannabis. I got some people that are, yeah, I got some people that appreciate it, and I have some people that just have absolutely Yeah, my question most of the time is: Do you think the other people got something better, or is it just different and it's not what you expect that I want, that I got? I mean, because sometimes it's just not. If you're into cherry pie and Tommy got the cherry pie, fuck, go buy it. But if you don't know what you want and you buy something and it's like maybe a good representation of a strain you don't like. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, no. You have to grow a variety. You can't just monocrop anything. 
Yeah, I think that the people should just try more stuff and try just at least to write the stuff that they don't like. <laughs> so yeah, at least okay, if you okay, tell yeah, me, yeah. I don't like uh, maybe I don't know the the cookie. I don't like that that. Well, okay, then I know maybe yeah. you may like that kind of strain. Well, I don't know. People should at least just write up the. I I think if you're a, a consumer and you can have a list of good stuff and bad stuff, I saw the zombie saying everything that he had. He, he got a fucking list of it. Uh, I, I saw him showing that. I was like, holy shit. Right. Uh, what was I going to say? Something just, I just forgot. It'll come to me. Um... Can't wait for my blueberry bubba. Oh yeah, there's a lot of people that don't care what the hell is pumpkin, man. What are you drinking, bro? A lot of people that the problem is, like you guys have all said it, like you'll crush it. Go buy bulk of that. Damn, I ain't seen swag. Go buy bulk of swag. Yeah, that's my OG shit. Yeah, you all said it. You changed names and sold. You know what I mean, like. It happens. It's the market. It, it seems to be yeah, driven yeah. by marketing, young attention spans. and No, dude, I'm, I'm telling you, there's been times that, I mean, there's I've been a lot of times in my life, weed is the only thing I had. You know what I'm saying? That, there was I didn't have no one about to pay my bills if I fucked up, right? I didn't have no, you know what I'm saying? Weed was the only one. I'm, I'm for real. Like, uh. Yeah, man. man. If I don't, if I don't make, I'm talking about back in the day. I'm not talking about right now. I'm saying back in the day, it was like, man, if I don't make this shit happen, it, it doesn't. You know what I mean? Like I don't eat. Saved my life more than once. Bada bing, bada boom. I came into the game with my love of smoking and my, you know, what I'm saying honestly, my my grandma grew weed, my dad grew weed. Rest in peace to both of them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's just, you know, what I'm saying like that's just kind of how I came up. You know what I mean? So you know, whatever. Like I did see it as a ways of making money. So don't get me, you know, don't get me wrong. You know, I've done that as my lifestyle. And I'm like, you didn't sell your, you know what I'm saying? If you fucked yeah. up your weed, you ain't really have shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I, right, I washed man. dishes. I, I worked at a baseball park, cleaning up trash and shit. You know what I mean? Like not, yeah. you know, lands, I, I landscape, I roll around fertilizing yards and mowing yards. I probably got that, uh, yeah, and you probably lawsuit coming from that roundup, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. But uh, were you working uh, all year long uh, to uh, to doing that landscape stuff? Because over here, I was just able to work maybe six, eight months, and I had to do way our other stuff in the winter because I, I had nothing else. Right, right, nothing else. Or I mean, I'm just saying, like, yeah. Uh, I mean, honestly, as, as young as. Uh, like <laughs> I don't need that. I said, whatever. Like yeah, being like in middle school, dude. I'm talking about like oh, I'm, I'm trying to get the uh, cool pair of shoes and shit. Like little, you know, take a little thing yeah. and you know, hustle it or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like a little. Plus, that's when I learned uh, about smoking good weed and all that shit. I was like oh, well, I like smoking weed. I don't see a problem with it. You know what I mean? Like, well, when I've you know, learned back in the day, when it was growing bad, good when weed, I was, was that more school, this art? This was in the 90s. This was in the 90s. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit was, uh, yeah. Did, did you have that revelation that you've discovered that growing good weed wasn't more hard than having that swag? 
Right. Listen, I'm, that's what I'm saying. So smoking all that. And, uh, I mean, I, I, you know, honestly, yeah, I, look, there was times I'm like, uh, <laughs> I got to watch what I say sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. I, let's just put it like this. Weed's always been there for me. Happy New Year's, everyone. Cheers, everyone. And uh, it's it's been a part of my life since uh, before I even knew, you know, before I was smoking. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah. Shout out to shout out to Weed. You're out. What time is it? Yeah, I took a nap right before this shit. <laughs> I'm gonna take another dab. Uh, I'm gonna catch this Mommy, twenty say, and probably bounce out. I know what you mean. I was just nice. laughing at Noob's post yesterday for Chimp Jizz. Squirt the girth. Yeah, yeah. Like warm, like warm tech. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always just say about to pick the winner of the contest. One way. So, so go twenty two. Y'all better watch out. I'm entering next month, so you watch better. out. I'm entering. Fuck this. I'm coming. Just who's got the title right out. now? Who's got the belt? Just give him the one. Yeah, just give. Him, you should start passing out. the belt out, bro. <laughs> the championship <laughs> belt for the month. <laughs> just give it on now. See how I come in the room here? Because it's way warmer. It's eighty degrees in here. Feels good as hell. Dude, we have a we have a virtual yeah, tie. Holy shit! Right <laughs> I'm on the coast. Ladies and gentlemen, go vote real quick because we have. Uh, not very minutes uh, left. Not very many minutes left, and we have a virtual tie, so it could go either way in the next couple of minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, either the I don't know, do I want to trash talk? No, that's not fair. I'm running the contest. I shouldn't be one of those guys. Like uh, you know, like how in Rocky they were like the the upstart American, blah blah blah, and the three time Russian freaking oh boo. Yeah, we can't do that. Dude, I watched a movie about a family that was an Italian family. I think it's Staten Island. And it was like the big Rocky Three release. That? <laughs> I don't know. Some of those know. movies, like the whole family would go and watch it. It was nuts. But that was the whole movie. It was all about that, that day. I'm like, what? How did this movie become a thing? <laughs> Man, it used to be. It used to be. Rocky? People didn't have no, cable. It was video a movie games about a family going to the movies to see Rocky and like straight up. That was like a whole event. Like people don't realize what it is now. Like I don't. I don't think I've ever seen. I don't think I've seen an entire family going to a movie for a long time now. Honestly, like now it's just you know, dude and his girlfriend or whatever, you know, right? Like or a couple friends or something. But it used to be like the whole family would go to the movie theater, they'd get a couple buckets of popcorn. Like it was a big fucking deal because the only place to see those movies was in the movie theater. You know, now you get to see HBO and Netflix and this and that and blah blah blah. And not to mention little Johnny's playing video games. He's killing. uh, He's telling people that uh, I'm gonna fuck your mama when he's playing on uh, Call of Duty, and they're not going to the freaking movies instead. Hey, oh, I just learned today that Robin Williams was a Call of Duty player. Apparently he was a big gamer and he liked to play Call of Duty. It cracks me up. What's the first What's the first movie you ever remember seeing in a movie theater? I, I'll, I'll shout out Batman right now. The first Batman, you know what I'm saying? Michael Keaton. That's a good one. First movie I've ever seen. Either that uh, or Little Mermaid. It was one of them too. I think it came out right around the same time. But I remember doing, going both of them movies. <laughs> This movie is literally about them going to see Rocky. That's funny. 
I think I saw, I don't know if it was my first, but I saw E.T. at the, like, I guess they called it the Cinerama Dome. Um, shit, what is it called now? It was almost going to go out of business. The Arclight Cinema, Cinema Dome or whatever. This big old dome on Sunset Boulevard. My dad took me to see it. Uh, Arclight. Was it when it came out or later on? I think so, yeah. I think I saw E.T. when it came out. Uh So here's the rumor swirl about L.A. Arclight. I really a long time myself. ago, right? I couldn't tell you the first movie I saw. We used to go to the movie theaters and the generation we used to go in every Saturday, 25 cents. We went for like eight hours. Holy shit. All That's the kids. Incredible. Yeah, well, I remember Hansel and Gretel. Hansel and Gretel, I remember this this weird version of Hansel and Gretel. A lot of Woody Woodpecker and Bugs Bunny. Right. You know, all, the, all the Looney Tunes. And then uh, HR Puff and stuff. But that's when I was a little bit older. And as with my younger brothers, I had to take them. But I saw the original HR Puff and stuff when I was in the theaters. Yep. In fact, we had to sit there for like so three cool. hours because they, they were waiting for the reel to come in. And they were just playing Woody Woodpecker cartoons back to back. Oh, I'll never forget mm. that. Yeah, three hours with like, you know, five and six year olds. Yo, we used Ten to, I used to go to the drive in still as a kid. Right, right. Look at these Driving pictures. Look at these older pictures. Yeah. Man, I remember that. We have back. one. We have one drive-in in Oregon now. It's in Newburgh. I looked the other day because I was. I remember like a couple months ago. I was like, oh, I'm curious if there's any other uh, drive-throughs. That's not true. I want to say there's one in like Southern Oregon somewhere, but basically there's two drive-throughs in the entire fucking state now, and one of them basically. Yeah, they all closed down in mass during the '80s. They right. all closed down. Oh, shit, look yeah. at this. There was a couple <laughs> that lasted a while. Oh, came, the and there's one. <laughs> People, you know, there was like one or two, like Blue Hills closed down, Dedham closed down, Braintree closed Med down. Twins. The, uh, Menden's the still Med open? The Menden. Menden's open now only because uh, the uh, the brothers from uh, Phantom of Gourmet, you know, the Edelman's. You know, yeah. The was a sports Fitchburg character. had one for a long they, time. Uh, yeah. they, they're the ones that reopened it. It, it. Good movies, shitty food. You know, they always bring up the food. They do the Phantom Gourmet show. But it's like oh, the, the worst food. Oh. The food at the one we went to was good. Uh, like, good. Yeah. The good thing like, about actual the burgers and stuff. The theater, it turned into one of those theaters that, you know, has awesome indie festivals now and didn't go out of business called the Cameo in South Women. It's like the Somerville Theater or in Davis Square in Somerville or the, uh, the Coolidge Corner. You know, they do the cartoon fest every year and all that. You know, all from old tattoos all the way to the brand new stuff, the anime and all that. It's really cool. And they serve you mm -hmm. popcorn with the real butter. You know, it's not one of those showcase cinemas or whatever it is. Hey, I don't think this is the first games. movie I ever seen. But I remember seeing Star Wars as like growing up. The first, like... At the theater? You know, I did yeah. Dude, Not the, it's gotta yeah. be the second one. Oh, I, seven, I went I went seven times when that got released. It's gotta be like one, the second one. I, don't I know went seven one. times. And I saw it seven times in the theater the first two weekends it came out. I was going back to back when that first came Which out. Which one was released in the nineties? Oh man. I was oh. a freaking Star Wars freak. What Star Wars re Star was released Wars in the nineties? Like the seventies, bro. 90s, yeah, but the one been... with the uh, the kid, you know, the the one that was kind of geared towards kids because I saw it going uh, with. Uh, I was with, right uh, in between Star Wars. Yeah, I had to get Star it? Wars from my older cousins and shit. Yeah, 
I'm a, when they had that race and they were like racing those things, you know, when the kid was racing. The that Star Wars, whatever the hell it was. It was it's horrible. Race on the Like going to a Disney flick. Like, you gotta be kidding me. And they started changing and gearing them. Oh, I did that too. Adults. That was a big thing as a kid Disney on ice. <laughs> yeah, man, I saw the ice capade when I was a kid over here. The Hayscapade. I don't know if you guys I saw that. I don't know, man. I, I I could say it's not really my thing to saw those uh, Disney character dancing on ice. I'm not sure I like it. But I was kid, so I was like, oh yeah, let's go there. It's gonna be marvelous. Mm-hmm. But there was like the monster uh, trucks too. Yeah, I think I would have better like to be at the monster truck. I've never been there. Oh, you never been to the monster? Monster trucks are fun. <laughs> No, but I did. I did that race. Uh, I did uh, dirt track race with Gar later on in my life, so I'm okay. I did my trip at least. Yeah, when you're a kid, dude, and you see that big ass truck, you're like, wow. <laughs> oh man, my own fun was to do some jump with a car, and that's exactly what I'm saying that I did it. And one of my buddy was the driver, and who was able to take up the jump better than I could. So just being the co-driver was good enough for me. It's not the same feeling than pressing on the gas yourself, but if your friend is better than you, maybe you better sit on the co-driver. <laughs> I think I share a few of those videos in the the Fumidor Discord. Right, actually, yeah. But I seen Disney on ice. Yo, my family used to get discounts on it, and all the kids would go. I was a Disney kid. What? Yeah. What's the best Disney movie then? What do you think? I like Aladdin. Yeah. Um. Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones was really cool. Mm -hmm. Indiana Jones is Disney. Oh yeah. Well. Yeah, it was Disney, I think. Oh, you talk. Whoa. I think it's uh, animated. Like animated Disney. Oh, animated. Probably technically Disney. Oh, everything's I had, Disney. I had a crush on Funicello. <laughs> I, I have to. She was my babe, not Funicello. Sorry, guys. Hold on, say it again. I said Annette Funicello, one of the original, one of the original Musketeers. I had a crush on her when I was. A I was young, put it that way. That's my generation. It was an old school thing. <laughs> no way. You know? And then when she did all the peach blanket bingos with friggin' Frankie Avalon, you shit me. I was, you know, <laughs> that's my generation. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, that's Disney? Damn, look at that. I don't know about the beach blanket bingos, but, you know, the original Musketeers, but then she went off. My favorite Disney movie was probably uh, Lion King. Yeah, she died in MS, man. It's a shame. She died in Lion King's a good one. And What's uh, Jungle Book is a real good one. Yeah, I mean, I I love the you know growing up with the original Disney movies are pretty fucking good, huh? Or uh, <laughs> yeah, or even the original uh, you know Nutty Professor and the um, you know all the ones that Kurt Russell did because that's what Kurt Those Russell did. Those are funny. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know. Have you seen that movies. Christmas movie with him? Oh yeah, 
My kids yeah. love. Oh that. yeah, they yeah. Love. My my daughter likes that. She's my kids. That. That's their yeah. that's their movie. You know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, right. I'm like, we're not watching this again. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean, dude. Back Yo, to dude. back to back to back to back. Yeah, they love. You it. guys like, remember Glee Call? We used to like the tape. movie. We used to put the tape back, right, all the way to the broke. Ace Ventura, uh, the first one. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, the first one was so good. Yeah. Sandlot, remember that movie? When I was a kid, we just watched Sandlot like twenty times a day. <laughs> like it was crazy. My mom was like, "Just watch Sandlot again." <laughs> no, I lived with this girl in the eighties, and she had a daughter that was like four or five years old, and they had the uh, they had finally released the original Cinderella. And oh my god, we're you a whole six months, man. Not stop Cinderella. Cinderella, Cinderella. <laughs> you ever oh, seen this one? I know. I had some of my friends that they said when they're kid, they had kids like of uh, maybe twenty-three and maybe two two years old and maybe five. They were obsessed with some <laughs> stuff of a uh, of a uh, Disney, and they were watching it like nonstop, four hours in a row, like in loop. No problem. And I remember being there and having always that background of some of those movies. So maybe if I I listen to one of those movie movie, I will say, yeah, it's that kid that was having that that thing. When I was a I kid, remember hurting it. <laughs> we used to have like Alvin and the Chipmunk records for me to listen to and stuff. So my parents would put on and shit. Um. I mean, uh, that stuff's like, I can remember those to this day and Alvin and the Chipmunk record playing. Just the three of them, and it's probably the same guy talking, but it just used to be so entertaining. I have to say that when I saw the first, uh, I think it's a King Lion, whatever the lion's Lion King. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I've liked it. I, I was like, okay, that's a good movie. It, yeah, like it's for good. kids, but it's good. And when I saw Toy Story, the first one, I, I like was really enjoying it too. So, so yeah. yeah, at one point, like I think I enjoy some of those, uh, some 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 of those, but maybe not the uh, the new the new version of the old classic story like Cinderella and stuff like that. I saw the most recent one, and I I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe I've. I mean, I saw stuff that uh, Charlie have been raised on on TV. They were putting it again and again for the, you know, for years. And I, I saw all I, those old classic. Yeah, I saw the original when they first released it. The song of the self that Disney did that they, you know, they don't you know, wicked racist. Oh, yeah, I saw that in the movie theater when it was first released. Yeah, you know. Everything you guys are talking about, almost. I saw the original from back then, <laughs> almost. You know, I didn't see the original Fantasia, obviously. I mean, that was really early shit, you know. But you know, but they always did the re-releases. That's what you went and saw on a Saturday morning. You know, you see the Cinderellas and stuff like that. When you, were, uh, when I was, I'm talking when I was four, five, six years old. They just made a new Beauty and the Beast uh, live action, I think. There was a TV show, The Beauty and the Beast, that I remember yeah. watching with my mom. Right? Wasn't it like a 90s. musical live action? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that with my daughter. We watched yeah. that one too, the first one. The first yeah. one was decent. 
We're out here shipping. <laughs> We're out here shipping. If you got something coming, it's coming. It's some big box. Oh, yeah. I got to go to the post office tomorrow. Pumi, I got a question. Before I get off of here. I'm the guy. No, it's okay. I just, just ask it. I go. Um, so I got a package sent back. I already paid for it to be sent out, right? I'll fix the address and just go. I should just, they should just take it back without paying again. I have to pay another shipping again. Like, I, okay. It depends on how it was freaking uh, shipped. I've gotten a bunch of stuff back. Priority. Paper shipping again and stuff. You can ask them. They might just give you a free label if they're super nice, but generally you just have to pay for it again. Uh, all right. It's pretty fucking annoying. It is what it is. It's the a lot of people don't realize that like giveaways and stuff actually cost money. They're just like I don't know. It's, like it didn't cost money. Like know, it's free somehow. But no, it actually costs money. Just like stickers. Do you ever go to like a, a cannabis show or whatever, and you pick up like a fistful of stickers for all your friends? Like that fistful of stickers probably cost that person like thirty bucks. Like literally, because a lot of those stickers will be like a buck a piece. Like it's fucking. It's crazy. When I found out, I was like, really. Cause I've been guilty of taking like maybe five or six stickers. Cause I'm like, Oh, you know, I know my friend will like it. My other friend and blah, blah, blah. And seriously, I just basically robbed that person for like five, six bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah people I, you know, don't think mean, about people it. People don't calculate about your time too. Not just right. how much the postage is going to be, but the time you take to go down there. And then sometimes it's a wait in line. Who knows how long. It's so crazy now. Every international one, I have to go there and I have to fill out the customs form and I have to physically go to the post office. The other ones yeah. I can go, you know, some post offices, well, some close early now, but it used to be a lot of the post offices you could go and use the machine. So if it's just like a domestic purchase, whatever, I can go there until like midnight, basically, in many cases, some, some places 24 hours. But if it's an international, fuck, you got to go to the post office, stand there for however long, get coughed on by some idiot who's wearing the dick nose mask. You know, he's, he's clever. He's, he's got, oh, but I'm wearing a mask. Anyway, he's hacking away like a fucking flag yeah. jerk off. But hey, yeah, you have to do that. Do you want to do one? What's that? A giveaway? Go yeah, for X. In fact, I have to announce this one. Tommy, you can, you can uh, follow right back or do you want to do yours first? Go for it. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. If you want to. No, 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 no. Uh, Let's say, Let's say we'll do that one gives people that. like one more minute to win because there's like a, a difference of two votes. And I've already we'll do like voted. a game for one. Okay. You know, right on. the number game. So. Sounds good. Is that cool? like Afterwards? It. Do it. For Happy New Year. Let's do it, man. All right. Well, in that case, <laughs> I'll send. What do I want to do? I should probably I'm not prepared here. I should send myself share to me. Come on. There we go. And also share to me. No, wait. You guys don't know what I'm talking about. You're like, thinking, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, I'm talking about airplay. That's what I'm fucking talking about. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, by freaking uh, a whisker, honestly, by an actual goddamn whisker, practically. Congratulations, everybody, for participating in the Portland Cannabis Tasting Society. I guess I could show that, honestly. Uh, oh, wait, I won't because then you'll see the winners. All right, never mind. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for participating in the Portland Cannabis Tasting Society uh, photo contest. If you guys want to participate in the future, please do. Uh, it's open to everybody. It's open to, to anyone who listens to this message or hears this message or tells uh, someone about this message. If you can tag me on Instagram, you're eligible to uh, participate. Uh, most of the winners, I have to be honest, are almost always international, which is fucking annoying to me. Like Most of the viewers of this show are American, but the overwhelming majority of the winners of the photo contest are almost all international. 
So that's kind of fucking infuriating because it takes me forever to go to the post office and shit like that. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Can you Americans bring it back for a change? Uh, Noob tried. Him, Noob like tried, that, man. He got the fucking runner up. He tried his best with a great photo. Says uh, he grew this Ooh. straight up. He didn't use a man a few words. Man. He's just like, fuck you. I just, I grow this, man. Well, he didn't say fuck you. He's just like, I grew this, man. Yumi's contest. That's it. And Noob, whenever he posts, he always does well. Ladies and gentlemen, look at uh, Noob's uh, good quality. His secret is he actually knows how to grow. That's 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 just his secret. People are like, oh, does he Photoshop those images? No, man. He just he just knows how to grow. That's just he shoots it with a phone. It's not even a new phone either. It's like an older iPhone, and uh, he just has really good cannabis. Ladies and gentlemen, for like the third time. Stonershaven.ca is the winner of the photo contest. I think he actually won last month too. So if somebody could please unseat him from his awesomeness, you know, what's he going to be the four P and then the five P and then the six P. And I mean, shit, you guys got a, you guys got a, a, a freaking uh, socket to it. Look at this beautiful editing, beautiful photos, uh, nice looking flowers, uh, nice looking video here. Stoner Saban has been fucking knocking it out of the park. Congratulations, buddy. I think he's TO in the chat. If he's listening right now, very well done. Congratulations, stonershaven.ca. Well oh, done, yeah. my friend. Hey, hey, can I? I'm sorry. I, I, I don't know. I, I keep speaking up. Hey, uh, yes. Uh, let's just say the same message that went out to D goes out to him. It's after the holidays. I owe him something as well. Uh, I don't know what you told D. It's a secret. Oh, okay, so does so no, Stoner Haven no, no, no. need to contact you? Thing, you know, they'll make it there. Okay, we'll right on. Like I should write that oh, down. The, the post office is back open. <clears throat> they had a uh, a uh, gas leak or something. Holy shit! No, <laughs> I have not been there. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> it just... Are you sure? So silent <laughs> I cannot pass the border. I'm sorry. <laughs> man, those are beautiful photos. Wow. Those are really Darn, good. Those are good pics. I like the black uh the black back like that. Yeah, really nice. Yeah. Chunky, cool. right? Yeah. Did you say what strain that was? Don't make fun of your mama. Uh did he? Actually, I don't remember. Don't even usually does actually. What did he say there? I never I don't remember seeing that post. Sometimes I go off or go off for a day or two. Strawberry Fields. Uh, first two picks is Strawberry Fields. So I guess I can show this. Uh, here we go. First two picks, Strawberry Fields. Third peak pick is Supreme. So this one is Supreme. And the video is Strawberry Fields. Right. Oh, the That's Supreme looks really chunky. Right? Gorgeous. <laughs> I would fear to grow it outdoor. Oh yeah, <laughs> nice color. Fuck, it's chunky. Yeah, it looks like it's in outer space. Right. Good job. Nice pictures. Yeah, nice filter on it. Good job. Man. Uh, well done. Very creative. I'm always telling people be creative, man. Because uh, the votes are by people's choice, so uh, I don't rig the vote. I don't stay here and and uh, uh, pick who wins or whatever else. I just vote for somebody the way that everybody. In fact, I vote for everybody, honestly. So my vote is probably the most meaningless because I vote for literally everybody. Uh, but uh, uh, you know, the people who like, or how to say this, the 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 most creative photos usually win. Like whenever D posts something, it's always super creative and fun. And he's always either the winner or second place because uh, uh, he's won a couple of times too. Uh, Stoner's Haven has gotten really super creative. 
uh, on and on, noob, you name it. A lot of these folks have actually have really fun, interesting photos. And again, not with like fancy ass, expensive cameras or some crazy shit. Both these guys are just using phones pretty much. So uh, don't feel like you have to have some crazy lenses or whatever else. Good job. Well done. Oh, yeah. Cheers. Hey, Tommy, Dora, do you remember do, uh, the... Go ahead, dude. Oh, sorry. Do you remember the, the the post that I've shared with you? It wasn't from me, but it, the, the the plant looked like the bud is like a dreadlock instead of a normal bud. I do remember and, that, yeah. It yeah, was a while and, ago, though. Yeah, and that that kind of strangeness in cannabis, I really like. I would like to have a... If I do a contest of myself i would just like to see those different stuff that you, it look amazing but it may not be what you would put those bots in the market but it's those kind of thing that we're missing in the the buying market it's just those mm. strange phenotype that go in cannabis it's amazing it may be good smoke maybe not but it just looks so fucking weird <laughs> like the last one was uh, the the freak show before that there was a looking picture of people growing it and i was what the fuck is that <laughs> that look amazing <laughs> maybe it's not a say, good D smoke just posted but a couple it looked good was it D or somebody else that just posted some really D's got it. Yeah, yeah D's that's, got it. Yeah. All right. I gotta go. Taking off smashed. Right on, man. Yeah, I'm yeah. tired. Uh, Have a good night, everyone. I was gonna tell you congratulations, but I don't know what for. So I guess just yeah. like uh Um I got I got asked if Chad Westport hit me up. Anyways, oh, right on. Like, yeah, so I think I'm gonna be doing that. Soon, so I'll give you more details. But That's yeah, fun. cheers, everyone. Okay. All right. Cheers. Brad. Have a good one. Happy New Year, bud. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Cheers, dude. Bernie, come on. Uh, why can't I find? Oh, that's because I'm looking at the zombie two, not the zombie one. You you clone some zombie. No, D Zombie has a backup account. Why can't I find his main account? Oh, here we go. There it is. <laughs> it's an oh, somebody else. No, he is he is showing this, but I feel like there was another photo that was just super fucking weird. Like this photo is weird enough, but this was from a few days ago. Yeah, this was from three days ago. I could have sworn he posted another photo. Well, no. Damn. Yeah, you're throwing that duck foot or the uh is it what is that freak show? I guess that's D. Yeah, he's not on yeah, right that's... now. But... Is he there? No, he took off. Oh, he's, he's sleeping. Oh, sorry. <laughs> he's growing Morgana, though. He's growing uh, sour yeah. Morgana. He's growing uh, a couple other Morganas. He's I sent him a couple of prototypes. Uh, it's cool. He's going to be one of the only people that has this uh, uh, Queen Anne's Revenge uh, prototype that I sent out, and I ended up not using that mail. So it's going to be one of the only people that's going to be fun to see with that. It's going to be fun to see the difference between that and, and uh, something else. Anyway, what's going on, Johnny? Summertime. Cheers, buddy. Another uh, multiple winner there at the, uh, in the chat. Cheers, my friend. I feel like we haven't seen Johnny in a bit. He's probably been off uh, photographing people. What's going on, man? I don't know, ladies and gentlemen. I feel like we, uh, I don't know, if somebody doesn't hop on here, we might start to wrap up a little bit. I don't know, maybe we'll do a uh, last call unless somebody wants to hop on and bullshit with us. Uh, come and chat. Tell us about your garden. Tell us about what you're uh, growing or, or smoking or fucking breeding or whatever else. And uh, 
don't know, tell us what you're photographing or something else. Otherwise, I don't know, last call. Maybe try to make the next 420 if we can do it. I bet we can do it, honestly. Yeah. That's what I meant to fucking do when I walked in. We're professional stoners here, man. We're professionals. There's no actors here, or are we? For legal purposes, we are actors. This show is educational and entertainment purposes only. But let's say we are professional stoners. Let's say we, we consider ourselves. We, th- we like to think of ourselves as professional stoners. I'll say that. In our opinion, we are professional stoners. Well, how does this qualify? You can never find your phone charger. Ever. Then you're a professional stoner. That's it. If Larry Cable Guy had a whole routine about stoners, that would be involved. Yeah. <laughs> Oh shit! I might check down one other drink. Have a nice sleep on that. So happy, happy New Year's, uh, Year's. I'm gonna do a giveaway. Oh yeah, we gotta do my giveaway. Let's do That's it. A... I'm already going to the post office. Fuck it. Let's 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 rack it up. <laughs> let's say. I think Atomic got the Lime River Rose, and uh, Atomic uh, DM me about something with Coot, and uh, I'm trying to work on that. No promises, but oh. go ahead, Tommy. I don't know. Atomic we'll was asking something in the chat. I'm trying to find a beer that I can drink right now. Something very light. 5.5? That's what I look at. I'm like, I don't want this cup to be triple block. At the dispo. What percent is it, man? Who's <laughs> the strongest alcohol, bro? Look at Bernie. Look at Bernie. Nice looking, looking dog. Triple block. He probably was just licking his ass. That's why he was doing it. He wanted to uh, inoculate you with his ass germs. He's got that infamous shit. <laughs> <laughs> he runs around trying to eat shit. Trying to break him with that. What do you do uh, have the dog not do that? Uh, Dude, he's a puppy. Yeah. Pu- puppies are fucking a different force of nature. I mean, he's just, not always, but like every once in a while, like, dude, what are you, like, are you really doing that? Dude, like, they'll chew on ladders, they'll chew on everything. They'll chew on fucking steel, they'll chew on grass, they'll chew on literally anything. That's how ready. they investigate the world. Yeah. Yeah, he's cool looking dog. Thank you. He is getting big, look at that. He's not even that old, is he? What is he, like, not even eight months old or something? Uh, let's see, I think, like, right around July 3rd or 4th was his birthday, like, we'll just say oh, July wow. 4th. Right on. Yeah, so. Yeah, I think it was, like, burned. Like, the first couple of days of July this year. He's probably, I don't know, would you say he's going to double still? Maybe. Uh, uh, Maybe not. Maybe not double. Yeah, I mean, he, I don't know. I think it's just, he better slow down. <laughs> he's going to fill out, probably. Yeah, he'll probably fill yeah, out he's going to fill out. But I think I might be overfeeding him and not exercising him. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> Gorgeous dog. Bernie, say yeah. hi. <laughs> Bernie. I love white shit. Oh, my God. I was uh, We've talked about, like, dog trainers and stuff on the show before. And I was talking about how, oh, I kind of like this dude. Uh, I read a couple of his books. Uh, uh, and I was like, you know, pre- prepare yourselves. You know, I, I don't think that this guy is like, you know, super legit, blah, blah, blah. But I liked his books. I was talking about Caesar Milan. And I was like, oh, I kind of enjoyed his show. And I kind of liked a couple of his books. And I was like, you know, it's it's not whatever, blah, 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 blah. But there was some fun stuff. Turns out that the, the chat was giving me a mountain of shit for it. Turns out the chat might have been right. 
evidently one of his dogs, and I remember this fucking dog from his show, Junior, evidently mauled the shit out of uh, uh, Queen Latifah's dogs. I guess she was uh, having uh, her dogs training training with him or whatever. And uh, I guess the, the the one dog, it was like this whole storyline in his show that Junior is the new uh, successor to, I don't even remember what the other dog's name was, um, Senior or something. I honestly don't remember. This uh, chill old uh, uh, gray uh, Pitbull basically was the old like uh, Buddha dog. And then uh, he was basically uh, retiring and getting old. And so Junior replaced him on the show. Well, apparently Junior, the the, the freaking personal dog of, of season one, was just like this out of control fucking mutt that like mauled. He mauled like uh, uh, some personal assistant for Queen Latifah. She's like suing him for like a bunch of money for it too. Like mauled like two of her dogs. He's a the, the dog killed like some other dog. Like, I don't even know the, the, the guy apparently is just making everything up again. Just reality TV is just total fucking horseshit. Basically, you know, like they just record the good stuff and, uh, and, uh, you know, just erase all the bad, or if they want to make people look bad, they just basically show you all the bad stuff and cut all the, all the good stuff that happens too. But I was disappointed when I read that. I don't know. Like I, I really like the, um, the, the part that I liked about his training was the calm assertiveness, frankly, more than anything else. And, uh, honestly, it's a little bit, uh, a passe maybe because it, it, how do I say this that kind of concept pops up again in you know Buddhism and all kinds of different stuff but anyway with a dog it's very important not so much to show that's another thing that I like too he wasn't uh he was teaching people arguably the wrong thing about the whole alpha pack shit that whole stuff has been disproven but he was doing it in a more positive way whereby he's walking in front of the pack as opposed to he's the god of the pack which I feel like a lot of trainers in the past at least a lot of traders I was exposed to uh, were doing. Um, so I don't know. I kind of liked his method and the shows were entertaining. So I'm disappointed every time I hear stuff like that, that it's just basically total fucking horse shit. I, don't know, I suppose you can take the good elements out of it, but whatever. Just what it is. Um, Ian likes the noises. <laughs> right. Those were super fucking annoying. Just so you know, I never did that. I was just like, because my dog actually at the time, my dog gave me a funny look when every time I did it, he was like, really? Are you serious? Like, you're going to fucking, you're going to basically treat me like a, I don't even know, like a dog. Or I guess he, my dog probably, if he could talk, he probably would have said that. You're like, you're going to treat me like a dog, motherfucker? What is this? But, like, since he was a puppy, he'd sleep on the bed and stuff. He was totally like, he was a chill fucking dog. We're trying to adopt now. We have a virtual house visit, whatever. Ready for it? Yeah, getting it pre-approved around here. No kidding. Yeah, you can't get any Uh, dogs out of state because of COVID. You can't uh, valid. Every place I go to that has any kind of credibility, they want to. You're gonna get screened. My God, they want everything freaking down to your medical record. Right now, yeah, pretty pathetic. So I get I get some some dead plants in the house. I gotta get rid of the basement (laughs) because they literally want to go through every closet. Like just open the door. Uh, yeah, I don't, you know, I haven't done it yet because I don't know how I feel about it. To be honest, with you. So uh, it's been like a month, and they keep emailing me. You're ready? <laughs> I've gone through. This is the last step. Is this house virtual house visit? Did you say for a refinance? No, for a dog. No, for a dog. <laughs> for a dog? Yeah, no shit. Yeah, bro. <laughs> So he's like, what? That's what I'm thinking. My wife goes, really going to fucking give us a second mortgage? It's like, yeah. Yeah. Like, what What do you mean you're going to go through my house? I was a kid, man. You were killing dogs left and right. You were lucky to just give them away at the MSPCA. I'm sorry. I don't know for a second. I'll be honest. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's why I haven't done it yet. I'm like, 
Three weeks, yeah. four weeks, and I haven't gotten back to him. Like, you know, even though it's the final step, but it's like, God, it's, yeah, whatever. I'm still going to think about it. Good effort. Here we go. Here's something cool. I disagree a little it's, bit with um, it's from my daughter. So, you know, what am I going to say? Yeah, well, who was that? Oh, that's Darren McCarty. I met him. Real cool dude. Cool. At Gene Traders. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not doing no fucking normal commercials for Gene Traders. Sorry. <laughs> this ain't a commercial. Yeah. I, I was practically doing the commercial for build a soil yesterday. I was laughing to myself. I'm like, man, at build a soil, you can find blah, blah, blah for great prices. No, <laughs> like, what the I fuck? Don't I don't even know. Me. I don't even know the guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, no, he was real cool. Uh, played for the uh, Red Wings for a while, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not big into hockey. I, I could tell you the NFL. Maybe some baseball stuff, too. Hockey's the one with the, the grass, right? The dog's eating yeah. the hat. Look at the dog doing it. It's called It's one of the baskets, I think. Look how hashy these scissors are. The bro. Holy oh, shit, that's some hashy shit. Holy crap. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Look at that. Awesome. I love it. Oh, crazy. Now that's cake. I've been organizing and cleaning shit. These ones have been kind of lost in the sauce, I think. Um, what was I going to say? I forget. I'm sorry. I'm kind of buzzed up. I, I buy a couple of new new ones every week. New ones every week. Right, right. Yep. Look, what, have you, what do you guys use for trim scissors? That's a good one. That's a easy one. Uh, hey, we're out of stock for the longest time on like chicken masses, but I bought a pair of chicken masses finally again. Yeah, you like the chikamasas? What do you get? The, Dude, uh, I love them. Here, I'll show you. I think I still have them in the package because it's like a hat with a sticker on it still. So boring. That's another thing I have trouble saying unless someone says it right before me. Chikamasas. You know? If I try to read it, uh, I, can't, I can't read it. You know? like, Look at that. Brand new. Shiny. Oh. Sparkly. Uh, I think I used them once and then literally put them back because I'm serious. My grocery store hasn't had them. These are the ones with the fluorine and they've had the other ones, but not the fluorine or if they would have the fluorine, they wouldn't have the curved. So basically like they would always have none of the right one. They would have the stainless steel straight blade instead of the curved fluorine. And finally they had the curved fluorine. I felt like buying three of them, but I didn't because it'd just be fucking dumb. It'd be like $75 in trimmers. But, uh, Dude, it's so nice. And that little curved thing. Oh, my God. It's so you think it's not a big deal. But honestly, like, uh, especially with cannabis, you always want to get that little sugar leaf. You can get that little sugar leaf when it's straight. You end up either bending or bruising the bud or you can't really get into there to get the sugar leaf or you have to snip twice. With this one, you just bloop, 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 and you're fucking done. Yeah, the curved blade. But the, the fluorine makes a big difference. And I know these chicken mosses, they stay sharp a little bit longer. There's a little bit more comfortable. Um, again, I'm not sponsored or anything. I paid the freaking gross store price, but yeah. I like them. What are those? Twenty bucks. Twenty five bucks with the the with my discount. They have all. The, I kind of don't like that whole that whole system, but whatever. Everybody has different prices, different discounts. You'll pay twenty five bucks, and the guy right behind you will pay fifteen because he has like the freaking super saver discount, and the guy behind him will pay like thirty seven dollars. It's really ridiculous. Yeah, and so around here we got about fifty. 50 pair of these but you know what that's I mean that's funny yeah paying more money paying more money than a couple pair of chicken mops chicken now I can't say it again <laughs> right. uh, you know what I mean I, so, yeah. I, I agree I, I've had a couple pair of those and they are really good scissors I mm. agree uh, 
but yeah, these spring loaded ones, someone obviously this is probably from like outdoor harvest with uh mm. you know what I mean, people doing uh I'm not saying people like that, but I, me and me or my one other. I have the, the spring-loaded ones, too, which I actually quite like. I'm, I have nothing to say uh, bad about them. But I've heard uh, uh, some folks say that, uh, believe it or not, the uh, these are unspring-loaded. These are just the ones that I use. for. They're all sticky. These are the ones I use right. just for my uh, personal weed. But it's basically the same scissor, but not uh, curved. Uh, I got them without the, the spring. Okay, now they're all sticky, so that's kind of freaking stupid. But I got them without the spring because I read uh, not too long ago that that repetitive motion of... Uh, 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 the spring basically was causing some growers, especially trimmers, to get carpal tunnel and stuff. And, you know, all of us are getting fucking older, right? So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it without the springs. And sure enough, it's kind of nice, honestly, to be able to switch between them. So, like, I have the other ones with the springs, and now I have the ones with the like without the springs. So, like, whenever my hand gets a little tired, I'll just switch to the other one and switch to the other one. And I feel like uh, it'll be nice to have uh, uh, both of them. I don't know. I don't know that it's necessarily going to give you carpal tunnel just because of freaking springs but i don't know better be safe sorry i don't know that's uh no it's it's real no it is real i uh mm. uh what i they diagnosed it as uh, i guess tendonitis mm. but i uh I, I blew up my i almost blew up my like inside of my wrist uh one time trimming like uh oh wow through harvest season like, like after like, like, harvest or something Right. Honestly, I didn't make any money. I didn't really uh-huh. get anything. I didn't benefit at all out of it. <laughs> mm. You know what I'm saying? It was like a, you know, basically like a, a slave farm. Mm. <laughs> I well, I've said this before, and we're, we're still early enough in it that, you know, cannabis has been legal. Uh, Kud always talks about this. I think it was like 2016, maybe 2015 or 2016 in Oregon that it basically that they blew the doors off. And before that, it had been recreational or whatever. But that was when like dispensaries and all that kind of stuff. And they started to open up farms and whatever else. So in the past, like trimmers got paid really good money. Uh, now they get paid like you know, 15 bucks an hour or something, honestly, most of the yeah, time. Uh, but uh, I haven't checked lately. But what's that? Yeah, I suppose that's right. It's by the hour. It's by the pound. But if, you know what I mean? They don't get paid all that freaking much. But it used to be they could walk away with a few hundred bucks in a day. Uh, but um, what am I saying? Uh, a lot of this stuff is so new that the injuries that will develop as a result of, let's say, trimming for eight hours or 10 hours a day for freaking 10 years, that hasn't popped up yet. And so, I mean, like five or 10 years from now, we're going to have all these people that basically worked in a grow room doing the 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 you know the the i don't know what deleafing or whatever you know like hunched over on their back deleafing for five hours a day suddenly these people are gonna have all these freaking spine issues or degenerative disc issues or whatever else just from repetitive freaking cannabis jobs and it's just it's kind of weird that nobody ever really talks about this kind of stuff you know like the 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 trimming stuff a lot of it's not super ergonomic a lot of the trimming places you see it like they're not even using the trim bins or anything like the trim bins aren't even all that ergonomic but they're way better than the other stuff i mean they're actually not bad honestly i kind of like them there's a little bit of support for your hands and stuff but i mean like a lot of people just trim on like an aluminum remember how subcool used to do it on a piece of fucking aluminum like a turkey tray just with all the stuff loose and then on his lap Uh, bending up on a pillow like half sideways dude a great way to get all kinds of freaking problems i do i will say right now that uh i i agree exactly no one really talks about this I was talking when I, when uh, me and my cousin were trying to like operate the business and shit. When I was starting up like the license uh, facility, and you had to put together like basically like quarter of the facility to get approved and this and that. 
And I was, I did, I was doing everything. I was the jack of all trades doing all this shit. And I was like, you know, been doing it forever. But, uh, it was like, man, dude, like you, like, you know what I mean? Like you got to smoke so much medical weed just to do this job. You know what I mean? Like, and I was even about the, I was even talking about like, we should write a book about, uh, <laughs> like I only needed medical cannabis cause I worked in medical cannabis. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Right, like the full circle. I'm a regenerative person that just uh, is in the in the system. You know what I'm saying? I'm like a I'm like an orange peel getting chewed up by a worm or some shit. (laughs) You duck the drawer and you prescribe yourself some good cannabis, right? Uh, (laughs) I got to get a phone charger, guys. I hope I don't go out. I'm gonna go back in the house. You needed it so much, you became the president. Play on the freaking old uh, hair club for men. Remember that guy? Smells like his name. Uh, Johnny Summertime, I guess I'm laughing, but it's not a funny issue. Uh, Johnny Summertime is saying yeah, his barber has crazy issues with his shoulders from cutting hair for years. And I've heard that plenty of times, believe it or not. Uh, and this is, this is a big one because in the U.S., a lot of these folks don't have retirement plans. A lot of them don't have even health care plans, on and on. Uh, hairdressers, barbers, uh, uh, nail salon people, all those people, like the hairdressers, they're basically standing, hairdressers and barbers, they're standing at a chair for eight or 10 or 12 hours a day. I mean, if they own their own place, they're standing there all day, basically. Uh, but even if they're just renting a chair, they might, they might be there the whole fucking day uh, and literally standing on like a cement floor because the cement floor is easier to clean on and on. You know what I mean? So they develop crazy problems in their, their, their back, their legs, their freaking uh, spine, on and on and on. It's crazy we don't talk about this stuff uh, more. Um, I don't know. What do you do? A lot of folks just sweep stuff under the rug. I remember way back in college, and this was a long time ago. I mean, it's fucking time passes, right? I remember uh, it was for me at the time, it was just a summer job, but every single person in the cafeteria that worked there full time had a long term injury from having worked in that cafeteria. Now I'm sounding like Che Guevara or something, honestly, but I'm like, fuck. Every single person there had a lagging. And one of the reasons why I knew that is because I was the young guy in the shop. And they're like, can you pick this up for me? My back is bad. Can you do this for me? My back is bad. And they weren't lying. It's the weird thing. They weren't actually lying. You know, or my knee is bad or my wrist is bad or my this is bad or my that's bad. And it all happened on the job. But, yeah, I was general oh, you just muted yourself. Huh? Right. Yeah, general contract. That's basically it. I mean, that's the number one thing. Doctors say, is, uh, you know, they almost walk when you tell them, you know, what do you do? You tell them it's like, you know, on top of growing wheat, but you don't tell them that part back then. But it's like, you know, yeah, it's like, and they just laugh at you. It's in the orthopedics I went through, spinal specialist, they'd be like, uh, yeah, they kind of like, oh, yeah, okay, you're one of them. <laughs> Think your back's gone? I'm not surprised. No joke, man. And uh, you learn the problem too late to fix it. That's one of the, the most annoying things. You, know, you guys like see me walking around here. You see me on shoulder most of the time at my natural walk. I, I, mm. My father had the same problem. But I mean, he wasn't a, you know, he was a white collar guy. But, but uh, yeah, you guys see me on shoulder. It's just my wife kind of joked. She's like, my God, <laughs> your father's 20 years older than you. And he almost walks better than you do. <laughs> but we still, you know, I get that hunch. Yeah, it sucks. But it hurts right now, my spine. I'm sitting in. Yeah, I got a friend who uh, uh, says I mean, that. Uh, about it? I can't. What am I going to lay down on my back for the rest of my life? You know, I mean, right. the, the, these are the questions you're going to ask yourself. And you're right. This country does not provide. You got to provide for yourself no matter what. 
when I go to health school, I'm dead. Thank God I live in Mass where I get right. at least reasonable Something. cost for my health care. But hmm. you know, I still pay for it. Yeah, Oregon, yeah. California, we all basically still participate yeah. in that whole uh, healthcare yeah. exchange, whatever, at least it's semi-reasonable. It's still not as good as other countries. Uh, Let me ask you this. You know, whatever, but, my, so. my brother was out there, and you know, he was out there in the 90s, mid-90s, he was saying that when he lived in Oregon, he was saying that they, like they, back then anyway, they had this lottery, you know, they, uh, everybody who doesn't have healthcare, whatever the case, you know, you throw the name in, and um, they only pick like 350 people a year or something, Whatever the hell it that was. was the original yeah. Oregon Health Plan, yeah. Yeah, yeah, is that what it was? Yeah, so yeah, he and one of my that. friends, I want to say, got on the lottery one year, but it was literally like it was a lottery, like every year. Uh, yeah. I don't remember exactly how. I don't think it was for one year at a time, but it was like maybe two years at a time, mm -hmm. and sure. then once your term was up and you just it was back. And they didn't do that intentionally. They weren't trying to fuck with people. They just literally only had a certain amount of money, and there was no more money to give. There was still quite a few Republican. Uh, I mean, Oregon has quite a few Republicans. It's 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 by geography geographic area. It's honestly a Republican state. It's a, the, all of America, like all the agrarian areas, are Republican, and all the cities are Democrat basically. So Oregon is the same thing. <clears throat> Two-thirds of the population lives in Portland, Salem, Eugene, on and on. But yeah. the geographically, two-thirds of the state is uh, a right wing. So by, at the time, still to this day, there's quite a bit of op opposition. Uh, remember the whole, um, what were the, the, the Bundys and stuff that took over that, that yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, nature reserve? They were from Oregon and stuff, right? and that reserve was from Oregon. Right. Anyway, um, uh, there was quite a bit of resistance to the Oregon Health Plan, and so people didn't want to fund it more and on and on. So there was literally only enough for like, like you say, I remember 300 or 500 people a year. It was always a joke. People hear about it like, really? Are you serious? Don't you have a zero off or something? No, man. It was like three, 400 people. But it was life-changing for those people, right? Yeah. Like one of my friends actually got on there and finally for the first time in their, I don't know, 20 years or 15 years, they fixed their teeth. Because it was pretty generous. I think it had teeth and uh, dental vision, blah, 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 medical. I don't remember. Hearing. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and hearing too, I think. Right. Yeah. We're the same way. I mean, we have a you know mass. Everybody thinks that, you know on the general election go blue, but you know consistently been blue for you know pretty much forever. But uh, you know we're a conservative state. We work, you know more often than not have Republican governors and uh, Republican led legislation too. So you know even though we go blue, we're a very conservative state when it comes to it. Can't think of another country, Charlie's. You'd be a you'd be a good person to ask about this. I cannot think of another country's that consistently is dominated by the rural parts of the country. Right. Like there are plenty of countries in the world now that are, let's say right wing or left wing, whatever, because you know, we, we actually do that differently than everybody else does, frankly. Uh, but uh, like Hungary now is basically a right wing country, even arguably Poland right. is a right wing country on and right. on and on. Uh, but I don't think I have ever seen a country where literally the, the agrarian and, and, not even rural. suburban, but the rural parts of the country basically yeah. dominate all the cultural and, and economic policy. And they actually policy. are less than, when it comes down to the percentage of them that vote, is only, they're only a quarter of the population of the whole country. Right. A weird, a quarter and a, a weird situation we're in now. Yeah, it's not. It's like a quarter of the country to a third of the country runs the country. It's just right. kind of absurd. It really it's like is Wyoming absurd. has two senators and 300-something thousand people. And yeah. uh, California has two senators and 38 million people. Right. We have an integrated oh, system. I mean, yeah. we're not, we were never a full, a full democracy because we were a democratic republic. But, I mean, we can get into the weeds about it. More people, most of them won't even get it anyway. And I don't mean that in insulting way. It's just the way it is. Because um, you just don't know this stuff overnight, the intricacies of everything. But you can see how it's a club up there of 
Capitol Hill, you know, they say they, you know, the good old boys up there, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, both parties, you know, I've always been an independent. I've never been a freaking Democrat or Republican. I've mm. voted for both consistently based on their, their character first and their, uh, you know, how much bullshit they're, they're, they're feeding out there because they all feed bullshit no matter what. And, um, you know, you try and weed through it as much as you can. <clears throat> you know, not that I've ever, general election, sorry, I, I, I did not, Reagan sucked, uh, Nixon sucked. Um, you know, I, I didn't vote for Ford, I voted for Carter. Um, you know, certainly not Reagan. Douchebag. <laughs> and uh, I didn't vote for the Bushes. So almost, I almost voted for freaking Ross Perot back in 92. But uh, other people do. You know, but yeah, I mean, just a little bullshit. Bush second did, you know, gonna, gonna get revenge for his or, uh, you know, yeah, revenge for his father, you know. I mean, Saddam Hussein like, said it on <clears throat> on his national TV and he kind of laughed at Basically said as much, yeah. I'm in you power, you Yeah, I'm in power. Look what you did. Left me in fucking see you later. So you know that don't bullshit with Cheney and fucking, uh, sorry to say, um, Powell had to go out there and Spew that speech about friggin' weapons. Oh, fucking man, I don't yeah. want to get into the That's politics. The rest of the world basically talked about it. I don't mean to get into the politics. The worst part is that this isn't even that. really politics. That's the fucking stupid mm. thing. This is no, history that we're facts. talking about. But as soon as we bring it up, people will be like, well, you just better heard about politics because yeah. they'll have a political take about what we're talking about. Like yeah. so far, I don't think you have said anything that is actually political, but people will take it as political. Even just yeah. bringing up Powell and the fact that he lied yeah. in front of the UN, which is a documented fact, yeah. people will say that that's if political. If you look at history, just, just look at this. Up. Lincoln was a great president, no question about it. But if you look even in the history of, of uh, who's held office, the presidential office over the years, we've always had a panic during and then, of course, the worst oppression under who? The regulators. Who the deregulators? The Republicans. Let them do anything they fucking well want. I mean, even the Dodd Frank Act of 2008 or finally passed in what was it, 2010 or 2012, I forget. But anyway, Bonnie Frank, obviously from Massachusetts, helped write a Dodd Frank Act. But it was to protect the consumer from the banks that were doing the predatory lending with the mortgages and everything else. And obviously, letting people say whatever they wanted, not checking it. He needed no paperwork. I mean, it was a no paper mortgage. I mean, come on. That's insane. How do you not prove your income and be able to pay this money back? And then, um, you know, thanks to Bush, deregulating the banking system, everything. In fact, they actually said in so many words that um, banks are allowed to lie to you or investors or, or um, brokers allowed to lie to you in order to get your money. And so many, that's what Dodd-Frank came in and said, no, you can't do that anymore. You can't do predatory lending. And now they've slowly, you know, of course, Trump slowly started backing that off. All that BS, you know, all the deregulation. But if you look over, my whole point is you look over here, panic of 1917, uh, the panic of 1897, I think it was. Um, and then you had the Great Depression of 30, you know, the crash of about 29. And then you had um, um, even, even why did Bush Sr. have to raise taxes? Because, you know, of course, triple down economics doesn't work. And they, and they, they said that, <clears throat> you know, um, I can't remember the guy's name that wrote, wrote the tri triple down economics for Reagan. But the night Reagan was going up to sell it to the American people for the first time, the gentleman that wrote it said, hey, is that Carter Hunt Mike saying, hey, does anybody tell him this won't work yet? Is that this, this system won't work? Literally said that Carter Hunt Mike. And um, you can look it up. And uh, 
You know what I mean? It's like insane. It's insane shit, you know? And I'm not saying that Democrats are any better. I mean, last oh, time... A, dude, this is... No, Democrats are better than this. Someone, someone has to say this. I have to be honest. Yeah. The, Listen, the, the worst part of now. the situation that we're in is that a terrible party, because the Democrats are a terrible, hapless, step-on-their-own-useless-dick party. Right. They have been useless for the longest time right now i guess right now i'm showing trickle down economics but uh they have been pretty useless for a while now they pull themselves out of it every once in a while like i think obama was pretty good on balance you know he could have been a lot better again with these fucking robe beetles i can't believe it sometimes i think it's the beer honestly like the robe beetles smell the beer and they're like oh i'm gonna come and fucking eat something that lives here Maybe that's what it is. They like smell the sweet stuff. Dude, I don't even know. It's fucking annoying because you guys probably think I'm covered in bugs here, but it's a little fucking rove beetle. They look like little scorpions. They're so freaking funny. That's it, baby. Anyway, uh, how is this in a freaking um, trickle down? What was I talking about right before that shit? Uh, Yeah, but they're not equal. They're not equal in what they're doing. You know what I mean? The Democrats are hapless shitbags of a party. Their bench right now is useless. You know, they're talking about, uh, Democrats are talking about basically primarying uh, Biden because Biden probably cannot fucking win. I mean, Jesus Christ, even Democrats are sick of his shit. He promised to cut uh, interest rates. Uh, He he promised to honestly uh, cut, uh, uh, what am I talking about? Uh, um, I guess I'm a little bit stoned. He promised to uh, uh, either uh, push back or even cut a student loan debt, student loan loan interest, which is a bizarre animal. A lot of folks don't know anything about that, but anybody who had to take student loans, a lot of people did. My sister did uh, for a bachelor's, you know, she's not a fucking doctor or whatever, right? She doesn't make a hundred thousand dollars a year, but she had to take student loans to go to college. And those student loans are not dischargeable. Congress created a fucking loophole where those loans can follow you until you're fucking deaf. Yeah, and from yeah. your death, they can pull the money from your corpse. Pretty literally, I think they can pull the money from your fucking uh, uh, burial fund, evidently. Anyway, that's so cruel and so unfair. It blows yeah. my fucking yeah. mind. Uh, and that includes, honestly, the bullshit diploma mills and everything else, right? They've only really been prosecuting those diploma mills for a few years now. All the people that graduated from ITT Tech from like right. five, ten years ago, they're still yeah. on the hook for those shitty fucking loans. The last yeah. few years, people have been basically getting those things discharged. Remember, the ITT Tech right. got taken down for being a... Thank yeah, you. right. They're all Dude, fucking scams. All 100%. Yeah, Anyway, uh, that yeah, should have no, been a no-brainer. Right. Yeah. Weed legalization right. should have been a no-brainer. Community college for everybody now, should have been a no-brainer. Right? On and on and on and on. Perfect example, though, uh, Kumi, right? They're in power now, and they're not going to Well, I mean, okay, they have a horrible opposition, yeah. let's be honest. The, but they can't they even whip it. their own. Dude, they yeah, can't I even know. whip their own party. They're all like, oh, so, poor us. It's Joe Manchin. Hey, listen, Who the fuck is Joe Manchin? Beat his ass. It's from Boston. I can't stand her. Mm. Sorry, one of the reps. She's not a senator, mm. obviously. Warren's not bad. I mean, she's a super liberal, but she's looking out. She's like an extremely intelligent woman. You know, she's a professor at. Uh, she's uh, easily she the smartest person in Congress. JFK. Yeah. yeah, she's extremely intelligent, and everything that she says is true. I mean, when you help the least of your brethren, you are lifting literally everybody else up. That's why trickle down never works because they just pocket the money. You know, the mm. rich people, the one percenters. I mean, look what they've done all the time. It was originally you know? called horse and sparrow economics, you know, right. where the horse yeah. shits, the sparrow will pick out the freaking crumbs. What's the only state to, to, to trickle, the Republican state, and they, they, they did trickle down in the 90s, literally on steroids. And what happened? Only state to ever go bankrupt. Indiana. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Pence. Kansas almost Thanks, got buddy. fucked, too. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Kansas was trying yeah. an extreme version of that and went very poorly yeah. the last few years. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, this, this does not work. The, no, it doesn't work. But, you know, 
They're looking after the, the, the corporations. They're looking after but the, then on the other hand, boys. we have the big Democratic donors, Party that cannot convey to you why they're yeah. better. It blows yeah. my mind. Like they can't they, communicate. I would argue that they are significantly better than the party, but it basically wants the apocalypse. And I'm not right. actually joking about right. that. A lot of them literally yes. want the fucking apocalypse. It's not hard to pick one that's better than that, but somehow the Democrats make it difficult because yeah. they're so fucking hapless. So yeah. yeah. Really is. We really need a, 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 like my a re- invigoration or some shit. I don't even know. Yeah. They could fuck up a free lunch like my father would say. They seriously could. Truly fuck yeah. up a free lunch. Yep. Yeah. And they never support their strongest politicians, you know, Bernie yeah. and AOC and all those people. Yeah. They yeah. always leave them to twist in the fucking wind. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, but the thing is, is most of us are moderates. We want that compromise. You're not going to get everything you want. Nothing. I'm not. Perfect. I'm liberal as fuck. I was all day, all day, yeah, yeah. and I'll defend it Why to the fucking grave. I don't give a shit. And people always say, oh, you're liberal. Now you're not like getting more liberal as I you know, grow older because I find more reasons liberal, to be fucking pissed fiscally off. Fiscally conservative. Yeah, I'm socially liberal, fiscally conservative. That's exactly where I stand. Listen, man, if it doesn't affect my life in a, in a, in a negative way, do whatever the hell you want. It's got nothing to do with me, man. Mm. You know? and, vice, and vice versa. Even still, how you conservative know? are you? We should you look know, out basically for health uh, uh, care and what do we talked about. Right. You basically right. you scoffed at the fact that there's no support in this country. Like, you're already basically uh, uh, socially, well, okay, in Europe, this is the weird thing where I said, like, you know, our politics are totally different. Like, the, the, the what do they call them, the Christian Democrats in, in Germany? They're conservative yeah, yeah. as fuck, and yet they're all in favor of the fucking uh, uh, healthcare system and right. uh, uh, aid for the poor, the infrastructure, on and on. They just have different priorities that yeah. a lot of Republicans wouldn't even really understand what the fuck they're talking about. It's it's really a bizarre situation. I don't get it. Yep. You're yeah, all they talk do. about is like guns and stuff. I don't understand. Opposition at any cost, the Republicans, no matter what. Right. It doesn't matter what it is. Mitch McConnell will not let anything happen. If he can help it, and that's just ridiculous. That's not any way that uh, a government needs yeah. to work. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. I told you they they did this in the beginning of our country, and they had a problem with it so bad mm. that they were they were trying to fix it so that it wouldn't happen again. And that's when they, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I can't say this verbatim, but it was like they they said that you know um, they mm-hmm. finally agreed both mm-hmm. parties because they were at such a deadlock for so long that they weren't going to do the filibuster anymore something like that that you know they actually because they were looking out for the best of the country they keep threatening but then uh yeah they, they keep you know but nowadays it doesn't matter yeah nowadays like yes still they don't up. even have a talking filibuster now and i, I was going to say this a couple days ago on, on the show i don't remember which show it was but uh uh, the, the country of Poland actually, believe it or not, had one of the very first uh, modern democracies. Obviously, the first democracies were in Greece, but uh, uh, in the first modern democracies were actually, I think, in Poland. Uh, and it was uh, Poland was a gigantic country, actually, at the time. Later on, it got taken over by Germany and Russia and everybody else. But uh, at the time, they were... Uh, uh, a monarchy, and then they became a democracy, basically, uh, with the king. Uh, uh, the uh, was it Poland, Lithuania? I can't remember what they called themselves at the time. But anyway, very very powerful country actually in Central Europe, and uh, they came up with something called the liberum veto, and I guess it was in Latin. Uh, basically, any one of the members of the, the upper Congress, I guess you call it the upper Senate or something, the upper house, basically, uh, any one of the people, any one of the members could basically raise his hand and say liberum veto. Basically, I veto this thing. As a result. Not one single motherfucking thing got passed because you can't, I mean, you could find a sunny day that someone is not in favor of. You could find a chocolate ice cream cone that someone finds is is fucking terrible. It doesn't matter what it is. Someone is always against it. And so because of that effective filibuster, 
They didn't pass laws effectively for a couple hundred years. And this pretty dominant country basically started to fall apart literally because of this fucking liberum veto. Like if you look it up, it's actually considered one of the causes of the downfall of Poland that like a hundred years later literally ceased to exist for about 50 years. Like literally like the uh, Soviet Union and Germany ate it. Like they literally ate Poland. Crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that when it turned into Prussia or something? Or is that half of it turned into Prussia and half turned into Russia pretty yeah. much. Yeah. yeah straight yeah. up. Yeah, that's, that's where we're headed. I mean, I always say, what's the end goal? And going to bring it. Mitch McConnell doesn't have an end goal other than being powerful until he dies. I mean, look at the guy. Like, have you seen him with yeah. his purple hands and stuff? The guy's really, yeah. really frail. Yeah. So he's yeah. clearly going to work until the day he dies. And then it's not his problem. You know, he laughs probably every night at the, the destruction he causes because, you know, people will get like his kids hate him. His kids literally fucking hate him. Won't talk to him. They've said that they won't go to his funeral and all this different shit. Yeah. So the guy basically at this point thrives on hatred and people yeah. will catch him like, you know, laughing when, when yeah. terrible shit happens. Because it's the fucking sadist. And so when he's done, he's done. And then the rest of the world can go fuck itself. Yeah. You, know? you know, you know, the guy from Arizona, there, you know, that crazy guy, Paul Gosai. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. His whole yeah, family yeah. came yeah. out with a commercial because they fucking think he's and nuts. Still, yes, and they still, with all the bullshit he's been pulling lately, they, they've been coming out of the woodwork again, going, "Yeah, we don't even talk to him. He's a he doesn't. He's, he's a fucking like nutter. He was the, the kid that thrived on negative attention. They said, yeah, literally. Yeah, and I remember yeah. that kid when I was a kid. That kid was poor as fuck. I mean, poor in his life was was shitty. Uh, his yeah. dad was super abusive. I'm not going to say his name out loud, <clears throat> but. Uh, this kid was kind of famous, especially in my elementary school and then all uh, into my middle school. And then I think he moved away, basically. Uh, his dad was mega abusive. His mom was constantly fucking pregnant. Uh, he had probably five or six different siblings when I knew him and he was only like my age. So at the time, five or six or seven years old. So, I mean, his mom was just constantly pumping out babies. The kid had not a lot of money at home. Like they, I mean, I don't think they were dirt poor, but they were fairly poor. He didn't have the newest toys and whatever. And back then, I mean, still to this day, I think people would make fun of you if you didn't have Air Jordans and if you had like some old toy or whatever. Fuck, they would give you so much shit. So this kid, because he didn't get a lot of positive support in his life, he would always find the negative thing to do. So he's the kid that would basically put his hand down his shorts and stuff it up his ass and fucking show everybody. You know, just some crazy, gross yeah. stuff that literally everybody is horrified by. But some press is good press, or what's the expression? Uh, yeah. Any press is good press or something. Yeah. That's how that mind thinks, because they're a little bit more. And, you know, how do I say this? Now, growing up, I know that that was not something to make fun of or, or, yeah. or you know, it's, it's a shitty situation. The poor kid was yeah. fucked up, right? Uh, and that why, was right? his way of reaching out, whatever. And his whole, how do I say this? His whole um, affirmation system was all busted. I don't remember what it's called right now, but it was all busted up. It was fucking sad to think about it, to be honest. But anyway, yeah. Paul Gosar was that guy grown up you know and it's it's honestly a sad story when you think about it because it's a fucking yeah. wounded animal but he's also wounding us too you know yeah he's a, he has power he's yeah. he the power it's just insane it's all bullshit it's all about money it's all about money man you get the donuts you're gonna get you know i mean we're gonna thank scalia for taking away the uh yeah uh, what is it the uh did you know that scalia literally thought the devil walks on this earth Yes. Someone asked him, so do you think that the level, the devil, the devil literally exists? And he said, yes. And he said, I'll go one further. I think he is walking the earth as we speak. Yep. He literally said that. Yep. And that's how I, it's amazing how, you know, uh, IBG and him uh, got along. I, you know, it's like, you know, 
completely different. They were like best friends, you know, kids, but they were right. best friends. It's just very strange. I mean, I guess you subscribe to your Jefferson. Back to the point that, yeah, Jefferson, don't lose a friend or family member over politics. Even if they do believe in some crazy ass fucking weird ass shit. What was it called that he got? Citizens. Citizens United? Yeah, that's it. They say basically that's the number one problem in America right now, essentially the money politics. And we essentially we cannot get it out except for by legislative agreement at this point, which means never. Yeah. The corporation is a person? What? <laughs> what? Corporations unlimited donations okay. and everything else. Yeah, yeah basically. Talk about dark money, man. Holy shit. Yeah, you know. Question is, what are the answers? We have we know what the problems are. What are the answers and who's willing to friggin' fix it? I, problem is I don't think anyone problem. really has any good answers right at the moment because yeah. uh you know, you see uh, well there's a few big cousins, right? Yeah. You see these commercials now around here about the um you know, lowering the prescri- prescription uh, drug costs. So you get the big pharmaceutical companies making those friggin' commercials about, you know, well, you know, these little, you know, and they're showing, showing obviously, you know, people my generation and above saying, well, if they, if they do that, then I couldn't have gotten this medication or, you know, or whatever the case, right? Oh, wait, by lowering you know, the prescription price, the people yeah, couldn't so, get the, pre- the medication? Yeah, That's yeah, so, double sick right there. Right, right. And Make it cheaper and I won't be able to afford it. Right. So the very end of the commercial, it says, Lowering or whatever the the bill is that they're trying to pass uh, isn't the answer. And all I say to myself is, all right, then what is? Right. I mean, you're telling us, yeah, that's not the answer. Well, you're a big farmer, then tell us what the answer is there. You know what I mean? It's like they keep asking, the, you know, this is not the answer. Well, stop telling us or, or you know, reinforcing the fact that, the, what, there are no answers to any of these big questions. I don't know. I'm not wording it correctly, but you know, just, no, I know what you mean. Goes, the, the reason oh, this is, is the that answer. Then a... you sit there going, "Well, what's the answer to that problem?" Then I mean, any rational person would sit there going, "Okay, well, let's figure out this and let's get it done and fix it." You know, but it's like they don't want to fix it. That's why they just say, "This isn't the answer." It's a, a terrible tactic because all they're doing really is deconstructing. They're just basically sowing doubt, and even by thinking about it further, you effectively sow doubt because you ask yourself, "Why are they even asking me this?" Like there should be a good answer to it. Instead of creating something constructive, like saying, "Hey, this is the answer. Don't look at this. Do this instead." They would have to actually create something that was compelling enough that you would remember it. But on the other hand, if they create doubt, they can just gnaw at you a little bit. Yeah, they can gnaw at your fear centers, hundred percent. And it's disgusting that this is basically how our politics runs. You know, like it's should not be this way it should honestly be different our entire society could be different if we wanted it to you know people always just throw up their hands like well what do you fucking do it's actually democracy dude we actually have the power to change it if we want to Coop was talking about how we actually legally uh, uh how do i say this uh, uh by le- uh, by uh, um a ballot initiative. The people of Oregon basically said, we want legal medical marijuana. And that's something that cannot be taken away from us by legislative fiat. However, the legislature basically came in and told us, this was a great point by Coop. Coop makes a fucking, fucking wonderful points if you pay attention. Uh, uh, the legislature came in and gave yeah. us our four plants by legislative fiat. They can take that away. The previous thing could not be taken away by the legislature. The new thing they gave us and that everyone was like, oh, that's fun. Let's do that instead. That can be taken away with a stroke of a pen. That can be taken away one night at midnight. That can be taken away with a fucking yep. uh, declaration of emergency for some stupid fucking reason. Yep. For any reason, they can take that shit away. 
or they can change it or adulter it. The difference with our bill, because we we did the same thing, we did a ballot initiative here at Mass. Is it was in there that we could, you know, minimum private citizens could could, uh, grow six plants each. So it's in the initial. Mm -hmm. All they, you know, but legislatively, when it comes to commercial, they can do whatever the hell they want. You know what I mean? So and throw any regulations they want out there. That's not to say, and I say this all the time, that doesn't mean they're not they 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 couldn't figure a way to manipulate whatever they want. It doesn't really matter. If they if they want to do something with the private sector, deal with the six plants, they'll do it. You know what I mean? So even though, you know, it's in the initial and we okayed it by almost 70% state, it passed. So and it was 60. Between 63 and 68, so two thirds of the state will afford either way. So, but they'll, they, you know, they, they'll, if they want to, they'll do it no matter what. Gray Sun makes an interesting point, but I would modify this because I think the point is uh, no disrespect, Gray, but I think that your point is okay, I'll read what he said first and then I'll uh, modify it the way that I think. He says, uh, the government has created so many antiquated systems to living that you don't have time to realize all of the bullshit they are doing to you. I agree. However, I would. I think there's a very important thing there that I think is missed very, very often. I think this is part of the problem. The government and corporations have created so many antiquated systems to living that you don't have time to realize all the bullshit they're doing to you. And I emphasize and corporations because I think people forget this conveniently. And the corporations want you to forget this. Like Reagan, for example, who was, in my opinion, bought and paid for. He said, government is the problem. You know, or, or I'm from the government and I'm here to help. They said that's the number one problem in America. It's not the number one problem in America. That's probably hunger or I don't even know what stress or heart disease. You know what I mean? Like tan- tangibly, there is yeah. probably a bigger problem than that. But he was being an asshole. And so he convinced people that if, how to say this, if it's from the government, it's bad. And to this day, my entire life, I hear this crazy shit about how the government is the source of all problems. It is obviously not. It's probably the source of a lot of problems for sure. But let's say, for example, when you're hanging out at your local city park or state park or whatever, that obviously is not a problem. That was a good thing that the government created that. On the other hand, there's probably 15 other things that they did create, but there's also a bunch of other stuff that corporations do fuck up in your life. We've talked about this many times on our our show. Uh, The fact that Apple doesn't allow, I guess they just changed it now, but until recently, they didn't allow you to change your to, to fix your phones, all these different things that corporations fuck you with. High cell phone bills, Comcast is a monopoly everywhere where they exist, internet companies are monopolies. Those are all things that are actually not government problems. Those are honestly inaction from the government, and the corporations are abusing that inaction. Right. So we need to emphasize right. that it's both those things together, and we often forget that. And that forgetfulness is political. You know what I mean? That's been pushed upon us by a, a, as a political message so that the corporations can kind of get away scot-free with their abuse. You know what I mean? Yep. I mean, we have to remember that kind of stuff, don't we, Charlie's Farm? Deflection, 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 yeah. deflection. And this is what we're really doing. Absolutely. No, that was, yeah, I couldn't have said it better. Hmm. You know, government isn't the, the whole problem. You know, um, yeah, Reagan came in with big government this and big government that, you know. And uh, there he is running it. <laughs> He's the head of it all, you know. And it's, right. you know, it's a con game sometimes. Dude, arsonists who are the fire chief, 100%. Yeah, it's it. it's so it. bizarre. This is a uniquely American thing. Arsonists yeah. who have the same uh, position as fire chief. Yeah. Well, I was saying the UK has that law where the politicians can't all right, lie to you if it's going to be detrimental to society as a whole. They just can't. Hmm. They can be prosecuted and put in jail for it. 
know, that's why they it's always do. say things to a certain, you know, they, they twist it. And I'm not saying that they don't, mm. but I'm just saying they actually have a lot. Well, we don't. We don't. It's not against the law to lie in America and politicians, you know, take advantage of it, obviously. <laughs> right. Like, uh, 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 I can't remember what I was going to say. I guess we're going to uh, Grace said, "Is saying aren't they basically one and the same?" I mean, um, I guess that's debatable. I don't know. I don't know how to answer that because I mean, uh, uh, when you talk about the biggest corporations, they have the best lobbyists. Those best lobbyists are basically very intimately related to the politicians. They basically take the politicians to dinner all the time and on vacation and stuff. So, yeah, by that definition, they're totally related. On the other hand, they have different agendas. Man, I don't know. I don't know how to. I guess yes. Yes, no, fucking no, no. Maybe that's part of the problem. You know, the, the the money in politics. The fact that we allow all that money in politics confuses everything to the point that we don't even know what's what now. I don't know. Anyway, we're babbling. Ladies and gentlemen, cheers! Happy four twenty. We've been uh, fucking around for this entire evening. I guess I'll light this joint, and then maybe we'll. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll fuck off for the evening. What do you guys figure? Low cut. What's going on, man? You're looking at. Uh, uh, did you hand carve that tray? Did I ask you that before? No, I didn't. It'd be cool if you did, though. I mean, it's a cool tray. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to make fun of your tray or something. Uh, yeah, I just remember. That could be a thing. That could be a thing where we make fun of people's trays. You call that a rolling tray? <laughs> <laughs> what would be the yeah. winning rolling tray if we were like, that's a fucking bullshit ass rolling tray right there? That would be like, I don't know, like scratched up old raw that was like repainted 50 times or something. It's got like Cheeto stains on it and uh, beer. Like literally a puddle of beer sloshing back and forth. That would be the one I'd be like, you call that a fucking rolling tray? Then, uh, well, your rolling tray with like marks on it from old lighters and stuff. I'd be like, you know what? That has character. That's patina. That's uh, antique. I got paper. Plate. I'm kind of thinking out loud, uh, Charlie's farm. Like, what would an epic rolling tray look like? Would it be all sequined and fucking have like inlaid mother of pearl and shit? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, I literally, I was the, uh, I still do uh, record covers and, and my paper plate. <laughs> so I got a little stainless steel tray. But I there think you it's go. Like an, old, an old tray server at home that I use at my house. But other than that, I've never bought a raw. I've never bought any of the rolling trays. I just whatever happened. Yeah, to I totally didn't buy a raw. I guess I can't show it right now. I wouldn't I show it anyway because frankly, I mean, it's a chick, a buxom chick. I have to be honest. But right? I was being a little ju- juvenile when I bought it. But it's all okay. right. It's right. Right. Every time I roll it, it's like, yeah, she's saying hello. Yeah, she's looking, winking at you. So, <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind one, a nice rolling tray. I never just never thought mm-hmm. of it really, to be honest. Run into all the gadgets sometimes when it comes to all that stuff, the, the things. And I think they're cool. Don't get me wrong. I think they're really cool. But I just, you know, I've just spent the money on it, to be honest. Never wanted to. So. You know what it is, Charlie's Farm? Uh, some dudes do not. A chick asked me the other day, hey, do you wear any jewelry? And I was like, no, I really don't, honestly. I don't wear a watch anymore, even. I used to think like a watch is, is really good. I like watches. But I just honestly don't wear watches anymore. So honestly, I don't. I, I don't think I have any jewelry. Like I was thinking, I was like, no, I don't, I don't have rings or anything really. But I was like, you know, I do carry a pocket knife. 
And I kind of, I don't think of it as jewelry, but I, I am kind of particular. Like I really like this pocket knife. Like I picked it specifically, you know, and like the next pocket knife I'll, I'll pick, like, it'll be like something that I really like the look of and everything. Like this one has like a purple liner lock and everything else. It wasn't nice. super duper expensive. I mean, I guess, you know, the, everybody has different prices for a knife, but I mean, like I spent the amount of money that I thought was appropriate for some people. They'd be like, the fuck did you spend on a knife? But then some people would be like, dude, that's cheap as fuck. You know, like, it was just a couple hundred yeah. bucks basically. So for some people, that's nothing for some people. That's a ton. Uh, but uh, like, I was very particular about it. I was like, it has a specific lock that I like uh, the hand. I guess I can fucking show it. It doesn't, it's not that uh, rocket science secret, but it's green. Right. And oh, I thought, you know, nice. what's better than green and weed? It's got great steel, blah, blah, blah. I love the axis lock. It's super fast. And then it's got this purple liner lock. I don't know if you guys can see that, but like on the back, it's purple. Oh, yeah. So I just, yeah. I love the look of it. And so I guess yeah, on some level, nice. this would be my jewelry. Right. And the thing is also, this is my like functional kind of jewelry. It's my constant companion. Like I literally like use this every single day. I'll cut a tomato with it or I'll cut a sandwich with it or whatever it is. I open envelopes, you name it. Uh, so how do I say this? Uh, nice. What do you have? Right this on. It's just a, uh, yeah, this is just one of those, uh, survival nice. It's got a, uh, that I just got, it, it was like free on some site. This is about six, eight months ago. They, cool. You know, it's called, um, what is it called? Uh, Evatech. You know, it's like a, they sell some survival stuff. It was like pay for shipping and the knife is free. It was some foolish thing on YouTube that I actually, like advertisement, I actually uh, uh, prompted it. And I, I went in and so I was like, all right, it was like 12 bucks, 13 bucks for the shipping. And I was like, okay. So I wasn't sure what I was going to get. I was like, all right, it's worth, you know, if I get burned for 13 bucks, who cares? And uh, it actually, you know, it's just going to, it's not a pocket knife, obviously. It's, you know, it's got a belt clip to it. It thinks it's solid. It's got a seat belt cutter. You know, it's like one of those mini survival knife type deals. And this is why, no disrespect to your knife, which is a cool knife, but this is why everybody needs to know an Oregonian. You need to know an Oregonian so that you can ask them questions about knives and beer. <laughs> because I want to say that every right. Oregonian and also rain, if you have any questions about how to deal with rain, <laughs> Oregonians will help you with knives, beer, and rain. And in which order, I don't yeah. know. It depends on what part of the year. Yeah. Uh, we can tell you about esoteric steel types. I bet I bet you there are women in Oregon that could basically oh, stop them on the side of the street and say, hey, which one is better, S30V or S90V? And I bet they have an answer. Uh, <laughs> long story short, I'm going to have to get you. I used to get all my friends Leathermans. And it was a crazy thing because Leathermans oh, are made I've here in Portland. Those. Like everybody their uncle has them. Like babies here have let, not babies, but I mean like, I don't know. They pretty, they pretty much in first grade, they ask you how big is your Leatherman, you know, or how, how many, how many times, how many tools does sure. your Leatherman have? Anyway, sure. uh, they have a factory close to the airport and uh, Leatherman's like from Oregon, whatever. Uh, how do I say this? I want to say the multi-tool itself came from Rome and stuff. It's not a super new idea, right? Like they had multi-tools like 2000 years ago, but for whatever reason, other than like Swiss army knife, hardly anyone made them. So Leatherman uh, was this world traveler. Da, 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 da. I don't know what I'm fucking talking about, but I like uh, Leatherman's and this stuff. Uh, uh, he was uh, traveling the world. He, he, his uh, car broke down, I want to say in Iran, with his girlfriend. He couldn't fucking fix the things. So he's cobbling together some tools from hither and yon. And he's like, dude, wouldn't it be nice if I just had something in my pocket that was like a screwdriver and pliers, whatever? So he went back to Oregon and created the fucking Leatherman and announced this goddamn empire. So, long story short, I would give my friends, even sometimes the littlest Leatherman, and they would always shit themselves in glee. Because literally, like a week later, their car breaks down, or like their their uncles, I don't even know what the balloon animals stopped working. I, I don't know. It was always some crazy thing because I'd get an email or a text message from somebody. Oh my god, thank you for this Leatherman. It saved my life. Blah blah blah. Everybody needs to know a fucking Oregonian that will send them 
uh, a Leatherman. Uh, so I guess I was getting to with this, with the, the freaking crazy name. Leatherman that's, stories. Go that's ahead. That's the brand, brand name multi-tool, right? Dude, that's it. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's there's yeah. arguments among the multi-tool right. aficionados. I got one of those you know, some too, people right? will say the Swiss Army knives are better. Some people will say the Gerbers are better. They're lying, yeah. of course, uh, because no, the, the, the best ones are love. So we get it. I got an old one. It's like 20 years old. Oh, do you really? Nice. Yeah, it's in my briefcase. I carry there are like collectors. I'm not right one now. of those people, but there's like collectors that will pay extra yeah, money right. for those old ones. Right here. It's a... Uh, it's a super tool, I think. Oh, it's a uh, Rockland, it says. It's a Rockland. Oh, right on. Yeah, it's my most. So I keep this as my nice. go-to. It's it's in my freaking briefcase at all times. Nice. Yeah, yeah. The other, the other, the Black Knight, the Evitek, whatever the hell you say it. I use that more in the garden to take off some big branches sometimes when I don't have a pair of pruners on me, you know? It goes through you know where water. I was going with that? Uh, this is uh, this is obviously hither and fucking yawn but i was thinking to myself like we don't do this very often maybe because uh, our society has become so disposable that uh, when you buy a pocket knife if you lose it you can go to the store and buy a new one because they're made in china whatever it's five bucks or whatever you know but it used to be that things like this were actually quite expensive and so uh, like a dude would cherish like uh, what was that dude uh uh the mummy that was found on the the uh, the mountain in Switzerland. He actually had weed on him. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I couldn't tell you. I can't Sorry, think of his yeah. name right now. He was actually murdered with like an arrowhead. Uh, he had like his cherished spoon and knife and whatever else, and these were things that he carried with him all the time. And they were like kind of ornate. They were you know ornamented and whatever. And I've thought about that kind of stuff all these years to the point that like I try to only carry a pocket knife that I like and not just something you know like I picked up off a of. again yeah, no disrespect by any means. So yeah. I was thinking to myself like again this is just just roll with me you know everybody on this uh, uh having like your precious rolling tray is kind of like having your personal tea ritual or your personal kind of cherished item that over the course of your life develops memories and so i guess this that probably was a complex argument but i was thinking about i've had this knife for long enough that it's been part of my life through all kinds of different memories and every time i open it up some of those memories come back you know what i mean like even literally cutting up an apple with a friend that'll come back like i'm coming cutting an apple with another friend and it will remind me of that same event you know back in the past and i feel like a lot of times the that could happen with anything that could happen with any pocket knife that you own you could buy another $2 fucking zip knife or whatever from the 7-Eleven or whatever. And maybe you'll have the same reminiscence, but I feel like it's a guaranteed way to happen when you have your cherished rolling tray. You know, like I smoked weed with my friends on this rolling tray, or I smoked during this important time of my life or blah, blah, blah. Or I went through this thought, whatever. I, I had this crop on and on and on and on. Same thing with this knife, you know, like I have uh, uh, eaten at this place or that place or whatever. I opened up this box that somehow contained seeds from my friend. You know, you know what I mean? Like all that kind of stuff. It becomes like a museum piece in your life or something. I don't know. Does that make any fucking sense? Buck. Yeah, I had a buck all my life since the age of 12. I had a was, uh, buck knife. It wasn't a pocket knife, but it was a, a sheath. And it was a buck 119. And I had that thing for about 30 years. And oh yeah, yeah, that, that made out to Arizona with me. And yeah, I went everywhere with me by six. And uh, I think a friend of mine, an ex-friend of mine stole it back in the nineties. But yeah, that thing was literally I, I just it's not like I wore it around everywhere in Boston, that's for sure. But it was under six inch blade, so it was legal if I wanted to carry it around. Because you have to have six inch or under around Boston. And um 
And I, yeah, I loved that thing, man. I had so many memories just from, um, you know, just from growing all those years, to be honest with you. It would just make it up the hikes. It would, it would chop anything that I needed. We happened to camp out for a few nights. It was the thing that I would go out, gather up my wood at night, help me get, break up my kindling. And a couple of times, my friend, he used it. I didn't do it because I didn't know how to skin a deer, but he would, you know, he'd, he'd bow hunt while we were out there. Rather, you know, he'd use my knife to friggin' skin the deer. And yeah. Yeah, I missed that night. I missed that night a lot. But I know what you mean. That's my whole point. I know exactly what you're talking about. Buck Knives in the, in the chat. Buck Knives are awesome. Uh, it's an yeah. old American company from Idaho, actually. They're not too far away. Uh, Lifetime guarantee. I want to say the original Buck Knife actually started in Texas. No, 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 no. That was Case. That was Case that started in Tennessee. But there was one company that I can't remember right now that started in Tennessee and then moved somewhere else. I can't remember. But anyway, Buck has, I think, always been in Idaho now that I think about it. Not everything they make is made in America. Some of it's made in China. But uh, they, for years and years and years, have made those old school folding knives, those slip knives, they've called them. Um, They'd have like horn and and all kinds of fun, like a mother of pearl handles and stuff. Those were epic. Uh, uh, Really easy to sharpen, too. Like, if you've ever seen an old timer sharpening his knife on like a coffee cup bottom, super, you can get them really sharp that way because it was carbon steel. Uh, You could get them so sharp, just like anything, like a stone or a coffee cup or anything, honestly. I had a honing Uh, knife with oil, baby. uh, I used to sharpen that thing once a week. hmm. Yep. Great blade Uh, on it. It would take a while to go dull, too. I mean, you really have to abuse it for a week. Well, and I did. I used it a lot. I used it quite a bit. The cream is saying buckets for Portland. That'd be embarrassing if I got that wrong. I thought they were fine. I don't know. Uh, I, don't know I mean, Oregon is, is huge. Portland, especially, is huge. Um, we got no, 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 Idaho says uh, Portland. Uh, they were just mentioning Kershaw. Kershaw is epic. Uh, my kitchen knives pretty much are all Kershaw. Uh, uh, they're they're really nice. They have uh, uh, really nice steel. They're owned by a Japanese company called Kai. And as a result of that, actually, that's one of the few times where like a, a foreign company has bought something and honestly made it better, in my opinion, because uh, Kai is really, really uh, crazy about knives. They have like ceramic knife technician or tech, uh, technology. I'm starting to sound like the avocado tech people. But anyway, they make ceramic knives and all kinds of cool steel tech. They, like they have their own foundries and stuff. Uh, and uh, Kershaw's nerdy enough to fuck with their steel. Now, when it anyway. comes to culinary knives, I have a preference. Either Wolfstoff by Hinkles. I have a really nice mm. set of Hinkles right now. J.H. Hinkles. But the Wolfstoffs, man, that German scale, you can't beat it. Best steel mm-hmm. in the world still. No question. Best you think so? The fucking well, Swedes are like, oh, our steel is better. Yeah, you know, I mean, if the American steel, you know, industry can get their ass going again, that would be awesome, man. Absolutely awesome. But, you know, it's cheaper to get their steel. So, you know, we do have pretty epic steel here, but it's more expensive. They make the best fucking glass for your cameras. That's where it comes from, Germany. You get the Mm. best freaking glass. I got a friend of mine, well, not a friend of mine, but this next door neighbor of mine, he was working for, uh, I believe it was right in Menden or or uh, uh, what's uh, Menden or uh, I can't remember that. Uh, Milford, 
No, whatever it was. It's it's not far from where I live now. But anyway, he worked for a German glass company. Like they made the glass for NASA and um, stuff like that. You know what I mean? For, for Na- not NASA, hmm. NASA. NASA. And uh, it was a German company. Hmm. You know, and it's uh, known for the, that's what that's all they do is glass. And they make um, some of the most specialized glass on the planet. Hmm. That's what he did, you know. And uh, he couldn't even talk about some of the stuff he was doing for the military that, that they were doing for the military. Mm-hmm. Young guy just happened to get, you know, great money. Just happened to get in through, I, I can't remember how he got the job, high school diploma, but he's like worked his way up. He's only like 28, 29 at the time. He's about 30 now, but. Yeah, he was telling me some crazy shit. Former CEO of Mercedes uh, was the same. Like, the dude, or actually Daimler Benz, I want to say, he was like a high school kid that got like a, a bachelor's, bachelor's degree in Germany and just worked his way up. And now he's suddenly he's fucking CEO of this worldwide corporation. I was like, yeah. what the fuck did that? So is it how you don't necessarily need an education to make it, man. Or formal education, I should say. Formal, I should express that. Because they're very smart people one way or another, so. Right. Yeah, very yeah, certainly you didn't get, you'd have to be shaped. You're not still an unformed lump of clay. Um, uh, Jones and Two Grows mentioned, and cheers, by the way, Happy New Year, buddy. Uh, the French actually have some really nice uh, knives, too. We don't talk about that enough. They don't distribute a lot in the U.S., like uh, even with the Lagule and, uh, I can't pronounce it. Christophe, comment dit le fucking ballsack? Uh, uh, Lagule? Fuck, uh, the French knife company. How do you even say knife? Uh, qu'est-ce que c'est knife en français? Uh, merde. <laughs> J'ai oublié. Uh, tout. Uh, fuck, how do you say knife? Okay, now I don't even know. Christophe's like, what do you try? What do you want? What do you, what do you, what do you try to say? All right, I'm going to look it up. All right, translate. Le nif. No, sorry. Uh, oh, no, I was joking. I was joking. I was Le, <laughs> Couture, <laughs> le fucking knife company. Knife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gotta pronounce that K, man. Entreprise de Couture. No, I could just look up. Uh, literally, I could have looked up the website faster. There we go. Comment on dit le couteau la guillotte la guillotte la guillotte ah la guillotte oh, right. ah, so some of these are apparently really excellent actually this is a funny company because uh it's like 15 different companies that all just kind of make stuff under the same mark Oh shit, Christoph, we gotta we gotta stop that speaker again. Oh shit, the speaker comes up. Stop that speaker again. The speaker comes. Désolé, désolé, mon ami. You good? Désolé. Sounds like you're muted, Jamie. 
Am I muted? Have I been talking this whole time and I'm muted? Am I muted? Have I been talking this whole time and I'm muted? Je me Oui. Désolé, mon ami. Oh, pas de problème, Christophe. J'ai oublié tous les français. Mon français est très bien. Mi uh, English uh, pareil, hein? uh, malade. <laughs> no, bien. Uh, we're equal. Mais... Uh, égalité, uh, liberté, égalité, fraternité, yes. both no English, yes. ite, something like that. Well. Uh, there's Jones saying, I'm fucking muted. Cheers, guys. Uh, see, that's the thing. At that point of the show where you're like talking muted and you don't even realize it, it's probably time to go. Low cut. What's the story, my friend? Uh, can people find you anywhere, or did you learn something, or do you have any final thoughts to share with us? What do you figure? Yeah, I don't really have much, but uh, I don't know. You can find me in Discord, and that's pretty much it. I don't know. Right on, man. Join us over at the Fumidora Discord. We're having a good time there. Uh, I mean, I'm making assumptions. Perhaps Lo has his own Discord, but uh, oh I no, yeah, I'm glad ours. Yeah, right man. Cheers, dude. Uh, glad you're enjoying it. Uh, 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 what's your favorite? Why well, probably should put you on the spot? It's like, what's your favorite part? And he's like, man, I don't know. I'm trying to be nice. Uh, we'll pretend that he likes all of it. We'll just say that Low likes yeah, all of yeah, it. Like all, yeah. Right there, we good go. information. That's all kinds of <laughs> My favorite is the best parts. Uh, Buggy's attempting Fumi repping the Liberty Cap. Right on. That's true. Actually, I forgot. I'm actually microdosing a little bit. That's true. That's true. Christoph, uh, mon ami, uh, how can I say, as-tu le mot de fucking something or other? I can't even be funny. Uh, a bientôt, mon ami. I'll just say that. A bientôt. Nous quittons. Uh, bonne année. What else? Uh, bon cannabis. Thank again. <laughs> Thank again for you show. Cheers, buddy. You're welcome. My friends, à bientôt. Cheers, buddy. You're welcome. Very welcome, my friend. Happy New Year. Very welcome. Charlie's Farm, what about you, my friend? How can people find you? Cheers, buddy. Find me here. That's where you can find me. Find me here. And occasionally I get on the show. Occasionally I'm on Eagle show. Not often, no. This is my usual. You can find me here mm-hmm. anyway. And thanks for having me and putting up with me, like always. I, I mean that. As always, yeah. No, we always right. love your shows. I was I was laughing off camera a little bit. I was grabbing a bite, like I don't know, several hours ago now. And you were telling a story. I'm gonna, I, I'm stoned enough. I'm gonna have to rewind it, honestly, because it was just honestly interesting. I was freaking laughing my ass off. Uh, always a pleasure to have you, Charlie. Uh, you have a, a wealth of, of great stories. Frankly, like five different stories today had me busting my ass. Honestly, it was uh, fun times. Thanks. Uh, and I feel like we're just scratching the surface. Good grower, too, honestly. Uh, Charlie's, uh, if folks don't know, he's been doing it for quite a long time. Yes. He's been a tester for any number of uh, uh, breeders, subcool and ocean grown and uh, 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 med grower one, all these different people. You know, like he gets these seeds uh, thrown at him basically because he's a good grower. You know, breeders love to uh, send seeds to growers that will actually grow their stuff, grow it well, talk to their friends about it, actually show 
the merits of the weed, you know, like the, the whole testing scene, some growers or some, some uh, breeders are open about the fact that their testing programs are both testing programs as well as marketing programs, but sometimes they're very hush hush about it. But how do I say this? Uh, uh, any good breeder knows that having a good grower that they can send beans to and have it both tested for real to see that, Hey, this is actually good weed as well as to tell their friends about dude, that is gold. That is honestly gold. So yeah. people like Charlie's are the opposite of a diamond doesn't, right? <laughs> They're like the diamond in the rough, basically. That's what it is. Yeah. You're too generous. Man. I mean, oh, man, cheers. It's same, uh, cannabis has saved my life, man. I had my first one in 78, no 79. And, um, and then, you know, it's just, I've tried every way. I'm not an encyclopedia like Coot is. I wish I were. Mm. And I'm, 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 uh, I listen to him very intently. That's why I'm going back to certain libraries and trying to find all his, all his appearances I want to see. Mm. And uh, a few others too, besides Faust and, you know, Potent too, for that matter. Mm. Wealth of friggin' information. So, but mm. um, I always say it saved my life more than once. And it's been the only common thread throughout my life. I've had a very uncommon life very inconsistent life. This has always been the thread through college. Every time I got out, I had friends that would bankroll me to get something else going because, you know, at least they knew that I I had integrity and uh, they, they knew what I was doing anyway. But how did they know? They didn't even smoke it half the time, those guys. So they just, had, they just knew I knew. So they'd make money off me. So... I don't even know what I'm saying. Many people do, man. As many people do. Yeah, I appreciate all the accolades. I mean, all the uh, compliments, man. It's, it's, no, it's welcome, very man. generous. Welcome. It's very generous. That's all. I'm a humble grower. That's it. I've had my worst. I've had, I've had good ones. I've had bad ones. No, plenty of good Lord willing. Plenty more good ones. Oh, man. We all make idiotic mistakes. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, mistakes in my garden all the fucking time. On yeah, some level, yeah. and you, oh, you feel so stupid about it because you're like, oh, I fucking right. should have done this and I should have done that. Yeah. And you'll do the dumbest shit. Like, you, you, how do I put this? If you're not paying attention, you'll do the dumbest shit. And as soon as you do it, you're like, are you high? And usually you are, of course, because you're a stoner. Yeah. But uh, you're like, are you high? You haven't done this since you were a fucking noob. But yeah. you got to remind yourself. Uh. That's something that you got to remember not to fucking do again and again and again. Yeah. It's just all these things that you forget or just don't do. Anyway. Yeah. All right. I'm going to head off. I'm talking about. I got to get going. Cheers, Charlie's I mean, fine. Now Pleasure. that I love to respect for everybody out there, and I appreciate Chad. I don't, I don't, I can't see Chad while the show's going on, but I really appreciate it. Christoph, T and Wes and Tommy and you, of course. True, you know, I really appreciate you guys. You're my community. Peace, guys. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Have a good one. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, I think it is time to uh, abscond. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, go take a look. I guess I can show it to you. Let me see. I could find, uh, I could probably find my website so that you would. Uh, oh, right. I could just go straight to my website. I could do this with you. I could go straight to my website and clicky the linky that takes you. I don't know why I'm saying clicky the linky. That's so stupid. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, let's say, for example, you find yourself as you should, as one should, honestly, one should honestly have a, a tab as I do, as you see here, one should have a tab of Fumadoro Seedco open at all times. You never know when the interest <laughs> might strike you to pick up some new genetic preservation kits or some photography, perhaps peruse the uh, uh, interesting photography here on the website. Ladies and gentlemen, if you perhaps, while having this tab, you should even pin the tab. Honestly, I don't know why you haven't already pinned. Come on, just save yourself some time, pin the tab 
to your browser. That way it always opens up. Uh, put it on your recommended pages. You know what? You know you want to, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it, once you do that, it will be very easy to contact Fumidoro because you'll just click the, the pinned tab. And in fact, it's already open, so you don't even have to click it. In fact, it's your homepage. It's actually your home. I don't know why I think, didn't think about that all this time that I've been talking. You should both pin it and also make it your homepage. That way, every time you open your browser, you can very easily contact Fumidoro by literally just pressing the contact Fumidoro page. There you'll be able to join Discord right there, ladies and gentlemen. Questions, comments, concerns, funny jokes, uh, uh, comments about your mama, Fumidor at chronictable.com. I should probably not cover it with my mouse. Subscribe to the show that you're watching right now. If you're not already subscribed, I don't know what's wrong with you. Uh, fix thy problem, heathen, uh, over at youtube.com forward slash, what is that, a C forward slash Fumidor and the flavors. I don't even know. Just go click the link on the fucking page. See the pretty photos at Fumador underscore Chibador. Throw down in next month's photo contest, ladies and gentlemen, at Portland Cannabis Tasting Society. Uh, that's about it, honestly, because the chronic table has actually been, uh, 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 we're not going to get into it for those people, honestly. PortlandCannabisTastingSociety.com is still a website that I pay for, but I haven't updated it in like a fucking couple of years. I hope to update that again, ladies and gentlemen. In the meantime, until I do, uh, take a look, my friends, at Morgana. This is the first edition. There will hopefully be uh, more editions in the near and distant future. Near, midterm, and distant future, hopefully, right? Like, you, you never know what the future holds for you. But uh, this is the first edition. Uh, uh, there will never be another edition quite like this one, honestly. Uh, folks have been really, really uh, uh, pleased with this. I haven't, frankly, heard any negative uh, comments. And I'm being sincere there. I haven't heard anyone say, oh, you know what? I, I liked it, but I didn't like the high. Or I liked it, but I didn't like the flavor. Or I liked it, but I didn't like the blah, blah, blah. Nope, not even once. And I'm actually pleased about that. Even testers, even uh, 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 customers, you name it. Folks that I just gave it to for free, whatever. Frankly, everyone has honestly liked Morgana. That actually makes me quite uh, pleased, quite happy, because uh, what was I saying earlier? There's always somebody who dislikes a sunny day or a chocolate ice cream cone or whatever. So for the moment, at least, I haven't run up against one of those folks. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this particular phenotype right here is one of my favorites, uh, and I've been running Morgana for a little while, so honestly, I have a few favorites, as you can imagine. Uh, spiced wine. A really interesting kind of caryophylline cloves, cinnamon kind of back end a little bit. Not not overpowering, but just enough that you know that it's there, like a nicely mixed coffee. Uh, but I guess in this case, you know, wine, it's not quite as strong as you might be thinking like a like a German spiced wine. Not not quite that strong by any means, but definitely sort of in that ballpark, I would say. And then very, very noticeable flower. Uh, a couple of friends of mine told me gardenia, and I, I actually I think they're right, honestly. That just this very noticeable gardenia terp that kind of sails over all of it. Super freaking charming. Only one or two people have basically found that phenotype. And in their case, it wasn't gardenia. It was more just general floral. Anyway, lots of folks have found berry. This was one of the most uh, overtly berry. This was like very berry you know, blueberry, raspberry, strawberry, that kind of flavor. Very berry with a great high. Honestly, I really miss, I, I should have kept this one as a real dang plant, honestly. Uh, very, very greasy. Uh, let's see here. This is back to my uh, favorite again. I oddly enough don't have a picture of my sour, which is honestly probably my dead ass favorite. Uh, but uh, another one that I really like was this uh, this one right here. Uh, and uh, you guys haven't heard too much about it, but I hope you guys will hear more about it in the future. This is honestly a smoky cherry wine. 
beautiful, beautiful, beautiful plant. Really interesting, really, really out of left field uh, aroma and a great freaking high. Anyway, Morgana's been grown indoors, outdoors, uh, greenhouses. Uh, she's been tested fairly extensively at this point. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you will enjoy uh, uh, Morgana. I know you'll enjoy Morgana if you uh, try her. Of course, everything on my website is guaranteed. So if for some reason you don't enjoy her, uh, please let me know and I will do my best to get you something that you do enjoy. For example, uh, a little bit out of a different ballpark, Lime River Rose. Uh, some of you may notice uh, astutely that a lot of these, uh, especially this first generation, uh, uh, a lot of these genetics actually stem uh, at least in part from subcool stuff. And wouldn't you know it, Lime River Rose is no exception. I got the Kaffir Lime as a tester from subcool. That was Black Lime Reserve by Jack the Ripper. I thought it was a beautiful, beautiful hybrid. Uh, I, I ran the two five packs, basically. That's all Subcool had to send me, two five packs. I ran those for a couple years, couple, three years before I finally, finally, finally got rid of everything but my final keeper, which was the, the Kaffir number six, I called her. Uh, very. She was ironically the first plant that I liked, uh, but there were a few others that I really loved. <clears throat> Pardon me. Uh, the number two, I called her, uh, was very, very orangey, very, very like, uh, uh, um, not even just orangey though, like uh, uh, Valencia oranges, basically that really, really like loud Spanish orange turp. She was really, really gorgeous with a great high. She was honestly the hugest performer. She was one of the biggest plants that I've ever gotten. Uh, there was another one that was hit like a fucking truck, but it was it was probably the closest actually to the Black Lime Reserve but it tasted like urinal cakes. And if you're a woman, you don't know what that means. You're like, oh, that's probably not that bad. But if you're a dude, you're like, man, I don't want to be chewing or smoking urinal cakes, honestly. And it was a lime urinal cake. It was so bizarre, but it hit like a fucking truck. On the other hand, it was, it was so freaking unique. Anyway, the mom that I picked was a lime popsicle. Was any of I still have her, thankfully. Uh, lime popsicle. And that, that definition didn't even come from me. A couple of friends of mine, uh, One Hand Hash, if you guys know him, uh, a great hash maker down in Southern California, Southern Oregon, uh, he called it a lime popsicle. And he's dead ass right. I crossed the Ruby Jack, and uh, so far, everybody has been enjoying. This has also been growing indoors, outdoors, greenhouse, you name it. Uh, internationally, nationally, uh, folks have really enjoyed Lime River Rose. My nose is all stuffed. Sorry, guys, for sounding all nasally. I'll finish it with uh, Black Prince Ruby, ladies and gentlemen. You're going to hear quite a bit more about Black Prince Ruby in the near, uh, hopefully, midterm and distant future. Lots and lots, especially on this variation of the Ruby Jack, lots and lots and lots of strawberry. Uh, a couple people now, uh, not just Zoso, a couple people have pulled out lavender and strawberry. So that's quite interesting. Uh, lots and lots of strawberry candy on the nose and on the uh, palate, uh, you know, to the point that folks that don't smoke weed will say, hey, why does that smell like strawberry? So it's, it's, it's pretty noticeably strawberry. It's not it's in our imagination. Lots of uh, good color. Uh, uh, perhaps you need to have a little bit colder environment to have all the color that I've had. Cause honestly, I've had a lot, lot, lot of color. Uh, some of my testers haven't had nearly as much purpling, nearly as much pink. Their, uh, their phenotypes have been a little bit more green, still stunning plants, but a little bit more green. Perhaps they're still up in the eighties. I don't know. Maybe I'm a little bit cooler. I'm not really sure. I am sure that this strain has been consistently showing lots and lots of high, uh, sugar sap uh, uh, in the stems, lots of leaf gutation, lots of uh, uh, really terpy uh, 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 cuts. That's the mom right there. Actually, that's the mom of the Thousand One Nights. Sorry, that's that's the slight lie on this webpage right here because uh, I don't right now. I can't find the pictures of the mom 
for this one because whatever, just I've changed my hard drives and I can't find it yet. But I'm gonna one of these days. Again, the leaf quotation, nice red stem. Uh, macro again of the thousand one nights mom actually but that's uh literally what it looks like with all that purple stuff and she does uh, leave like purple hash water anyway ladies and gentlemen i'll let you go i realize i've been talking for a bit now and uh, i don't want to keep you too long i would be honored if you take a look at the website there's the contact page again i guess i put back two times use the coupon code brains ladies and gentlemen for 14 percent off and uh, i hope you will uh, take a look soon to be quite a bit more soon. I'm going to be needing more, uh, uh testers. Uh, I don't want to jinx it yet. So I'm going to wait a little bit longer until I uh, start requesting people. But, um, I realize that sounds weirdly superstitious, but I don't know if you guys knew the year that I'd had, you'd kind of understand. So, uh, I'm going to wait a little bit longer to, uh, uh ask for testers a little bit longer before I release uh, some other stuff. And, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you guys have a, a nice evening. This joint keeps going out. Let me relight it and then uh, say good evening. Anthony in the house, man, rest in peace. Something cool straight up. Honestly, it's been like three years and, uh, I don't know. Like we, I certainly am sad that he's gone. I know a lot of people basically think about him pretty uh, Seattle. Steve is always posting about him. Yeah. But I missed his, uh, take on, yeah, man, I missed his take on stuff. Like he was, a. Uh, a loud brash guy. He was unique. He was fucking unique. He was a chill dude. And I always like to say, like, his secret was he just really loved weed. You know, like, you might wonder what his secret was, Fred. His secret was he just fucking really loved weed, honestly. Anyway, uh, cheers, Bucks. What's going on, my friend? Uh, I'm glad you cut the tail. Happy New Year, my friend. Happy New Year, uh, Grayson Grow. Uh, <laughs> thinks Grayson Grow thinks of Marlon Brando in Apocalypse Now when he hears the word gardenias. Humanity. <laughs> Happy New Year's, Tricom. Uh, Tommy Tricom's Jones and Two Grow. Cheers, my friend Locke. Uh, Nico, cheers, buddy. Uh, who else is in here? Atomic Spoon, cheers, is still in the house. Cheers, Atomic. Dirty Indica, uh, thanks, my friend. Dirty Indica, one of the boosters over at the, the Discord. Cheers, my friend. Uh, who else is in here in the chat? Uh, Noob Cybot, cheers, buddy. Uh, uh, who else are we missing? Supreme Grape, Magister Templi, who else is in here? Shenva. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, whoever's in here that I haven't said hello to, hopefully I will catch you next time. Thank you very much for watching. Thanks for hanging. Thanks for uh, thanks for being you. Thanks for being, uh, uh, what do they call them? Uh, I was going to say patience. <laughs> Thank you for being patience in the asylum that is the Fuminar or whatever. Thank you for being the audience, ladies and gentlemen, putting up with us. Uh, happy New Year. I wish you guys all the best year for the, the this coming year. Happy past year, whatever. Thanks for hanging uh, this past year. It was uh, an eventful one, if anything. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I'll leave you. Be kind, be decent, be gentle. Don't be fucking pricks. Just honestly, save yourself the trouble. Save everybody else the trouble. And don't be fucking pricks. And on top of that, my friends, uh, came in the game late, Anthony is saying, but I made sure to watch all the weed nerd content and learn as much as you could from him, uh, as well as keep it alive for him through you guys. Us guys, apparently. All of us guys. Right on, man. All of us. Cheers, dude. He's saying growers love. Cheers, Anthony. Right on, man. What was I going to say? Uh, be kind. Rewind, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, until we meet again, we'll be here on Tuesday, I guess, uh, doing uh, Bruising Buds. No, Bruising Buds. We'll be doing that chronic table. I don't know. Maybe I'll find a guest. Maybe I won't. I've been kind of slacking on the guests lately, but it's kind of fun to have guests. Maybe we'll get one. Uh, what do I like to say? Uh, adios, muchachos. Uh, adios, muchachos. Uh, thanks, my friends. Au revoir. Uh, à bientôt. What else? Uh, à bientôt, mon ami. Right? Uh, this is Nadia. What else? Uh, Chase? What else?
what else? Fucking uh, ciao. All that shit. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, ciao. happy new year. Check with all the ladies.